What's going on? October 25th, 6 p.m. I don't know much about this, I don't know if this is a group or what, but I was going through like, you know, new music on like, you know, the browsing on Apple, and this was like one of the songs on, I don't listen to enough of like the, like, like, like other, other stuff, I should really get into that so I can expand my fucking horizons with music. I might listen to classic rock and shit like that, but... Anyways, um, let me get through it quickly. I'm, I'm probably not going to get the recap. I probably might have to do, like, I've done the NXT recap, right? Um, but, like, I didn't get to do the Raw one. And I still got to do, like, you know, some thoughts on Bound for Glory. But I did want to talk about, you know, again, like, you know, every, every single day there's more um, shit going on with the Palestine-Israel thing. And, and and I know people are like, oh, more people are focused on the discourse. Like, I'm one of the people that's like, yeah, it's more focused on the discourse. But I think also there's bad faith actors online that are purposely making it more about the fucking discourse. With different bad faith actors who are on the pro-Israel side and the ones who are pretending to be pro-Palestinian. And th- this is not me saying the great uh, amount of people who are showing for protest... And, you know, actual people that are going through shit in, in, in uh, Palestine. Like, I'm not saying that's a complicated issue. That's, like, you know, straightforward, in my personal opinion. People who want a fucking ceasefire, want the uh, occupation ended. Um, you know, I don't think those are unreasonable. Let them fucking, you know, live freely and shit like that. Like, that's, like, not a fucking debate with me. You're not going to get me to budge on who's the aggressor in this situation. And has been for a while. And a lot of propaganda has guilted me into fucking, you know, making it making it seem like it's a both sides issue. But in 2023, what makes the fucking shit complicated is the messengers of certain fucking shit. People who are already compromised the last fucking couple of years... Compared to the ones in the mainstream media that have been discredited for the last 20, 30 years. With their fucking lies. And now it feels like we're, you know, constantly, you know, going in, in, in that fucking, in, in that direction where, what they call it's like, fundamentalism, fundamentalism will meet on both fucking, you know, on, 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 on the same coin, essentially. And, and, and people, the people who are now considered the post-left that are, like, guilting anyone for... I mean, I get it, like, you know, you want to go at Ryan Grimm. I understand, because he's a bad-faith actor. 
but like acting like you know people like you know say, say hey don't like rip down the if if you're a protest don't rip down the fucking posters of the hostages. You know what I mean? And now they made the fucking the the, the they made the fucking rescue of a hostage become a fucking discourse thing. It's no, it's like to me, it's like no different than the Jessica 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 Lynch thing that happened, right? But like, but now it's like debating because like, oh, Hamas treated her well on certain days, and they may have beaten her. On it's like you're getting conflicting reports, but people are there's people online like you know pro and, this, and, and again this is not like people want to say that these people are powerless I'm, talking, I'm not talking about like innocent college students or protesters who are just regular fucking people i'm talking about people that get paid to be online that are fuck to me who that are agents that they will celebrate anything that is like like despair like they'll praise anything disparaging against innocent israelis and you know, like oh, like an action Hamas, Hamas did, so we gotta prop it up because it because like they're they're opposed to um Israel because like the whole like you know Palestinians are opposed to what Israel's doing, but that doesn't mean you're supposed to fucking prop up Hamas. And then and, and then if you if you point it out, that means that automatically you don't care about what Israel has done. No, dude, there's no fucking denying what Israel has done, and there's no fucking excuse for it. People will justify it all fucking day long, but I don't think there's an excuse for doing what you fucking did. To, you know what I mean? Like, and, and especially if I believe that Hamas is, is, is controlled by fucking the far-right government in Israel. They have them in place for it. But, like, when Homeland Security is putting out, like, oh, we're concerned with the lone wolf threat, you know, to Jewish people and all that kind of stuff, that, you know, normally that means that they're going to promote something fucking happening because they know something's going to happen. But because, you know, and then a lot of the fucking right-wingers are the ones pointing out there's going to be a false flag. So it automatically, because like because 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 those ones, you know, what the, they want to pretend like they're opposing the FBI, and you know the feds, but I Homeland Security, but they're probably in bed with a faction of them, anyways. But they get to be the ones who get to go. Oh, look, we're opposing. There's gonna be a false flag because there'll definitely be something obvious that's gonna blame. Muslims for something, you know what I mean? Like the, I, I mean, I, I don't know who they're gonna blame right now for the Detroit synagogue, uh, um, like the Detroit synagogue president Samantha Wall, who, uh, by by all accounts, from what I can read from other fucking people on the left, like you know, actual like accounts that I can actually like you know like go, okay, this is like not suspect, whatever, saying that she wanted a Muslim and Jewish alliance, basically. So there was a discourse about you know like like oh look you're chastising uh, the uh, the the landlord that stabbed uh, you know and 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 assumed it was a hate crime but it's like no but like that was admitted a hate crime but like they but people are people people are denying that this could be a hate crime from a Muslim like right wingers are already putting it oh in Rashida Tlaib's district 
So they're already trying to do like like even if it was a Muslim, these these Arkham Asylum weirdos they have at their disposal are being used to do that. So it fucking you know, uh, so it fucking you know goes the, like the, the very extreme route. They want they 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 want like like they want Muslims and like different Jewish people to be um you know extreme as possible against like you know like, like I forgot they want regular people to be lured in to fundamentalism that's being fucking you know orchestrated by very powerful fucking people who are you know and then there's some bad faith actors that are also kind of happy this fucking happened from what I fucking see. I'm not saying it, it, it was, that was all that was dominating. Because again, most of the time that's dominating. It's always the anti-Muslim side that dominates the fucking conversation. And then the people who are, you know, to me at least, a little bit fraudulent um, with their intentions are the ones that dominate the fucking, you know, pro-Palestinian side. Which the sentiment, again, I'm not fucking saying that's fucking bad, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not one of these guys that's saying, oh, this person is a protest, that must mean he's pro-Hamas. Like, I'm not with that bullshit. But there's definitely fucking accounts and celebrities that I definitely don't fucking trust because show business is a fundamentalist fucking place. You guys would rather... People who say they're on the left, like, who will call out powerful... You either call out powerful celebrities because of their influence and the propaganda they're spreading. They sure... Like, I mean, they, they got those people cancelled and then they stop, um, you know, uh, further questioning what they're doing. Like, the only ones that they go after are the ones that are seemingly liberal. Because, you know what I mean? Because they made it seem like liberals and uh, conservatives are not this, are, are like, you know, the, the prominent ones are no different. But half of these, like, you know, warmongering, fucking, you know, uh, you know uh, super pro-Israel ne- neoliberals are not really liberal. I think they're conservative. Just like I think some of the people who, like, when some of these people blame, like, the left for um, being pro-Hamas, like... To generalize everyone as pro-Hamas is fucking dangerous as fuck. But there's definitely people who are, like, part of the discourse that fucking get to dominate the fucking discourse that are definitely, like, not acting in good fucking faith. Like, the New York Post also, you know... The New York Post got credibility um, in this era because... They published the Hunter Biden stuff, so they look like victims because they got censored, even though we know about the censorship. So, like, you know, like, so they're obviously going more the fucking super pro-Israel route as well. Um, you know, claiming, you know, uh, Hamas, Hamas uh, has plans for chemicals and all that kind of shit. Thing is, like, the, the, this stuff can be, like, like you know, true in some, on some, on some, on some way, but to me, it would be like, People who are in charge would already, like, you know, know, like, like, America, like, all these, like, powerful fucking governments, like, they have, in my personal opinion, they have advancements where they can fucking know what someone's going to do before they fucking do it. I know we're supposed to act like everything's incompetent because that's the way that we're supposed to live. Like, oh, no, like, uh, law enforcement has historically shown incompetence when it comes... I don't know, maybe that's because they're a part of it, maybe. Maybe it's because a lot of the stuff is billionaire fucking funded. 
They make it seem like fucking the cops are like working, you know, like like, like, like there aren't factions in play that fucking, you know, go, go into different areas. That's why a lot of these, like, a, a lot of the, like, quote-unquote anti-establishment people, they'll go at any representation of liberalism in any fucking institution by saying it's completely phony because they want to fucking uh, uh, downgrade any fucking, uh, any, any social or political clout that, like, you know, the, the left might actually fucking have, even if it has to be represented in a limited fucking way. While they make excuse, while they fucking justify and make excuses for why things need to go more far right, or while they uplift more far right wing people. And then Rashid Tlaib got fucking shit because she showed condol because I guess Samantha and Wool and her are really good friends, and uh, you know uh, she uh, you know um, she uh, you know uh, showed condolences. But she didn't mention synagogue, so now automatically. But then at the same time, like, because she's also a public figure who, you know, also, like, is supposed to partake in, like, you know, while tragedy is going on in the sports entertainment of, you know, uh, of the discourse. Like, her purposely not mentioning synagogue gives fucking fuel to bad faith actors who are going to paint her position as being anti-Semitic. The thing is, with public figures and politicians... Since, like, since to me they're all fucking agents, even some of them that are, like, you know, for pro-Palestine, it doesn't mean that they're going to be, not like, it doesn't mean they're not going to be completely compromised. That doesn't mean that the entire movement that wants fucking the ceasefire to happen and wants the occupation to end and doesn't want any more fucking, you know, bombings going on where, or any more oppression in general. Because if you, if you look at what Palestinians are going through and you're justifying it, you're a fucking animal to me. Just like how you will tell me that I'm an animal because seemingly I... I mean, you'll try to... And trust me, you almost succeeded. In the 2010s, me being distraught about the mainstream media lying, yeah, I could have been swayed to go into fundamentalist fucking beliefs by just generalizing and saying, yeah, all of Israel is guilty of what's going on with Palestinians and have that kind of reactionary mindset because of the uh, overall oppression going on where you feel fucking like you're angry because no one gives a shit about you. And that's probably why a lot of Muslims are willing to take, like, that's probably why a lot of Muslims now are willing to take any type of support Palestine message because for so long, uh, we've been fucking hated for so fucking long. We've always been the enemy. Even if, like, the, even if people in the public space defended Muslims, it would always be in a half-assed, backhanded kind of fucking way. You know what I mean, and you and you and you and you and you feel fucking like you know rejected by like by overall society, with like the people who are powerful in it. Like you know what I mean, like like we're not fucking human enough. So yeah, we we felt like that for so fucking long. Even if I'm not a practicing fucking Muslim, like it doesn't matter to these people if I'm practicing or not practicing. I'm a Muslim guy. What's it called? They're gonna fucking already put me in a category. So because for so fucking long we haven't, like, got any fucking support, 9-11 especially killed our fucking spirits, essentially, showing how much fucking people were, um, you know, gleefully, like, you know, uh, allowed to be fucking openly racist and advocate for bombing more fucking people in, in the countries that didn't have anything to do with 9-11 in, in, in general. 
you know. You know, I don't know. So, so, so like, so we'll take, you know, as a community, people supporting, right? And there's good people that are actually fucking supporting. But at the same time, do you think that I'm going to trust Dave Chappelle in this current moment? I know he's a Muslim and it's a good sentiment to have to, you know, but like, is Chappelle going to be shocked? About fucking, you know, the people not being with, uh, um, being with his, uh, you know, um, um, him not condemn, him not, him not condoning what Israel's doing. But if, if Chappelle really fucking cared, he wouldn't be aligning with the billionaires that helped fund a lot of the right wing fundamentalism shit or helped perpetuate it like Joe Rogan and all that shit. I'm supposed to, you know, like automatically trust Chappelle now. The thing is with these celebrities, I don't, I don't fucking, I, I, I don't, I, their, their world is going to a more fundamentalist world. And, you know what I mean, and, and they have more power to manufacture consent. So when the people who make the laws that are, are, are justify the laws that are going on, and people are making this fucking mistake, and we're, and we're falling, you know, into, um, you know, we're, we're falling into early 2000s anti-Islam shit, and we're falling into 2010s anti-anti-Semitic shit with some of the fucking people that are just generalizing um, people in Israel and stuff like that. And I don't think that shit's helpful at all. Like, you can still be mad and want justice for the ones, for the Palestinians that are fucking defending themselves. But when you, like, celebrate what, like, certain things that Hamas fucking does... Or try to fucking be a PR person for Hamas because they didn't hurt the hostages. And, and and it doesn't help the cause that a lot of bad faith actors, like who are, you know, who who, who are like discredited in other areas, are also, you know, um like like you know, putting more shame in a generalized way to people who they deem on the left to be celebrating what Hamas is fucking doing. Because the big, because the bigger story should be focused on. Well, I mean, like they'll call it a retaliation, but they've been doing shit for so fucking long, to Palestinians that it's just more continued genocide, while using this attack that was horrendous on Israeli citizens as an excuse to why to do it. And the, you know, and some of these and hostages' families don't want their fucking name being put on war. It's just like how the nine eleven victims didn't want a war being waged on people um, to to weaponize. And 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 the U.S. did that uh, completely. In 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 fact, they're repeating the axis of evil fucking speech to make it a complete reboot. And with the cold, here's the thing about the axis of evil, like, because again, whenever these guys get war hawkish with other countries, it's going to be the civilians that are going to be the one that fucking pays. But like a lot of these fundamentalist governments are not going to be on like, you know, like, you know, like, like, like the Chinese government, the Russian government, 
North Korea, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, all these fundamentalist governments are going to be aligned with fundamentalists from fucking the U.S., Israel. We, we, we buy into the country versus country aesthetic. But when Netanyahu put that fucking axis of evil of those countries, I think it was Iran, China, and, and he put Hamas, or did he put fucking, I don't know, he put, I don't know, he put something in there. But basically, it's like a forced reboot, like, to basically make it look super fucking obvious. But that doesn't mean I have to support other fucking government uh, regimes. Like, I'm allowed to fucking call out what fucking the Chinese government is doing to people and what oppressive things they're fucking doing. That doesn't mean I want a war with fucking China. I know a lot of fucking neocons, they just want fucking war non-fucking-stop. The funny thing is, the people that, the, like, like the uh, leaders that they say they oppose, they're probably on the same level with them, because they know, ultimately, who's going to pay for it. It's going to be the citizens, who are going to be lured into some sort of fundamentalism from, from the fucking results of all this shit. Like, Russia, like... People will always put, oh, look, look, Russia condemned uh, Israel, so that means that they're actually good. But it's like, okay, but then I can point out that Russia, um, you know, um, you know, Russia condemning war crimes is on par for me as the U.S. Uh, condemning war crimes. Just because the message is good doesn't mean that they're not guilty of, uh, they aren't guilty of it do, doing it themselves or something, you know. Let me see some of the fucking clips that I had fucking saved up here. Hold on. Hold on. By the way, celebrity... The celebrities that, um, you know, signed... Uh, like, here's the thing, when it comes, I, I know we're supposed to now support the ones that, uh, uh, that support the ceasefire. And then there's ones that are the obvious Zionist supporters who are making it seem like they just stand with, like, the, uh, the, the but I feel like both are gimmicked. I feel like in, in the showbiz world, some of the celebrities that are, you know, normally they avoid this, but for some reason now they're speaking out, and it's not because of the goodness of their fucking heart, it's because some of them, like, you know, are going to be aligned with fucking the fundamentalism that, you know, like, for example, like, you know, using Palestinian plight and then using it for your anti-Semitic fucking cause, some of these, uh, you know, public figures and all that uh, who are uh, lashed on to fundamentalist groups and shit, in my personal opinion, you know, to basically, you know, justify what has to happen to Israeli citizens. And then you'll have, like, the obvious ones, like, you know, uh, like the soup, like you know, to, to make it seem like you know, because everyone thinks Hollywood's liberal, so you got to make it seem like all these supposed liberals are are signing in. You don't even know who was forced to sign what and all that kind of shit. But here's um, um, you know, okay, so here are the people that are um, 
I'm not saying, by the way, I'm not saying all the people on here who are calling for a ceasefire. And just like maybe not every single person who wants a hostage released are all equally, equally fucking bad. Some of them could be fucking, you know, like, you know, genuine about that. But for the most, I think for the most part, you'll see people who are going to be aligned with more of the fucking far right wing elements of it. So these are the people that are, uh, you know, for the ceasefire. Michelle Wolf, Mo Omar, Oscar Isaac, Quinta Brunson, Rami Youssef, Riz Ahmed, Rooney Mara, Rosario Dawson, Ryan Coogler, Sandra O, oh, Sebastian Silva, Shalene Woodley, Shaka King, Susan Sarandon, Vic Mensa, Wallace Shawn, Wanda Sykes, Yara Shahidi, Olivia Lind, Farah Bam, is it Baiso? I don't know. Fatima Farin Mirza, Hassan Minaj, Hen Savory, uh, Ilana Glazer, India Moore, James Seamus, Jeremy Strong, Jessica Chastain, Walking Phoenix, John Stewart, Christian Stewart, Macklemore, Masha Ali, Margot Cho, Mark Ruffalo, May Kalamawi, uh, Michael Malarkey, Michael Stipe, Elias Scott Alisa Milano, Amanda Seals, Amber Tamlin, America, America Ferrara, Andrew Garfield, Anushka Shakur, Aria Malia Lobardi, Io, um, Debery, Basim Tariq, Basim Youssef, Kate Blanchett, Channing Tatum, Shereen Debis, Darius Martyr, David Cross, Dominic Fishback, Dominic Thorne, Dua Lipa. And then here's, uh, you know, the ones that fucking are... Uh, this is a longer list. This one has a lot. No hostage left behind, which is like symbolism of like, you know, basically the super pro-Israel side. So Cindy Berger, Claire Coffey, Craig Silverstein, Don Aloney, Dan um, Rosenwig, Dana Goldberg, Dana Klein, Danny Strong, Danny Palladino, Daniel Bernstein, Danny Cohen, Daphne Kasner... David um, Bernad, uh, David Batty, Debil, uh, David Edison, David Gilmore, Polly Sampson, David Goodman, David Joseph, David Cohen, Stacy Snyder, Stephen Fry, Steve Steve Agee, Steve Rifkin, Suna Susanna Fellman, Susie Aaron's Todd Lieberman, Todd Wa- Mashowitz, Todd Waldman, Todd Feston. Tom Werner, Tom Tomer Capone, Tracy N. Oberman, Trudy Styler, Tyler James William, Vanessa Bayer, Veronica Glazer, Veronica Smiley, Whitney, uh, Whitney Wolfhard, Will Graham, Yamanika Saunders, Yarif, uh, Michelle, Michelle, I guess some people I don't even fucking know. Let me see, Antonio Campos. Let me go to people that I find. Okay, Andrew Singer. Okay, so some of the people that some people I don't even. You know, I'll just do it. Antonio Campos, and Anthony Russo, Alexandra Shiva, Andrew Singer, Allison Statter, Alona Tal, the tire Tal, Ali Ali Wentworth, Ari um, Dayen, Ari Greenberg, Arik Neller, Ashley Livingston, Asif Satu, Barbara Hershey. Um, Barry um, Rosenstein, Bo, Bo, Bo Flynn, Ben Turner, 
Ben Winston, Ben Younger, Blair, Blair Cohen, Bobby Kotick, Brad Slater, Bradley Fisher, Bruna Pamagia, Cameron Curtis, Casey Neistat, Cassie David, Charles Rover. Some of these people sound familiar, but I don't even know who some of these people are. Chris Fisher, Christian Carino, Cindy Berger. City uh, Burger Green, I think I don't know. Rich Statter, um, Richard Kind, of course. I, I, I that guy would seem shady to me. Rick Hoffman, Rick Rosen, Robert Newman, Rob Reiner, Rob Reiner, Rob Reiner, Roger Berna, um, Berna, Roger Bernabaum, Roger Green, Rosie O'Donnell, Ryan Feldman, Sam Tremel, Sarah Baker, Sarah Bremer. Sarah Treem, Scott Tenley, Seth Oster, Scott Braun, Scott uh, Neustadter, Shannon Watts, Sherry Redstone, Sharon Jackson, Shauna Sean, uh, Perlman, Sean Levy, Sheila Nevins, Simon Seabag. I'm on a four. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's like two names here. Simon Tick, Tick, Tickman. Skylar, Skylar Aston, Stacy Snyder. Here's a Christian Chenoweth, Leah Michelle, Mark Foster, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, Matthew Weiner, Michael Rappenport, Molly Shannon, Noah Schnapp, Patty Lapu, Patty Lapu, Patty Lapone. Regina Spector, Sarah Foster, Sarah Cooper, Scott Braun, Seth Myers, Sharon Stone, Zack Snyder. Oh, the 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 guy that everyone tried to, you know. Again, what the call like? I love the Snyder Cut movie. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna shun the fucking movie. Like you know what I mean? Like you know. But I always said that that was like manufactured. But I guess a lot of the Snyder Cut fucking people who are pretending to be leftists won't fucking say shit about this though. Zoe Duchanel, Zoya Mamet, Zoe Sodana, Alex Alja, Aaron Bay Shuck, Amy Kojic, um, Aaron, uh, is it Colt? Is it Colite? I don't know. Adam Goodman, Alan Grubman, Adam Levine, Alan Loeb, Amy Pascal, Angela Robinson. Michael Ellenberg, Michael Aloni, Michael Green, Michael Rapinoe, Michael Weber, Michael Metavoy, Mimi Leader, Letter Leader, I don't know, Modi Vivisic, I don't know, that's his last name, Nancy Josephine, Natasha Leggero, Neil Blair, Neil Drunkerman, Nicole Avanti, Nina Jacobson, Nora Curry, Noah Oppenheim, Norena Hertz, Odia Rush, Oren Zegman, um, Pasha Koz, Kozlev, Paul Haas, Paul, is it P-F-U, is it, is it, I guess a P silent, I, don't, I fucking don't know, Peter uh, Trugati, Rachel Riley, Rafi Mamor, Ram Bergman, Raphael Margulies, Rebecca Angelo, Rebecca Mall.
you know. The other ones that the, the Amy Schumer, Sasha Baron Cohen, Chris Rock, Gwyneth Paltrow, Katy Perry, Bradley Cooper, Justin Timberlake. So isn't Bradley Cooper married to a, a one that's pro-Palestinian? Justin Timberlake, uh, you know. Oh, there's more. Shit. This fucking there's more that I, that I see here. Hold on a second. Uh, Isla Fisher, Jack Black, James Brolin. They they got more people on their side. Jason Sudeikis, fuck him. Jeff Goldblum, Jerry Seinfeld, Jesse Plemons. Jesus. Jessica Biel, just Jessica Seinfeld, Joey Joey King, um, John Slattery, John Hamm, Jordan Peele, jeez, jo Josh Brolin, Judd Apatow, Judge Judy Schneiden, Julia Garner, Julia Margolis, I, I said that Julia Margolis, Julia Rudd, uh, Justin Thoreau, Justin Timberlake, right, Carly Kloss, Katy Perry, Kirsten Dunst, Lena Del Rey, Lena Darm, Liev Schreiber, Madonna. Martin Short. Fuck, man. Harold Brown, Hanisha Conrad, Howard Gordon, Ian Morris, Imran Ahmed. Fuck you, man. Inbar Lavi, Jackie Sandler, Jack, uh, Jack, Jake Graff, Jake Kasdan, Jamie Ray Newman, Jerry um, Varsano, Jason Fuchs, Jason Biggs and Jenny Mullen Biggs. Uh, the pie fucker, huh? Um, Jason Siegel. Oh, come on, dude. Jason Siegel. I fucking like you, dude. JD Lifshitz. Yeah, well. He can JD lick shits. I don't know. I'm joking. Uh, Jeff Rake. Jen Joel. Jeremy Piven. Uh, Jesse Itzler. Jesse Siskold. Jill Littman, Judy Gershon, Jody Gershon, Joe Hip, Joe Quinn, Joe Russo, Joe Trippett, John F Joel Fields, John, oh Joe Bur John Burtonell, of course. This is like an end, man. Michelle Williams, Mila Kunis, Nicole Peltz, Noah Tishby, I love a while, Orlando Bloom. Paul and Julie Rudd, Richard Jenkins, Rita Ora, Ross Duffer, Shasha Baron Cohen, Sam Livingston, Sarah Paulson, Sean Combs, uh, yeah, Shira Haas, Sting, Trudy Schuyler, uh, Taika Watiti, Thomas um, Kale, Tiffany Haddish, Tyler Perry, Will Ferrell, Andy Cohen, Alex Elderman, Amy Sherman, um, Palladino, Aubrey Plaza, oh, fuck. Barry Livingston, Bill, Billy Crystal, I'll fuck him too. Brad Fulchek, John Glitman, John Lieberman, John Bruch, John, Jonathan Groff, Jonathan Tropper, Jonathan Mark Sherman, Jonathan Steinberg, Jonathan Tisch, uh, J J Josh Goldstein, Josh Greenstein, Josh uh, Grode, Julia Lester, Julie, uh, you know, I, I can't go through all this. Kelly Lynch, Kevin Zane, Kevin... Uh, Kevin Kane, 
Leslie, oh yeah. Paul Wright, I guess, you know. Henry, Kelsey Handler. Oh, man. I can't go through all this list, man. Eric Andre. Bella Thorne, Adam Sandler, Amy Schumer, Aaron Sorkin, of course. So all these people, you know, who are going... And, and then and there's a whole discourse thing about, like, how now there's, like... You're finding out about solidarity. Like, I mean, th there's always these solidarity letters where I guess you can't criticize people that you would have criticized. But I can't keep up with who is fucking doing what, you know? I don't know. There's just too much names in here. David Allen Greer, Courtney Cox, of course. Yeah, so I don't know. By the way, here's a... a, a, a People who always ask, why doesn't Palestine ever rise up to Hamas, right? Or anything that goes, or do nothing. So this guy had a thread about the nonviolent shit. So I'll play. You just read it, but oh my god, he's read enough already. Let me go over right here. Hold on. Hit the, hit the thread of different times in late 1987 1988. Palestinian Gaza rose up in a series of non violent damage and strikes and boycotts and protests that killed zero Israelis. They were unarmed. In response, Israeli killed 242 Palestinians in Gaza. And then he has sources for this. His name is Zachary, Zachary Foster. 2005, Palestinian organized nonviolent and movement boycott and uh, devicement sanctions BDS. In response, Israel said the movement, uh, true goal to destroy Israel, called BDS supporters anti Semitic, punished the founder with threat and displacement. In 2008-2009, residents of uh, Neal and West, West Bank protested nonviolently every week against the expansion of separation barrier that was confiscating their land. In response, Israel killed uh, Ahmed Musa on 29 July 28th. Israel killed Yusuf Akhel Sur on June 5th, 2009. In 2003, unarmed Palestinians uh, in um, Berlin uh, Organized weekly protests against separation barrier that was confiscating their land. In 2009, the Israeli killed Basim Abu Rama with a shot in the chest. In 2010, killed J Jawar Abu Rama 
who died in tear gas uh, um, annihilation. Be- um, in in 2018, tens of thousands marched to the fence unarmed, demanding the right to return. Israel killed 223 Palestinians, and Israel snipers left 6,106 6, Palestinians without life-changing wounds. Not a sing- single Israeli experienced major physical harm. So, so, so I'm glad somebody's naming these things, because whenever anyone says, oh, why did they do anything violently? Look at the fucking results of people doing shit non-violently. And I'm talking about the innocent fucking Palestinians that are doing it. Um, you know, with the cold, you know, and then you're, you're going to quit whatever Hamas does with them to justify why you got to do what they got to do. And then you'll have bad faith actors who are like, you know, hyping up fucking Putin and hyping up other fucking um, oppressive regimes that are pretending they fucking give a shit about Palestinian plight. So they can fucking socially climb up. And a lot of people... Trust me, when, when Jake is going this hard for, pro Pal, for, for the pro-Palestinian narrative... And I appreciate the fucking message. Because I don't disagree with the fucking message. But I do fucking th- think that what they're called... You know, TYT especially. Especially with the way Anna Kasparian is like, you know... Uh, where Anna Kasparian is fucking, you know, uh, giving props to... Uh, um, getting props to Trump for his anti for, for his tactics, even though I morally don't. Even though you'd say you'd go, he like we know what your morals are. You say that even if he wasn't running for president, you'd go support his comedy career. Whether there isn't edgier insult comics that you could go support who haven't done as much as what Trump done horrible wise, like ho- horrible shit wise. You know what I mean? Like you, there's so much other people you could do that to. The fact that like it's such a two thousands. Uh, 2015 fucking, like, you know, it'd be what Opie and Anthony comics would be saying, hey, well, this guy's the best insult comedy ever. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, we, we, we haven't seen this before, blah, blah, blah. But now we've seen it. We've seen what his aspirations, what his followers' aspirations are. And you're going to fucking pretend like he isn't fucking dangerous? And you're giving him fucking, like, what, why would you, get, like, oh, we rather be fair. What, why gotta be fair to fucking fascist aspirations? I don't. I don't understand that. Like even Anna. Well, see, I had to reflect about the call. No, no. What, what the Kyle Rittenhouse thing was? It was another designed fucking way to make another fucking uh, a right wing super fucking hero. That what the call was purposely gonna go. That the, the result was gonna be that someone was gonna fucking die. But he had to fucking instigate it. With the intention of what he was going to do. So on a technical fucking aspect of it. Yes, that was self-fucking defense. On the technical aspect of it. But you're not talking about how this was funded for that fucking purpose. So now all of you that go, oh, I had to revisit the Carl Rittenhouse case to to really know and understand. No, 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 no. You did that so you can appease your right-wing fucking followers. Trump is like using the... like, like. The thing that was making it scary, I, 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 everyone's using uh, the, the president is Joe Biden right now, but it doesn't matter who the world champion is, when the fucking anti-establishment guy is still allowed to do whatever he's doing, that normally means he's sticking around because they're going to find a way to put him back. While, pre- while pretending that you're taking advantage of all the shitty things happening under Biden, so that you can fucking get your anti-hero fucking back, so that you can fucking, what, have competen- competency tests? For their new, oh, no one that likes our religion, no one that hates our religion is going to be allowed in this country. I don't know why anyone, but it's like, you're going to bomb the shit out of these people in those countries, so they have nowhere else to fucking go. 
And then at the same time, you're admitting that you're going to put them through a new fucking religion. That's why I say be, be careful what happens with some of the people on the left. That, like, if it's revealed that Trump, like, you know, like, th- like this attack on Israel happened um, technically because of a secret Trump let out or some document that somebody fucking saw, what they're called, it's going to be a way for a lot of these post-left people to basically pretend that fucking uh, Trump did more to free Palestine than fucking the previous presidents. I can already see where it's fucking going. You know, I you know, I it, it is what it is, man. I don't know. Like for example, like you know, like for for example, this journal editor who got fired for like a really tame thing by retweeting an Onion article. Like when that gets promotion, I'm not saying that the, the, the cancellation didn't happen, but I feel like when it happens with people in the media or the public fucking figure world, it's normally to um to fucking you know uh, get a new fucking gig, but they need to find they use the 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 horrible shit that's happening in the midst of all this to get fucking support. And I think that's fucking trashy. This is how a lot of people. This is how um, the marketing fucking starts with that shit. And then, and then, and then, Brett Gelman is like, you know, uh, like, like he's doing obvious fucking, like, it's like these comedians are doing obvious shit right here. Like he, he's do, he's doing an obvious. I think he's doing an obvious fucking bit while showing his loyalty to the pro-Israel side for people, you know, for the colonizers thing. Hold on. How come things are not fucking playing? Certain things on, 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 it's not it's not playing any, it's, it's not playing in the uh For some reason, it's just not loading. Hold on one second. It goes, for some reason, it's not loading on, on my iPad, so I gotta fucking do it on my laptop. But here's Brett Gelman. Hey, fake woke Americans. Guess who actually lives on stolen land? You do. Guess who actually lives on stolen land? You do. You do. You do. Me, Jew, you do. Me, Jew, you do. You live on stolen land. See, this is like like one of the more obvious baits, like, you know what I mean? Where, like, it's so hacky. 
where, like, he's supposed to look like... Like, he knows what he's fucking doing, but he's, it's obviously... This is what I'm talking about. All these comedians and celebrities, they're using this for, like, like you know, for their engagement because they get paid for their engagement. Whether it's, like, actual real money or digital currency or some shit. But what they call the... What's his name, um... What they call Lee Lee Fong is you I I can't because again I, I he used to be a decent fucking uh, uh, dude who who had like some fucking you know semblance of sanity in like the world of journalism that like has fucking like you know uh, just gone to complete and utter shit. But ever since the ever since the Black Lives Matter protest. Like, he, because he, like, misrepresented how, uh, how it was, but, well, he's one of those guys that made it seem like by documenting, like, like, documenting, like, w- like, what, like, what was seen on fucking camera, right? E- e- even though, even though a good majority, like, you know what I mean, like, you're, you're, you're um, you know, amplifying it, you're, a- you're amplifying it to, like, discredit the entire movement by showing, like, the, like, the, um, by focusing on the overly fucking violent shit, that I feel was, that I feel was or, that that I feel was orchestrated anyway, but they never tell you about the orchestration. You know what I mean? They'll make it seem like oh, Black Lives Matter, but it's like conservative groups could also fucking use, like they can use different um, different fundamentalists from different groups to go and make the movement look fucking like you know completely unhinged and and, and completely like threat. like I'm not saying anyone that fucking was like self defending like, self defending themselves or was just uh, upset and and they got like you know cuz again what happens is they, they they have bad faith actors who will then organize regular people to follow the lead because that's how you organize fucking stuff to go down really you know what I mean cuz a lot of a lot of a lot of the online accounts that were pro like the rioting like the like you know like like just generalizing it all, have also now become more like apologists for the right wing, so like part of me wonders if like they are for it because they were like 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 you know like they're in bed with some of the people that were already doing it for the purpose of making it look like it's getting so fucking out of control and shit that like like th- th- it switched people's opinions to become more fucking racist because like they couldn't take what was happening even though like the the, the I I want to say every like you know burning b- burning buildings on fire and shit like or like you know like you know like 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 you know like you know regular fucking you know uh you know stores and all that kind of shit but to me, I also feel like that's like organized to happen. But like you know, when it comes to like you know, like like corporate co- corporations, like I I feel I feel less I feel and that's why and, and that's why and the thing is it, it was like to me these incidences were like designed to fucking go down, and that's why they had they had the excuse of this stuff being closed down because stuff was gonna fucking happen. It's like people in the elite knew this was gonna fucking happen. But there was like a there's a lot that I feel there was an agent provocateurs that were fucking organizing a lot of the fucking bad faith stuff to happen too. While like normal, while regular people who are already fucking mad and sick of the fucking injustice, just fucking you know g- g- you know just got in because like that's what happened in the protest. But there's also like a lot of peaceful protesters there. It was like they designed it to be that way.
you know, I, I just feel like because the, the way the right wing uses it as like as a way to like compare to their shit. But uh, Lee, but Lee Fang is like, um, so he gets to use his um, criticism of like right wingers being pro Israel in in an anti woke way. He goes, he goes, I don't. He goes, he doesn't really get why some of the anti woke crowd is so uncritically pro Israel. Israel is, like, is exactly what you get when you combine an identitarian movement based on real life historical grievance with tanks and nukes. So he's basically in in, in saying that like. If you gave this much power to, like, you know, Black Lives Matter, then they would do the exact same fucking thing that Israel's doing. He has to turn it into an... The guy who just signed a solidarity letter with Barry Weiss. But I mean, but he just say again. These guys are all becoming just stupid fucking people, man. Here, here's Jimmy. Here's Jimmy Dore's solution to what pal, what the Palestinian protesters should do. Let me see. I, I, I forgot. I, I can't play it on my iPad. Let me see. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, uh, but if again, if history is any guide, these protests won't do anything. I hope they do. Um, it, it, it's always funny whenever there's like a a, a, a pro Palestinian like actual actual plight. He has to turn, he has to like pretend like um, that he's not gonna fucking work. I, so a, a real leftist this guy fucking is really. He he couldn't even fucking he he couldn't even string together two fucking words to what they're gonna talk about it because he's such a fucking shitty coward that was normalized by a lot of other shitty fucking people that claim they're fucking left to have this fucking shithead dominate the fucking space. Now all of a sudden this guy has nothing to fucking say, but now he has something to say when it comes to oh let's talk about the Canadian truckers again. It, it's not until you figure out a way to shut down capitalism like the truckers did in, in um, yeah, the, Canada, that, eh? That was funded. Uh, that's does, what does, he do same, attention. does he Does he do the same shitty joke whenever he mentions Canada? Like, it, like, like he's supposed to be a, he's supposed to be a comedian, but he never says anything fucking funny at all whatsoever. Maybe that's why he's given up on it. They've just, you know, this, this idea that protests make you know they used they maybe used to do things protests like that but again from the iraq war to now those to to, to occupy wall street to, it does it nothing unless in, unless you're like the truckers in canada and you figure out how to screw up their capitalism that's a big deal also that will not work in germany actually the the the, the um protesting the trucker thing in canada actually um, helped capitalism because there was actual other truckers that had, like, actual, you know, um, legit grievances. And that fucking trucker shit took, um, uh, took uh, a hold 
like it, it took like focus away from that. And guys like Jimmy Dore could have actually educa- educated people on like the actual fucking like the working class element of the uh, of um the people that were actually fucking you know uh like you know doing it for the right fucking reasons and shit while he's fucking um um uh, boasting up uh, a, a a fake uh he's boosting up a fake fucking you know uh a, um compromise fucking movement that was probably funded by fucking uh people in the fucking US which is why people in the US started giving a shit if they if they if they already had that fucking fake trans woman who's a school teacher as one of their fucking fake fucking stories, if they if they if they if they had um uh, if they had like that already, you don't think they would do that for a real fucking pro, uh, for for a fucking you know right wing fucking protest under the guise of fucking freedom. Jimmy Dore's a fucking cunt. And this is what T- this is what T- TYT's legacy is. This is like the type of people that they've created. They don't gotta apologize for that because they pretend that they hate this guy, but they're actually in bed with this fucking guy. Because TYT has always been ab- ab- about it, and 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 again, I I regret even fucking like I I I thank some people in the alt media for you know being like you know having nuanced conversation about shit that you wouldn't find on mainstream media because the mainstream media is so fucking shit but there's no excuse for the fucking shift that a lot of you in the alt media have fucking made and instead of actually focusing on that you'll probably get mad at me and organize some fucking mental torment where you'll align with my fucking trolls to put me through more mental fucking torments and you push me over the fucking edge That's what I don't fucking like, man. You know. And then someone like Jake Shields from MMA, because 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 they're all fucking you know like super fundamentalists over there. They're creating a new fundamentalism there. But like he is basically shitting on Christians for being more with the Zionists than they are with the actual Christians. So like you see, they like guys like him that should be fucking condemned. Andrew Tate, all these fucking guys. Like what? What? If if, if you're like somebody in the in the space, I'm talking about the people. I'm talking about the people who are actually going through shit because I'm sure innocent Palestinians don't give a fuck what fucking like Andrew Tate is tweeting out. They're trying to avoid being killed. But the people that are dominating the fucking space and gatekeeping the the conversation, I don't understand why you would want to muddy the fucking waters and not call out these fucking right-wing fucking people that clearly don't have any pro-Palestinian sentiment. They're just doing it for fucking pro-Christian, far-right Christian fucking shit. Even with the Chappelle shit, even, even uh, another case of Lee Fang going in, uh, Lee Fong, whatever his name is, going in the direction of fucking anti-woke, he had to equate the people that are getting upset about the, um, uh, you know, the anti-anti-anti-fucking-Israel-Israel um, anti uh, state side, people who are getting mad about that, he equates that with the other people that are getting mad at Chappelle for other reasons. 
You know, like, you know, him fucking, you know, sh- shaming homelessness, uh, you know, uh, like, you know, like, you know, uh, shitting on fucking people that are, you know, who are tenants. And, all, you know, every, every celebrity has to make that fucking jump where they become a heel, where they got to, like, be a pro-landlord type of pro- fucking person. Or, you know, or, or annoying, annoying trans people, I guess, is like, you know, I guess trans people are the most annoying people on the planet because there's, like, sensationalist accounts online that might be, like, you know, reactionary. Like, I'm not talking about, like, good faith fucking people from the community. But, like, you know, every, every, every community, like, online will have those, like, unhinged sports entertainers that are gonna, like, you know, like, like they just want to socially climb up. But that doesn't mean that there's a. Doesn't mean it represents the majority of people in those communities. You you have Nikki Haley taking credit, but again, like when these people were signing the anti anti BDS laws, they knew what world we're going in. That's why they signed these in because they knew we're gonna get us to a situation where this stuff is gonna fucking really really take fucking you know t- takes um center stage essentially. I I haven't really listened to Howard Stern, but I go on the subreddit to see what like the current shit is going on. Apparently, one of the things that he's doing now to like because again, this is what like some of the neoliberals are doing. So that with the call, so that if if you called Howard at Howard Stern out for being pro Israel, then that means that you can't support what Ukrainian people are going through because Howard is now a pro Ukraine guy. When I don't believe he is, I believe he's pro Israel and he's you know. He doesn't give a fuck about the Ukrainians. You know what I mean. He 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 knows people are gonna be calling him out. Some people will call him out for being pro-Ukrainian, but be and they'll give him props for being pro-Israel. And some people will fucking you know be like, okay, he, it's good that he's you know um you know with Ukrainian people, but you know he's being pro-Israel when he's notoriously. He has birthed the style of anti-Islam, anti-Islam, um, in into the into the fucking in, into the culture essentially. He's helped fucking normalize that. Everyone that's doing it now is eating off his old work. By the way, what's it called? Um, you know, um, like with the health speaker, like, like it's it's all filler until it gets to fucking complete understand. I can't even keep up with who the new candidates are, but it's like, like the the one guy that's gonna be, um, you know, uh, like you know, uh, someone that's being like you know considered for it is like this guy Tom Emmer, and then you know what I mean? So because our world is such a comedy show now. That like oh you go Tom Emmer I don't remember that guy it's, it's like a, you know, it's like Seinfeld and then you when you see the guy you have a flashback of what his previous discourse was so his previous discourse to make it comedy basically you go I don't know who Tommy Emmer is well then he has a flash has a Family Guy flashback where he basically you know uh, fucked up in his Zoom call where he's upside down basically.
worth, obviously. Today's gig economy sprung out from the uh, last recession. It offers a job to anyone who wants one. During COVID-19, we must make sure that our nation's sole proprietors and the smallest of small businesses receive timely Will the gentleman suspend? I'm sorry, Mr. Emmer? Yes. Are you okay? I am. <laughs> uh, You're um, upside down, Tom. I don't know how to fix that. Fix it, turn right and get it right. Uh, I think it's all right. obviously. Today's gig. Hold on, I'll just continue on for 20 seconds. Okay. I am. Uh, You're um, upside down, Tom. I, I don't know how to fix that. Fix it, turn right side up and get it right side up. What's that? Yeah, Madam Chair, is this, a, is this a metaphor? I don't know, but it's upside down. I, I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> it's a good dog. Maybe you can stand on your head as well. Okay, the appreciate the police is not a cat. What's that? Uh, you're going viral, Tom. This is the cat. not a cat. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know what happened. It just came out this way. I turned it off and turned it back on, and I'm still. I, I, okay. I, I, I think I covered this on the podcast. Hey. Okay. Hey. Hey. Right. Madam Chair, how's that? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, that's better. Thank you. Thank you. This is like sitcom shit. Of like you know them bringing back shit into the fold essentially. Then there's a guy named Gary Palmer who says God gave him permission to break his campaign promise, and run for a sixth term in office. The, the congressman contended he planned on abiding by his pledge until early March when he prayed to God for clarity on the decision. So you got this guy. I, I can't keep up with all these fucking guys, but they all seem like fucking nuts. The one guy that's that this one's the one that the the Freedom Caucus people fucking like, Mike Johnson. Apparently, when I when I heard Mike Johnson was, I thought it was like the guy from PW Insider. I mean, at this point, he'd probably be a better House Speaker if you tell you the truth. You know what I mean? The FBI made the social media platforms pull that information off the internet if it came from conservatives. The FBI made the social media platforms pull that information off the internet if it came from conservative sources. They they did this under the guise that it was disinformation. Can you can you define what disinformation is? What I can tell you is that our focus is not on dis. So he so this is when he was grilling um, uh, Chris Ray. So automatically because Chris Ray is an enemy to people on the I, I don't I really don't think some of these people are really enemies. Like you know people say they hate Taylor Swift. But because NFL is more right wing, like e- e- even if you align with the NFL and you're like pretending to be a liberal, like you might like co-sign some liberal fucking causes, right? But like you know, I I feel like Taylor Swift is like designed so people can just like you know what I mean because because people think that the right wing are fucking stupid. Like I I, mean, I know there's dumbed down people that fall into that shit, but a lot of their shit is calculated because they can make people support people based off who they fucking hate. But you don't think that they are, are that smart. You just would rather go, well, I'm going to fucking support Taylor Swift and Dylan, uh, Dylan Mulvaney 
because the right wing hates them. But you don't know if these people who are celebrities are fucking shady themselves and what they're tied into. Not because of their gender or their identity. But because the, the, they're in a fundamentalist fucking, in a fundamentalist world. And I feel like we're using fucking, you know. But the, but the same, so the same, so, so basically, I don't believe that they fucking hate Chris Ray. If he is corrupt, he's probably like one of these undercover right-wing fucking guys. This information, broadly speaking, well, wait a minute. Yes, it is. Wait a minute. You're, Can I you're, answer the question? You can in a minute. Your star witness said in the litigation, Elvis Chan, who's in charge of this, said they do it on the basis of dip, disinformation. We need, a, we need a definition of what that is. Our focus is on malign foreign disinformation, that is, foreign hostile actors who engage in covert efforts to Mr. abuse Mr. our social media platforms, which is something that is not seriously in dispute. I have to stop you for time. That's not accurate. You need to read this court opinion because you're in charge of enforcing it. The court has found... So the, 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 that's the, you know... So those are some of the guys that are, you know, kind of going for the fucking seat, I guess. I don't know. I don't know who's going to fucking end up fucking getting it, you know. Trying to flip, trying to, um, you know. You, you, you just can't keep up with it, you know. It's, it's even like, uh, like John Oliver, like whenever John Oliver covers something, like someone like, like for, for Bob Menendez. Again, I'm not saying you shouldn't cover, like, you know. It, it just feels like now the common trope is people who are in the system that fucking scammed, it feels like their fucking scams then become money makers in the discourse because they give you so much coverage of it and it becomes more of a sports entertainment thing. Like they aren't going to face the consequences that regular fucking people will. They might get like a slap on the wrist like, oh, they might lose their fucking job. Second, let me uh, look at. Let me see what the, the Discord because because Bob, I mean, her, his wife is actually pretty fucking hot. I'm not gonna lie. So he, so, 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 like, so, so now they're making his wife a fucking, you know, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, she, she was being questioned because she hit a pedestrian. I, I, I totally forgot about that part. Oh, sure, she killed the fucking guy. You know, I was wrong. She, she isn't that fucking high. I, 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 th yeah, I thought she was for a second. I don't know. I mean, I thought... I see, I see, I see blonde hair and big tits. I'm like, oh, she's pretty fucking hot. Uh, 
I mean, not, nothing that matters. She's a, uh, see, again, like, you know, so, so now you're finding out about this shit. That, like, they can, you know, get... It's, it's just basically mask off, essentially. Like, you know, like, like, the, like nothing severe is really going to happen to them. You're finding out about this when the world's almost fucking ending, essentially. I, 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 can t- I can tell that some of the shit that I'm saying is pissing off my fucking trolls as well. Because, like, you know, they'll fucking do shit, like, you know, to report my fucking, you know, to report shit. And, and then they'll also, that whenever I'm mentioned on the Stern Show subreddit, like, those things aren't, like, you know, like, like it's not just some brand thing. Like, they'll constantly put people that are supposed to be in the discourse in the discourse. But because those people are so fucking boring, they have to always try to fucking, you know, hint that, you know, they're, they're going to do shit to me. So, like, there's, like, a... Let me see the message completely. Let me see. Um, so, 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 the person right here, um, skunk underscore buddy, apparently, you know. Uh, so, he he's going to pretend like he hasn't heard about me or whatever, but he'll know about my podcast. Try to, like, basically try to, like, promote it a little bit, I guess, so that maybe he can direct more hate. But he's also leaving hidden messages as well, like... He goes, I saw someone mention him on another thread, so I googled him to see uh, if, if he died of obesity yet. See, oh, already setting it up, setting it up um, like that, already trying to show you that, like, he's concerned, but, like, he has to make it seem like the most extreme thing because they assume I'll die of that. Well, if I do, I'll still haunt your fucking soul, in the, if you even have one, because most of you at the Stern Show subreddit are probably fucking closet insurrectionists anyways, and you're probably going to be on the manga side. You guys pretend that you hate Howard, but you really, really fucking love him. You just pretend and you regurgitate the same fucking shitty jokes. At least if you regurgitate the same shitty jokes, go go to the Soprano subreddit. At least they do it with more fucking, uh, like, they, they have more fucking creativity to them when they do that type of shit. But I guess they hate me because I'm not always, I'm actually doing content that's not, not always focused on Howard Stern. And they don't like that because they can only stick around with one fucking, uh, with one fucking, uh, um, uh, one fucking fandom that they can that they're forced to fucking be a part of. They have to make grand announcements. Oh, I I, I unsubscribed from Sirius after thirty fucking years of um you know like dude it's 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 all it's all shit because if you gave up on the fandom you wouldn't be posting on the fucking Stern Show subreddit. So he hasn't. I'm sure he. It won't be long. So already over there insinuating that it won't be long because somebody's gonna eventually fucking kill me. Anyway, that kook had the podcast, and some episodes are over. For some guy that doesn't know who I am and all that type of shit, you suddenly know how many hours my podcasts are. Who the hell? I mean, clearly you fucking listen. It's 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 a way to mention my name that I have a podcast, but they can't mention that they listen to the podcast because it pisses them off. Because if 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 they admitted. Then they would fucking have to admit that they pay attention to everything I fucking do. Because that's what they do. That's what these Stern Show fucking shitheads do. They they think they have ownership over you if you're on the fucking show. So they get to fucking dictate if you're fucking, you know, getting praised or not. Then, you know, some, I, I bet you there's some local people that are also being swayed into fucking doing it um, as well. But they go, oh, I see them at wrestling shows around here. And you couldn't miss him because of the gravity of his global or body pulls to your toe. I, I guarantee these guys all rehearse that shit. And then one guy right here goes, the hidden cameras are still operational too. 
So basically a way to mention it while fucking uh, pretending that, uh, um, you know, uh, mentioning it while pretending that they, uh, like, you know, like they don't actually fucking care about me, but then they'll do some self-admissions of, like, how they're watching me and all that. These are fucking Fed-associated people. It could be local people that I fucking know that are doing it. I have a lot... There's no shortage of enemies that I have. People locally that are not are mad that I'm not going part of their fucking network. They'll fucking do... I, I, I have them all jotted down of who I suspect. People locally who already fucking hate me because... With a call, I'm not buying into, like, you know, the, 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 their fucking, you know, super pro-Palestinian sentiment, even though they're uh, latched on to fucking right-wing billionaires. Trying to fucking, you know, put me down constantly and all that type of shit. So when I put a post about something, then some one of these troll, you know what I mean, and you can tell like when someone approaches me, it's like by design of who can allow, who's allowed to give me props or interact with me on any fucking level. So then when they start making fun of me for like I, I, when I vent about shit, I'm not saying that I'm fucking perfect or that like I'm like you know like not part of the problem as well. I can fucking admit that totally, but at the same time, with the cold, no one interacts with my tweet, so I can vent. But the thing is, people who stalk my fucking page, they fucking think that with a call, like, I should be quiet in general because they don't want to get triggered by my post because they're the ones that are fucking reading my thoughts behind the fucking scenes and my journal entries or reading my thoughts online when they're not supposed to be reading them. That's what it fucking comes off like, you know. Uh, so, anyways, you know, so Jenna Ellis, Mark Meadows, apparently for Donald Trump. The thing is, the more the the more this shit fucking goes, like it, it just to me it shows that like and and, and Jenna Ellis fucking raised a tournament. That, that's basically someone dark money paying for her. Whenever they raise something, it's it's a way for people to basically use multiple accounts, like you know, dark money basically to help you out. Like this is why they have the GoFundMe is a way for for you to get paid by. It's not like you're getting money from different fucking people. You know, I don't know. But it, it it just it just seems like, you know, I mean, then we have a whole show about like, oh, are they really pro Trump or oh look at the inconsistencies. They were with Trump here, but now they're flipping and they're fucking playing victims like the same fucking shit. They keep saying they got him, but and and, and they keep buying into the narrative that the guy's too fucking dumb. 
But it's like it's done by design because nothing's going to happen to these fucking guys. And these people who tell you, who try to educate you on that in the fucking media, in the alt media at least too. Like the mainstream media is complete shit, but the alt media pretend like they buy into this fucking uh, arm, this, uh, you know, uh, armchair fucking quarterback shit. Like, oh my god, can you believe Trump compared himself to Nelson Mandela? It's like, yeah, he's gonna do shit like that. Because everyone's gonna talk about that. We should be talking about the competency, the competency fucking shit that he's saying. I guess this is suicide has become a reality. And uh, the thing is, I'm I'm for anybody who wants to do it on their fucking own, and they feel like there's no other option. I don't want people to be forced into that. Like my, I feel my mental illness is never going to get better because we're going to live in a fundamentalist world. Why would I want to be a part of it? Not saying that I would do it, but yeah, I have I thought about it for like you're doing it legally, because I'll probably end up botching it if I did it myself. By the way, I'm going to bet this will become a bigger fucking story. There was, like, two Asian guys beating down a black guy. And, again, no context of, like, if there was, like, a confrontation. Was it race fucking hate? Was it a race crime, a hate crime, whatever, and all that. And and because people will jump on, you know, because, again, whatever happens with viral videos. It'll, it's, like, one of those, like, designed, uh, organized ones that will, like, go, oh, it looks bad. But since since we're trying to implement anti-blackness back in, I'm sure there'll be something where it goes, oh, no, you see, people jumped the gun, and this guy did something horrible to those guys, and that's why... They're going to keep promoting these kind of fucking videos to basically um, make everyone a reactionary. They'll show you ones where it's black people beating up Asian people. They'll show you ones where Asians are beating up black people. They're trying to fucking purposely set this shit up. There's a lot of this viral and social discourse is like billionaire funded in my personal opinion. It's like, it's like the world has become a fucking reality show. Are you back, man? Hold on. I'm gonna, um, you know, it's 7.46 p.m., and I'm, I'm just gonna give up on watching Dynamite Live, for real, you know what I mean? I, you know, I, I, I wanna cover other fucking shit, you know what I mean? It's gonna be wrestling shit as well, but it just, I don't know. I'm not really feeling up to watching live wrestling anymore, really, to tell you the truth. I want to talk about, uh, you know, John Stamos's uh, memoir. No, I'm joking. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like for a last bit, like, I guess with all the social media shit and podcasting that went on in the 2010s and all that, it felt like memoirs were, like, kind of on the outs. Like, it used to be, like, a 90s t- or early 2000s type of thing. I'm, I'm not saying that there hasn't been any memoirs that have come out where they've been used, but I feel like recently, since we're rebooting, like, you know, early 2000s, late 90s shit, it feels like there's been more promotion, whether it's Britney Spears's um book where she said that, um you know, Justin Timberlake and NSYNC would try too hard to fit in with black artists. Which, I, I mean, I don't think that's, that's really slamming Justin Timberlake. You're just pointing out that the guy would, you know, try to f- fit in, you know what I mean? I, 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 
As you point out that NSYNC, you know, from what I read, you know, NSYNC would um, try to, like, you know, because they, they're hip-hop fans and they're R&B fans. And while Backstreet Boys were, like, you know, ca- you tell Backstreet Boys were catered specifically to white people, essentially. Most white people would fucking be the ones that like Backstreet Boys. But it was clear when, you know, NSYNC, when NSYNC was, like... I think around like 2001, 2002, they started being shown on BET. And that's when I knew that... I thought NSYNC was crossing over, but then just just in Timberlake, that was mainly the one that was crossing over. And I thought he was still pretty decent. Like, I never really liked NSYNC stuff really too much. Like, I mean, I for a boy band, I, I, whatever I heard on the radio, I'm like, oh, this, is pretty, this is pretty cool, I guess, they're talented and all that. But, like, I was never really the biggest... I, I became a Timberlake fan because, you know, I thought, you know, he was cool. Hold on one second. Let me see something. Sorry about this. I just noticed sometimes, you know, the skin sometimes, you know. I'm at the, I'm at the point of my fucking life where, you know. I'm also gonna do some mouthwash right now. Hold on a second. I'm talking for a bit. Mouthwash. Then apply some fucking cream on my fucking neck where I guess it's like really dry, so it's a rash kind of just built up there for some reason. Trying to put the fucking cream on. You know. Sorry, taking into Hansy's grooming habits. Yeah, but I, I guess like there's a whole memoir about that going on. I don't know. Um. I'm going to go over these, some, some of these quickly, you know what I mean? Because a lot of fucking things going on that I want to just get through. Um, apparently, the thing is, because I, I would assume, like, officially anyways, right? Celebrities never fucking, you know, have to pay for what they do right away, right? So I always wonder when that story about, we I mean, I don't know every single thing about it, about Young Thug shooting up Lil Wayne's bus, See, back then, I'm like, this, ha- this is so over the top that this has to be, like, you know, it, 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 like, to me, it feels industry organized, kind of, in a way. 
But apparently, like you know, like you know, they're allowed to use this, and the, the, they're allowed to use his comments he made about them in this Rico case. That seems to be going on forever. I wonder when the movie and the documentary of this is coming out, because I'm sure this is all being built for that. Just like with the, you know, the the the, the downfall of Krishan Rock and you know Blueface. That's what the Illuminati is booking Blue, um, Krishan Rock to do, is bring out her baby and enter different events. And not, not hold it properly so that everyone on social media can shit on her for being a bad parent. Like, the, the thing is, like, like, you, like it's obviously not on purpose, but at the same time, I just, I, I just hate that, like, we live in a world where these, where these kids are born in for the social media discourse. Where, you know, they, they, they don't, I, I, I always keep saying, they, they don't have their own thoughts yet. They don't even know who the fuck they are right now. And yet we know more about them and know more about, like, what kind of danger they might be in or something like that. Like, it's, it's I don't know, it's just getting out of control. If it isn't that, you know what I mean? But, I, you know, um... I, I, like, like, I don't even know how this how this young thug thing is gonna fucking end. It just seems like every other day there's something more about this that fucking seems off with the way that it's playing out. It seems like it's more sports entertainment than anything. You know, that's that's how I fucking look at it at least. Like, like, like the I guess the more the more wholesome discourse was that uh. Blueface didn't know how to say Jesus because he's been saying Jesus, and it's like, so when they're not when, when, when they're not booking him to be, like you know, like you know, like, like because again, you, 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 you know the stereotype. Whenever they use a celebrity, from a, like someone who happens to be from a, like a different, like you know, a marginalized group, they always amplify like hip hop artists to like represent like. Because like you know, because because it's it's black art essentially. So every so if like the rappers are doing it, and people who like listen to them are the ones that support this kind. Of, it always feels like more obvious. Like the thing is, every celebrity, every politician by now at least, you should know that every celebrity and politician are up to doing that kind of stuff, whatever. But they always have you know black entertainers being front and center for this shit. So like, not only are you booking him to be like, like you know, like you know. uh like an over the top edgelord personality who like has baby mom trouble. Now you're booking him to like pretend that he doesn't know how to say Jesus. Like that's like this is what I'm saying. Like they they stop typecasting for movies and all that kind of shit. But if you want to fucking be part of a stereotype um, from any marginalized group, you you just sign up for social media discourse because that's what they're you know that's what, that's what they try to do with that kind of shit. You know. I can always look at the tactics and see what's being done. Like, like I can condemn what Blueface and his girl are do, like, you know, like the Krishan are doing, whatever. But I know they're just cogs in a fucking system. I'm not solely fucking, you know, like I don't report on what rappers do as like, oh, we should condemn all these rappers. I'm, 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 I'm approaching it because it's an industry, it's a fraternity like industry where these, and, and because like I'm more in the hip hop fucking world, kind of hip hop, I follow hip hop news more, more, more so. Sometimes like I, I try to avoid some of like the, you know, some of like you know, oh, this guy went to jail because of this type of shit. But, but but sometimes it becomes like oh, in in an era where like the celebrities are like showing allegiance to different politicians, right? 
with the cold, it feels like it's like purposeful. So I'm noticing that like some rappers who might get in trouble might like like you know because like they always set the precedent with fucking Travis Scott being was it Travis Scott or was it ASAP Rocky that got fucking uh, helped by Trump essentially. Right, so, so they made that a fucking like. For example, like Kodak Black says he would happily lend Trump money, and the thing is, like Trump's not going to need Kodak Black lending him money. But for the social media discourse, I can I can bet you they'll book him that that like to make this even more parody that Trump will fucking take Kodak Black's money or something like that, and and they'll be flexing. You know, what I mean, it, it, it just we're gonna be, they continuously make it look like we're living in idiocracy essentially. As much as I hate people using that term constantly, like when, when, when Trump was being elected, like, oh, we're really in the idiocracy phase. I don't know. I think um, Biden uh, was giving was interviewing Gucci Man about like some of the stuff that his artists go through. Should he be taking care of them? And and from what I can tell, Gucci just, like, you know, he said that he's, like, you know, giving them a chance and all that. He does what every, like, you know, institutional boss does. Where, like, you know, he'll say that, like, you know, he's, he gives them advice to keep out of trouble. But, like, when you're in the music industry, you're already in, a mo- in the entertainment world in general. You're already in a mafia institution. So it's, like, the trouble that some of these artists get into is, like, they're encouraged to get in that trouble. Because for the time being, they'll get away with it until it becomes discourse. You know what I mean? So, like, in my personal opinion, Gucci does have a responsibility if you're going to... Because it's not like you're just... It's, it's like a employee-employer relationship type of deal. Once you sign people into your inner circle, that means, like, they're a part of your fucking, you know, your family, essentially. So, like, Joe Bunny does have... But the Joe Bunny should be also be pointing out... Joe Bunny should also be pointing out how, like... Like, you should just put it on Gucci, man, because this is how the fucking business operates. This is how fucking like they, they 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 keep chaos going. But I mean I mean yeah, but ideally you know if you knew what's going on if you know how this thing is run yeah like guys like Gucci Mane any leader in uh, of an institution or a label or whatever like they definitely should put their people they're signing or co-signing you know in the best position possible but some of these people have to fucking then go with their fraternity initiations of whatever trouble they're getting into that's how i fucking look at it it's like it's it's, it's like a mafia system how do you escape that especially when like you know the only way to get a part of the discourse is to get in trouble now by the way the thing is that that whole, that whole debate of whether having dinner with Jay-Z or taking... At first, it was I, I could have sworn it was like a low number from the one that I remember. like 20,000 or like 50,000 or maybe 100. But now it's 500,000. And that one, I can be swayed into going, okay, maybe I could take the fucking money. But here's the thing. Like Jay-Z even said, take the fucking money. But he's not going to fucking admit that he's going to give you the fucking blueprint. But Rick Rick Ross fucking made an argument to why he would take dinner with Jay Z, but it was still a limited one where you could still dunk on it kind of because like go oh, because of Jay Z's advice, it led to him doing that and it made him money whatever. It's very limited, but my whole take about that is I would take the fucking dinner because 
like not not like one of those social media dinners where it's just like, oh look, we just chilled and that was it basically. I'm talking about like a real fucking dinner where 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 the fucking the expert gives me the blueprint of what I need to do to basically fucking you know uh, even if we have to oppose each other as part of the money making scheme essentially. Like I, I for that that will be stuff that makes a lot more fucking money if you play your fucking cards right. But five hundred. But see, but that was like when it was to like in the. Like in a twenty, thirty thousand, or like fifty thousand dollar range. At least I think the max is a hundred thousand. When it was in that range, I was like that. But for five hundred thousand, I mean, you could like you know, you can do your own shit with that. I guess you can you you can do your own shit with that one. You know, I don't know. It is what it is, man. I you know. I, 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 same with ML. You know how, how it's proven that MLW WWE may have fucked with MLW, so it makes MLW more fucking credible in some kind of way that WWE fuck with them in an age where WWE are supposed to be transparent villains. It feels like with the NBA being transparent villains and like they're and we're, and we're going towards more of a right wing thing. I bet you they'll find out that like NBA did sabotage Big Three like officially and all that, and it will be used for Ice Cube's. You know, to further make him credible while he, you know, aligns himself with the Joe Rogans and the Tucker Carlson's of the fucking world. That's that's how I fucking look at it, at least. But I, I it wouldn't shock me if the NBA were trying to fuck over competition. I'm sure they probably did that. In a, there'll be a, it's like WWE. There'll be a history of them doing it. But now the ones that are obviously being done with it, you know, you'll you know get to know about it. Kevin Gates got in trouble again. Another guy that you know designed to get in trouble, but the thing is, he made, he he let his ten year old daughter like ride the like drive the car a little bit. And listen, I'm I'm listen. There's different parents that are probably like, like I wouldn't say ten years old, but like there's probably like parents that have like let like their kids for like if there's like relatively like if it's a relatively closed street and there's like nothing really going on, like kind of like if you're in the car, just letting them drive like for a second or so. But since you got to put it on social media, it's like now you're like designing it for like people to go. Well, I better call child custody service. It's like no, this, like there's another incident where you're basically you know getting uh, people to uh, to like get outraged by like oh look this guy can't be this guy doesn't know how to be a father and all that. It's like but it's like it's for social media clout where people are gonna think that they know better, even though they'll be in the position, even though the people that are judging will be in the position in the system where they're going to be put through something like that, where you're going to look like an idiot as well. Just, just Blaze just uh, released um, two slaughter, unreleased Slaughterhouse songs. I I can't find the songs. I you know, 
But I, I'm sure just like, dude, everything with Slaughterhouse to me has always been like like even like them falling whatever was like fall, like f- falling and breaking up kind of in a way. I feel like it's by, been by design a little bit. You know what I mean? Because like you know, because again, there's always good, because like maybe they'll come back for a reunion or something like that down the line. But you're already planting the seed. Like, how do you know these songs weren't already fucking recorded? And how do I know they're not AI? Basically, how do I? You know what I mean? Like, you you don't know. But it, it wouldn't shock me if these are unreleased fucking songs. But everything's eventually supposed to come. I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you know the 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 the, the Glasshouse album does eventually just leak out. Whatever. I gotta say, from the beats I heard, like, they weren't just Blaze's best beats. I don't know. Let me see. Here we go, hold on a second. The track list. My knees have such a sweet lady. It's such a hurtful disease. I guess for sweet ladies, this is the perfect disease. But please don't take my mommy guard. Please just be her bodyguard. I'll lose it if she's gone. Definitely won't be doing music while I'm on. Probably end up doing something stupid though it's wrong. The thought of it got me staring at this room. And guess who's the person I would use it on? You've been warned, God. I hope you're listening close. You take Michelle from me. Like yesterday we signed a deal, we all signed our name Ray face. Niggas take you to court when they can't extort. Just cause you can't go had the opportunity to do it in front of you at your spank award. Nigga fuck the awards. We can't come back again. You can put loyalty in front of everything and somebody you come around, you would go and make that an acronym. A lot of questions I ain't answered. Mostly just niggas crying. But I'm liking the verses a lot. This is, this is the war of art, and your world will be over just like the mice told you. Albums not your king, pay your mortgage off. Watching your shit get auctioned off on storage wars. You forgot that you was poor before, and you can't take it. Begging door to door like poor before. One hit, one just die. You was in tune. Now you're 
bunch of bullshit they wouldn't say in my face. Niggas wouldn't, wouldn't say in my face. Niggas wouldn't survive a day in my place. I hear some niggas wanna kill me. They tell me death around the corner. Must be two blocks over. Cause I don't think it's stopping visit. Why am I so optimistic? Dominic is stuck and mixed with consciousness. I'm too black jump And the real nigga told me up. Haters only scared of you. That's real nigga phobia. Fake niggas mention me. Talking about lynching me. Wouldn't it come within the inch of me? You look up to me, nigga. You wanna fuck with me. Secretly hoping eventually you become who you pretend to be. Me. Nah. I'm on some loyal to my click shit. This is pretty good. Do hear Joe Budden rhyming again? So yeah, those are the songs. Those are the fucking songs, basically. You know. Um, you know. Pretty. I, I mean, I, I hope the whole album does get. I know Joe Budden doesn't want it. He's saying he doesn't want it, but you know. Probably gonna leak to something happening. Maybe Just Blaze gets hacked or something like that. That's that, how they promote it. J Electronica is apparently coming out with a new album. I, I thought he didn't come out with the album because I remember when he started hyping himself up in 2000, like, you know, like in late 2000, late, late 2000s, early 2010. And the album finally did come out, at least with Jay's. Like, at least with his, like, It was more of his album, but Jay Z was on it a lot, you know what I mean? And I'm sure with, like, the current climate, since he's kind of, like, always kind of made these, uh, you know, these, uh, you know, um, what people think, what people perceive as anti-Semitic. Like, sometimes when, like, you know, there's, like, you know, people doing code shit, I always thought, like, he was talking about industry shit, but when you use it in a general way, it's like, you know, you know what side he's gonna, like, end up being on, basically, you know what I mean? Because that's where the, entertain, the entertainment world is basically going. So I'm sure if he comes out with something, he'll say something that, you know... I'm sure his his marketing will be for people to talk about it if, like, you know, he, he'll he'll say something that's um, perceived anti-Semitic, whatever, and then we'll all spend, like, you know, a week or two talking about it. But that's, norm, that's, that's, that's normally whenever he comes out with anything that he's part of. Just like with just like with Kanye West now, you know, apparently the 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 new wife that he's with, we just see like a random thing. 
Apparently, like her friends are concerned that she's she's isolating him. She's isolating herself, and like she's out. And then she, like basically what what they're describing is what every institutional boss fucking does with their relationships, where like they basically control it. Like you know what I mean? Like they control who they talk to, how they act, and all that kind of stuff. And you think that everything that's going on in the on on the server, like to me, this feels like one of those scripted ones. Because the storyline's supposed to be he's getting a more obedient Kim Kardashian. So it always makes Kim Kardashian look like the fucking baby face. Because Kanye West is like, you know, like seeming abusive in this in this regard, right? But what the call people are gonna defend it, obviously, but I believe Kim and Kanye are kind of in on their storylines. I think once you join the Kardashian institutions, you basically have that, and I'm, I'm sure, and I'm sure this woman is part of like you know like the a part of the act as well. The, the the Bianca chick, I'm sure she's part of the act as well. But like to basically represent what has been going on in fucking these uh, political entertainment circles, with how fucking like they have these kind of uh, contracts behind the scenes of these relationships. It's basically a business relationship. It's like you become like you know like they, like they own you essentially. And that's and and they're making it obvious that Kanye is the one that's only doing it. You see, so 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 while he has been controlled, I still think he is being controlled by you know right wing forces now to let him tell the truth a little bit. But now he's using whatever power he has to basically do the same thing that he says that they did to him, basically in some ways. Like I don't even buy the, this relationship. Just seems so fucking random. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's barely the Christopher Moltisanti, Adriana LaServa love story. It's more like when Christopher Moltisanti, like, had to settle for, you know, uh, from, for, for, for Kelly, essentially. Like, okay, they're married, but, like, he's not really into it, basically, you know? It's, it's kind of like that. It, it feels like that kind of relationship, how random these relationships are just coming out. It's like they make new stars with whoever's associated with Kanye. Like, Julia Fox was doing a little press run for her, like, not press run, like, like you know, actual, but she did interviews describing how Kanye used her in the situation and all that kind of stuff, and it's like, people get residual effect of being part of, like, the, the storyline, because now you played a part in, like, two prominent figures in, Karda- in the Kim Kardashian and Kanye fucking saga, essentially. By the way, what they're called DJ Envy, like, the, now there's video footage of all the stuff when he was doing, like, oh, like, we're gonna give you chains if you, uh, sign with my, uh, like, if you do the, if you do my little fucking scam that I'm fucking doing, essentially. Or, like, you know, so, like, so now everyone's, like, looking at all the clips that have resurfaced, which tells me that this is always designed to be something that blows up. I, I'm, I, I'm sure, like... People in general, the entertainment dollar are getting paid off of this fucking story to cover it, essentially. It becomes part of the fucking discourse. Like, like you mean, like, they, they could have been caught from the get-go, but they let them do it, then they get caught, and now there's a storyline around it, and it becomes like a docu-series, it becomes like a murder-she-wrote mystery, you know what I mean? Like, it becomes all of that type of shit. I, I've been noticing. I've been noticing recently, like that, that there's a lot of uh, um, wax museum type of fucking discourse. I guess with like technology and AI and all that is kind of like, like with the technology that exists, it's like, especially the one that they don't show you. 
Like, the wax museum has become passe. You know what I mean? It used to be something in the 90s. They're like, oh my god, this is like so crazy. They look exactly like I'm near a celebrity that looks like him, whatever. That was like one of the places I went when I was in the in 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 uh, in London, back in like ninety ninety two, where you went to a wax museum because you wanted to be around fucking like you know different fucking wax celebrities. But now it's like the discourse is about how the wax museum is made or whatever whatever wax fucking figure is doing it. Um, are are making horrible mistakes between Little Wayne? They made fucking The Rock look like Mister Clean, and then they had to like redo it, and then the it was like a little bit darker. So it's like The Rock made a call, like, listen, man, what the call? People already think I'm people. Already, people already think I denounced my because people automatically assume that because he doesn't address his race, that what the call that that he automatically hates like you know his black side, right? So there's always that discourse around The Rock all the fucking time. But, like, even he probably couldn't fucking, you know, go, yo, dude, we need a, we need a fucking, you know, have this fucking handle. Make me a little bit darker, basically. But, like, you know, it, 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 the original one like, looked more like Vin, Vin Diesel, essentially. But to me, this also feels like forced fucking discourse. I guess because you can't really impress anybody with the, oh, look how realistic these, um, these wax statues of celebrities are. So now they got to make it completely, like... Oh, I'm gonna botch it completely, so that it become because then everyone's gonna have comedy about it. Everyone's gonna have their because everyone thinks that because it's like oh a genuine mistake we can it makes us goofy on it much more exciting. But it's like if you're planning on making shitty mistakes to make jokes about it, it's like it takes the purpose out of comedy essentially. But then again, that's what most fucking the comedy world does, or people who want to be comedy. Again, I don't know the full details yet, but Jonathan Majors is now uh, pressing charges against two people for for assault. People automatically think that that automatically means that he is guilty because he's going for charges. Thing is, if he ends up being innocent, innocent in all this, and um, and he was like set up, whatever. To me, it's like um, the way that it blew up so fucking fast with like you know, <clears throat> and it sports entertainers online either condemning or defending him, whatever. It feels like one of those, um, you know, Johnny Depp, um, Amber Heard situations where you're going to live vicariously through celebrities, apply these rules to regular relationships so that you end up fucking, you know, being more anti-man and being more anti- and, and being more anti-women. And people don't realize how we're going in that direction. This is why the celebrity shit is dangerous because they basically fucking manufacture consent with that. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll get I'll, later in this podcast. I will do the Impact Raw NXT recaps. Even if it has to be it's Wednesday right now. Even if it has to be Thursday. Whatever, right? But, uh, you know, the big news coming out of... I mean, they said that CM... No one hinted that CM Punk was officially going to be there. But people were definitely making you think that CM Punk could show up. He actually did show up in the at the Impact tapings behind the scenes. The only thing he debuted. We Again, this could just be, like, d- discourse... Like, it wouldn't shock me if he has a match there eventually. But this is just more discourse fodder. But the other big news was that the TNA branding is back. 
And when they said that the TNA brand, like, you know, held off from people, like, wrestling was not supposed to become big. So if that was, like, a, a key factor of why people didn't want to, why other networks didn't want to have TNA as, like, because of the name tits and ass, basically, um, like, to me, it was, like, to, to me, that's, if they were embracing edgelord shit, they would have definitely fucking, you know, had it get a deal. Even though getting spike a spike deal is still pretty fucking decent. I mean, that's the biggest fucking network for getting your thing, whatever. But, like, to me, like, all that's been, like, you know, just a, just a placeholder for why it had to be in the same spot it is. But now, since we're going back to 20 years ago and what's regression like, basically, now we're bringing back the TNA part where people are now going to probably... Like you know, like it'll probably maybe it'll it'll, it'll it'll go back to be like having like you know regressionist level shit basically. Like the symbolism of it symbolizes what era we're in. That they're now like now in this era, like do, like having that kind of branding will actually help you out for the internet discourse, because that's where the that's where the established mainstream is now. And then it turned into an argument. People who are not going to watch the fucking product, who always shit on it, acting like, oh, I want a six-sided ring back. And I used to be one of those fucking guys as well, but when you find out that, like, the fucking, uh, the, when you find out that it hurts people a lot more and it makes it harder for them, then you're like, okay, you know, white man, if that's the case, then, you know, just do the the, the regular, regular fucking ring. But, like, you know, people don't actually give a shit about people's fucking health. They don't really give two shits about the fucking health. They just want nostalgia back nonstop. You're, you're advocating for a six-sided ring, and a lot of you are not going to watch the fucking product anyways. Like you, like, you don't care about the mental or physical health of these people anyways. You pretend you do. So why you can't have conversations with people online. Like I whenever I see anyone um pretending that, you know, Austin wasn't picked. Oh, but because they were because they because again they, they they want you to hate Vince McMahon, but you have to hate them for like the like I, I I'm sorry, I'm not maybe back in the nineties you wouldn't be able to convince me. I'm not gonna I I guarantee you Frosty McFang or Frosty McFucker um, whatever name they were gonna give Steve Austin, I guarantee you it was not. It was just like, oh, when we go through your history, we'll say that these are the names we gave you, basically. So, it, 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 so you downplay McMahon's genius, but which also downplays what danger he kind of is. But to me, the the like the that looking back, that was one of the more obvious ways to make it look like it wasn't planned. Because like, oh look, they left him off of SummerSlam, but he ultimately got his like. If they really didn't want to pick up, they wouldn't have given him the Austin and Brett thing. But they had to make it seem like Brett was the one that advocated for that. Maybe he did behind the scenes, but they were gonna always give it to him. He's added it added fuel to Stone Cold's character. To like to add to the real life drama that WWE didn't see Austin as a fucking as a as a main event guy. It's like more kayfabe shit. By the way, with the call with 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 um uh, uh eight with the Tony Khan putting ROH fi- final battle on the Honor Club, and if you're like a regular subscriber. Uh, you can get it. So maybe I'll subscribe for a month to get it. 
you know, um, if you yes, if you subscribe, you'll get fucking on you get it. But part of me wonders if this is like, uh, like the last like you think this is going to be a thing going forward. Maybe this is like actual the final event before they announce that this is it's going to be defunct essentially. Maybe it'll it'll, it'll do. I, I I personally think that maybe with the with the with the HBO Max streaming deal, maybe maybe they'll start putting Dark and Elevation back on the on those if they have more programming for it. While also what they're called like you know doing uh, while while basically kind of like you know like you know uh, having uh, having like the 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 fucking titles be unified maybe, you know who knows, who knows what the oh, with the booking that they do now it's like I I I have no idea what to look forward to because the booking is so, like they have like five different feuds cooking and they're executing the worst fucking way and the, the the worst part is they're doing it by fucking design. Like you're clearly booking. Like they both companies are booking for the discourse. Whether it's deba- whether it's debating if the Dom Dom uh, the, the the Dominic fucking chant the booze are piped in. And again, listen, if if you're doing it with the cult, listen, people know people gonna can know now about it. But that makes me wonder then, other things that fucking you know didn't go as smoothly to basically justify why they couldn't push someone. Uh, how do I know they didn't do boo or overly ch- because whenever they make it obvious when, when like for example when they go oh uh they didn't want you to knowing about it when they did it with roman reigns even though we could tell but it's like then they obviously didn't want us to know about it so when they want to make it a storyline for online shit this one seems less fucking you know controversial and it's more like adding to the product essentially of it but what they call like you know but i could argue Piping in cheers for Roman Reigns added to the plot, added to the overall character that WWE wanted Roman Reigns to be the guy because that was that has been the real life fucking storyline of the whole thing. Like they knew that fans were gonna fucking boo. They probably helped, and that's why they had the CM Punk fucking shit as well. Like everything about that, you know, and and then even the debate about the dream match is like, listen, if you want to book a good match, book it. But like you're like. Putting up stuff where, like, the discourse is going to be about, oh, but was this a dream match or was it not a dream match? It didn't seem like a dream match. It's like, then th- th- stop doing that. They can honestly stop doing it. It's like they're forcing discourse to go on that doesn't need to be there. But, like, we, we, you can't analyze the fucking product because everything is designed for fucking social media to act like we discovered or we're giving some, like, poignant fucking, um, um, you know, analysis ab- about something that the Tony Khan's doing. When it's clearly this guy is dumbing himself down to fucking do stuff like that. Because he's trying to get over his bad, bad Booker character more than actually fucking putting effort into the product. It's like, this, it's like the same, and, 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 like, use your power to fucking actually, like, call out, like, for example, I don't know how anybody in the wrestling industry would want some of these right-wing people, like, ringside news, a part of the discourse, since we're supposed to be progressive and all that, but since you're supposed to think that they're acting independently and not co-signed to be there. But, like, we're, hi- like we're, we're hyping up a Sean Ross Sapp, Brad Shepard fucking feud. Two guys that seem fucking pretentious as fuck. Because Ringside News talked about Sean Ross's app 
this personal life not going well, which is like, okay, what, what do they do with wrestling news? But now they're making these guys sports entertainers, basically. Like, this is where the investment in talent is going, to make these guys fucking characters. Os- Osprey is, uh, he hired Barry Bloom, the, you know, that infamous agent. So people think that he might get a big money deal with whoever he signs. I, I, I honestly, I think to make, because Tony Khan is taking L's and he's showing how naive he's been, which will make him, you know, people tell him to be tougher. Because, you know what I mean? Because if Osprey goes to WWE on the surface, it'll make AEW look stupid because they let him go over, um, you know, uh, Kenny Omega and Jericho, basically. And he's going to go... And because Osprey's supposed to be a real-life fucking heel, he'll probably do something like that to go to WWE. Me, 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 I, I hope he stays with AEW, but I'm also not going to, you know, at this point, I'm, I'm not company loyal. It'll just, it'll just be more interesting discourse for where it goes, but WWE will probably make him a big star just based off AEW trying to go after him. You know, he, he'll probably have, I, I will say, people say he'll have an AJ Styles trajectory. You know, AJ Styles has a strong one, whatever, but I guarantee you they'll probably uh, make him even a bigger fucking deal than AJ Styles. If he goes to WWE, but I kind of do hope he goes to AEW. I think he would fit there. You know, he's already mixed and matched with a couple of storylines there. But Osprey goes to WWE. They're autom- he, he, he'll automatically be put in the upper echelon with Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, you know, uh, with, with Roman Reigns and all those guys, I think, you know. People were shitting on uh, L- Lana, um, you know, CJ Perry, for saying she wants to be, like, a legendary... Whenever you say you want to be, like, a legendary manager and you point out, like, legendary managers, people then go, how dare you? It's like, look, what's she supposed to fucking say? She's supposed to fucking say, yeah, I plan on just being a mediocre manager that doesn't uh, um, bring in any fucking interest. Like, people should want to be fucking dope managers. People just look at managers like comedy fodder because Bobby Heenan did the sports entertainment well. But Bobby Heenan's character also fucking, you know, influenced a lot of fucking shit. That's why I like him as a manager. Yeah, the comedy stuff is great, but when he gets defined by... And when any manager wants to just do that, you know, I think Stokely Hathaway goes way way too much into that route where, like, he's so good at it that, like... But, like, every, every fucking person on the fucking roster is trying to be a comedian. I want more fucking, I want more managers where, like, they're, like, 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 MV, like, MVP is a good manager because whatever he fucking, like, whatever he does, he makes his, his presence and his advice look like it had residual effect on the person he's managing. Like, getting them big matches, hyper, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, 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 showing off about that kind of, that's what a manager should be. Bobby Heenan politicked his client onto the giant to get a WrestleMania three main event, man, with the, with the with the world champion. You know, that's like the, that's what the, the tactics that I fucking you know I appreciate. People take that's that's why Paul Heyman's still one of the best managers on the fucking planet because he makes his fucking role count, especially later in his fucking career.
Garcia did an interview about why, that he should have gone to BCC, but Jericho wanted to stay with JS. So, like, they're tying in, like, some of the storyline shit with, like, the real-life shit. But the thing is, is, like, I don't regret saying, hey, Garcia should pretend to go with BCC, with BCC for a bit and then go back to JS because I thought going back to JS after the BCC feud was done... Instead of Jericho going with Ricky Stars for a nothing fucking feud that didn't really do anything for anybody, you should have been focusing on Garcia still, um, you know, being in the fold with Jericho. But then at the same time, what they call like Jericho kind of gaslighting him, like, oh yeah, I donated to your cause when you went into an accident. Like having Garcia finally break free from it, and then he can just go join the BCC because he broke free. You know what I mean? Like that should have been the fucking thing. They just made him, you know, uh, like, like an afterthought afterwards, and that, and now they have him doing sports entertainment now. But like you know, I mean, I I think you know he he would have been fine in Yuta's spot, but I think he, him and Yuta could have both been fucking prominent in in the stable with them, you know. It's like instead of booking people fucking properly, they're already booking people that we have to discuss. Like, oh, what would have been if Garcia would have been booked properly, huh? It's like, no, he could have been booked properly, but we're doing more internet fucking discourse. John Cena had a movie premiere, and uh, I guess it was in Orlando. So a bunch of people from AEW and WWE and New Japan were at the fucking, uh... It's like, it doesn't surprise me because I believe they're all fucking connected and all cool under, behind the scenes. It's like a mafia institution. But it's like, it's like like one of those cool things that because, like, they have to pretend like they, not all of them interact. That, like, oh, look, you got them all under, like, if this was the Attitude Era, this would have been, like, the biggest deal if, like, like, if the Rock, like, if, if, like, let's say the Rock became a movie star... Like, if, if Steve Austin or Rock became a movie star during the, like, the actual crux of the Attitude Era, whatever, you know what I mean? And then, you know, you, you had different guys from WCW and ECW and WWE showing up to the movie premiere. Like, that would have been the big fucking deal. So now, for this generation, that probably is a fucking big fucking deal, essentially. I know, like, LA Knight was there. I don't know. There's a bunch of people there. Let me see. Hold on a second. So let me see, people from, uh, you know, let me see, so, so let me see, LA Knight, Bliss, Ryan Cabrera, Tennille Dashwood, Cassie Lee, Nia Joss, Callisto, Tyler Breeze, Sean Spears, Mojo Riley, Zaya Brookside, Brooke Water, Triple V, AJ Francis, Tonga Loa, Steph DeLander, Harley Cameron, Josh Woods, Mila Moore, Dr. From, Dr. Fidel Chuman. Dante Hall, Mike, some people I don't even know. 
So I guess there's like a little bit of pe- like a little bit of connection, you know, Sean Spears and all that, but it's still like you know pretty fucking cool, you know. I still think John Cena will show up in AEW at some point. I think that will be when like you know like the, the, the you know like the, the, you know either him or Brock will show up eventually. I definitely think Brock will. Who fucking knows? By the way, Dana White made con- dude. Whenever you make these quotes, like oh, Vince McMahon's like, like you know, Vince McMahon's like a killer. Even though like, he's like, 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 let me see if I'm saying, what do you say? What do you say, Dana? Uh, hold on a second. He claims the history with this man's not a good one. You know what I mean? That's already bullshit. Because, like, I believe they've always had ties together. Because my history with this man is not a good one. He tried to fuck me so many times for no reason whatsoever. Like, literally. Except just to... Whatsoever, just just to, like, fuck me over, basically. But that's the past. Now Vince and I are allies. No one's better partner than Vince. Like, There's another one about him being a killer. Because visiting my absolute savage, even the stuff that went down with us in the past, I respect it. I love killers. He's definitely a killer. He's the Michael Jordan of the business world. I know people think because you're supposed to dumb down Vince, like you're supposed to be evil, but you're also supposed to dumb him down. But Vince McMahon is like on a like you know like, and it's not a compliment. He is on a genius fucking level. Like you can't be in that fucking world, and uh, and and be there for so long and have that much influence if you weren't doing shit like that. My thing is, like, I, I say this not to fucking go, oh, that means you can't criticize Vince. No, it means that he's a lot more fucking smart than you realize. You dumb him down because then it, like, you, you can only say, well, I hate him because uh, he, he's, a, he's a dumbed-down racist um, who might be a sex... You'll, like, minimize his uh, sex pest shit, um, but, like, you won't fucking talk about his political fucking ties, how he's aligned with far-right-wing politics... People, people get fucking shocked when you go, oh, can you believe, again, I didn't know, because I, I don't look at WWE merch all the time, so I didn't know Cody Rhodes had like a, a Claim Your Kingdom uh, shirt, right? So I, I thought, is that, is that, is that, that was controversial, because like, whatever, but like the Claim Your Kingdom, whatever, but I guess because WWE is doing a fucking pay-per-view in Germany, they're already releasing a Claim Your Kingdom shirt. With like the with the with the with the German uh, with the with the German flag and then the and then the skull, so like, the thing is I've seen like here's the thing I, I know there's like a not like a, a Nazi affiliation with using the skulls whatever, but the thing the, the, the but the thing I've seen skulls being used for so long in so many fucking things throughout my fucking childhood and my adulthood that like it it doesn't dawn on you that it like oh like how can this be like you know uh, dangerous or anti-Semitic. But because it's, t- I guess, because it's Germany and it has like the skull thing. But people get shocked, like, oh my god, can you believe WWE or okay this shirt to be to be made? It's like yes, they've been doing those kind of shirts for a long fucking time, where we, where they where they do it on purpose to get discourse, but then we pretend like they made a mistake. It's like how many like like they're literally associated with DeSantis. Like, like, do you guys not tie anything together with that type of like, like, ACH got fucking shit on for pointing out a racist fucking shirt. 
By the way, with that quote where um, he called Vince, Dana White called Vince McMahon a killer, it feels like one of those obvious quotes that if you find out about Vince McMahon like, covering up murder or he is responsible for it, it's like, oh my god, I guess Dana White told you the truth, kind of, in a way. WWE is also going to have a fucking event in... Uh, WWE is also going to have an event at... Um, it's also going to have an event um, in France as well, maybe, too. You know, the, the, but, yeah, so the, the Cody shirt, you know, was uh, really... Let me see what, what, what it was. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you with the call. Like, I wasn't sure about why the shirt was offensive. Because the thing is, like, I, I've seen, like, I guess, see, again, this is what, this is what happens when you, when you normalize imagery. And, you, like, for example, like, I've seen so many people use the cross or the iron cross, whatever. I, I know the iron cross. I've just seen it so many fucking times. But apparently that has some affiliate. This is, this is why I, I've chosen just to wear plain fucking tees. Cause I, I, I don't really want to fucking wear shirts where like it's like there's like a oh look did you know that the, 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 there's a Nazi symbol that's like kind of like hiding behind like the fist of it and it's sticking it like it's like like it's like they do it on purpose so like I might as well just wear plain fucking tees because I, because I'm, I'm not familiar with every fucking symbol like I I just sit there and memorize every fucking symbol that exists now that's why I kind of look at what you know what. Let me see. I, the thing is, it, it, it's it's barely a topic on 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 Twitter. It was more because it was on uh, it was on uh, it was on Reddit basically. Like I'm trying to, like, I, 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 I said they're trying to figure out, like, you know, when people point it out, some people, like, but this, I mean, I mean this, but, but, but this shirt doesn't help, you know, already that Cody Rose looks like a fucking Turning Point USA fucking teacher, basically. Someone that would speak at CPAC. Yeah, so I'll be I'll be back, you know. It's uh 
October 26, 2, 14 a.m. I haven't finished watching Dynamite. I, honestly, like, the booking, I, I already watched a bit of it. The booking already pissed me off a little bit. And you know what I mean? It, it, I, I'm on a Destination podcast. People will catch it whenever it happens. Right, I, I'm sure my my listenership will go down soon, but right, for some reason right now there's, like, an increase. It goes through that sometimes. And then they also it, and now the app gives me Spotify, um, like impressions, and those are actually higher than I thought they would be. I don't know how that fucking works out. Maybe it's a lie. I don't know. Unfortunately, it's just breaking. Well, I mean, it's been going on for the last couple hours, but unfortunately, there's a. Mass fucking shooting in Maine. It's a but the but bowling alley. I don't know where the fuck. All right, Peter. The one. It's like last time I checked, it was sixteen. I don't know what the fucking latest is. I I, I saw uh, when, when I was going through the conspiracy subreddit, they mentioned it, and they're asking, you know, and, and then automatically like they're making him oh so much information not known right now, but then I go on Twitter and it's like there's like a lot of information on the guy again again it'll all surface around mental illness and they won't even talk about like the organized mental illness between you know people you know billionaires who are organizing in my personal opinion you know politicians and billionaires that personally fund this kind of behavior that goes on you you, we, we can only just think that oh like these laws are designed you know like the like, la- the lax gun laws and all that kind of shit. Like, it's just all coincidence. It's all just greed. They know the result of what's going to happen. And especially in a time where there's a lot of fucking, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of, like, the, the, the mainstream media will, like, you know, harp on him being white, and they'll do it in the most generalized way, where it'll give some of the alt-media right-wing people like oh we know more information about this fucking guy and the main, and they're trying to frame all fucking mega people so you assume that this was a white dude so you're going to assume that he is going to be mega affiliated it, it 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 it's like um different factions online who want to control narratives like are always hopping on you know um like for example like the the right wing has I haven't seen the right wing fucking really talk about it Uh, I don't know, man. It's just fucking crazy. You know, once you start playing the race angle, though, you know, the the right wing will go, well, how about this fucking person who happens to be a black person or a brown person? The media didn't say anything. And then they'll, like, link to a me- mainstream media article. Or, like, they won't mention that the person actually fucking died. The person got arrested or was already killed. But they but they purposely make it seem like they're hyper focused on quote unquote white supremacy because 
if the establishment, who is discredited already, are talking about it, um, then it means that it's, like, discredited. So anyone that repeats that white supremacist... I mean, the, the, the people will make it just seem like people are innocent, innocently incited. They don't want to... Fi- like, only the right wing are, are the ones allowed to fucking call something a false flag. And people, people who don't really go into the conspiratorial world... You, if you heard the word false flag, you automatically assume that means it didn't happen. That doesn't mean it, 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 it didn't happen. It just means that the stuff... Like, b- by now, with all the technology that you ha- that they have, all the information that they fuck, It's like, oh, they only have it just to know how to advertise to you. With all the information, these corporations and all these fucking people... Like, we, we still have to be sold on people. Like, the only way that you can hate someone for being corrupt is is, is them being inept. And I'm sorry, I think that's fucking a cop-out. They'll, like, lie about other fucking things. That's why I don't trust some of these fucking people with some of their fucking, you know, their supposed anti-war fucking stance. Because they help dumb shit down as well. And it's like, that's like the mainstream media and the establishment's job. You're not supposed to be part of the establishment and you claim that. But then you're giving me establishment narratives that are online exclusively. We keep pretending that online isn't, you know, the online shit isn't fucking, you know, just as problematic and pro- propaganda filled, you know, but because for so long, the mainstream media, like, I'm talking about like a lot of like, like if, for example, a lot of these institutions used to embrace the internet right in the mid nineties, like they'll still act like, oh my God, we don't know what it is, but like they'll like act like experts on it. And then in the, in the 2000s or the 2010s or so, they would, like, re, like, like, like for example, when, like, for example, I, I used to be on the internet in the 90s, and I knew that WWE was ahead of the fucking curb. Like, you know, like, like they had fucking, like, like, a podcast called Bite This, basically, before there were podcasts. So when it became the 2000, like, 2009, 2010, and they're starting this narrative that WWE doesn't listen to the internet, they don't know what the internet is... They never seen the fucking internet. I I was like, dude, I it, it was like a new era of trying to fucking convince people that anything that's said on the internet is not approved by the WWE. So it makes people's opinions a lot more fucking credible. That's how they do it with the fucking system. So people who are online love to control the fucking narrative and make it seem like like if you have a different interpretation then, like, it's like, you know, they'll fucking bury you, essentially, or they'll make it seem like that isn't fucking possible. Just a lot of these people online, like, the thing, because they're sociopathic and they have the connection and they have the resources... Like, you know what I mean? They think they make good personalities. Like, some of these people are very fucking, you know, like, you know, not fucking... They have no fucking charisma to them. Like, like right now, they're doing a whole true crime level, like, reveal about this mother in Mississippi that just discovered her son was killed by a police... Who made, let me see what, the, um, what it was, Mississippi. This is fucking some, this is some, this is some scary ass fucking shit. 
And it, what makes it scarier is that this stuff is designed to fucking go down for the fucking discourse. A Mississippi mother who spent seven months searching for her son discovered that an off-duty officer ran him over. What the fucking Christ, man? Less than an hour after he left the house. Jesus fucking. And they're going to make this a whole... What, what, so what they're called is going to make it... Like the system is going to make it this whole murder mystery out of this. We, we, like, like here's what I fucking believe. These people do this on purpose, and this is not an accident. We're gonna pretend it was an accident. We're gonna debate what's an accident. You know what I mean? Like, like even if you bought into that, fucking covering it up, and and it's like you toy with people's emotions by like now revealing it. You know what I mean? Like, and and they knew they're gonna fucking reveal it, but like this is where the world is going. This is how exploitative and sick it's fucking getting. You don't think that this stuff was done for that kind of engagement. You know, I don't know. You don't think people would fucking murder for... To, to cater more to the entertainment dollar. Because billionaires are fucking sick, disgusting. You know. A lot of them are sick fucking people. A lot of them are fucking sick. Disgusting. I don't know what's going on in Maine, man. I really don't. Let me see what's happening right now. Twenty people are twenty people now that are killed. So some guy named Robert Card sounds like a gimmick name. And he's still walking around, I think. Well, let's see. Again, we have just confirmed that 22 people, at least 22 people, have been killed in this shooting. We know there was an active scene at Spare Time Recreation on Lawlison Way and one at Schmengi's Bar and Grill on Lincoln Street, about four miles away from that. Um, I mean, 22 people killed. That's it's just sh a shocking number to hear, and a number of other people have been injured. Is this the same guy that did the same... Again, we have just confirmed that. Isn't 
people are pointing out this is the 565th mass shooting in Maine in 2023. And it's like, you know, not even 300 days. And this is going to be amplified, man. We're moving into a really, really scary fucking place. That's why if you get distracted by who's officially in power... It's like, it's like, even that's like the big distraction because people are using this shit to go down so they can advocate for why they're going to turn into a far right wing fundamentalist because it will seem more appealing. Since they're already doing a fucking, you know, dandy job having them part of the, that's why they're, that's why they're infighting, you know, for the entertainment value is amplified in, you know, um, amplified more and more. They make sure they dominate, you know, they dominate the discourse, they dominate that. And then the people that are going more right will fucking start giving excuses for some of their supposed left friends that are fucking moving more to the right. And pretty soon you're not going to fucking tell the difference. And people are, you know, you know and, and, and I'm, I'm sure I'm on a lot of people's fucking, you know, hit list for when shit does fucking, you know, go up the fucking... Again, this is all my fucking opinion. I, I I don't have any fucking facts. I know I could be fucking targeted. Like you know, the the, the they'll probably use for for me. They'll probably use minorities because I spoke out about systemic racism and all that kind of shit. So then, you know, my trolls would fucking love to fucking boast about how I was a social justice warrior, but I was killed by a brown guy or a, or a black guy. And they'll say shit like, maybe you should have been more, you know, uh, maybe if you've been nice to white people, you would have, you know, something along those fucking lines. I already have, you know, that jotted down of the possible stuff that they might try to do. I, I jotted down, I, back like the last couple of years, I jotted down possible things they could do to try to fuck with me, so I have it out there. You know what I mean? Cause, because they can get to you at any fucking time. You know what I mean? They probably have people who are who <clears throat> will familiar, familiarize themselves with me. That's why you got to watch out who you let into your fucking, you know, your life. You, you can't trust people you fucking know because you don't know who they're associated with. Especially if they want to socially climb up to be with the billionaires and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, to, for people to get to that level, they would... Definitely, like, you know, sacrifice someone like me because, you know, they don't like my fucking socially con. You know, I guess with the 2010s, when they were, when people were trying to be more socially conscious because we were in that era, I, I guess what the call is just a gimmick for a lot of fucking people because now in the 2020s, is like they're trying to lure, go back more into the, into, into like, you know, reg- into like the late 90s, early 2000s level of ignorance. I don't know, man. Then there's an obvious discourse with, um... The obvious discourse with, um... Like, we don't know what the, what the cause is, but, like, people... I, there'll be bad faith actors online who will claim to be left that will jump the gun... So that, like, and I'm sure the mainstream media might jump the gun, and it might not be, the, like, because they, they, that's another thing that they love doing to take advantage, while taking advantage 
of how people are fucking, you know, uh, going the way they're going is that they love to, like, toy with the emotions. Like, it's, it's not bad enough that or, that uh, tragedy is being organized, right? It, it, th- th- that isn't fucking good enough. But, like, you know, n- now, like, d- d- like, playing the game of which, oh, what political party, like, kind of did to him. And bad faith actors in this world are fucking playing on your emotions and we're fucking doomed as a society, essentially. It's all it's all it's it's all in my fucking head. I can just see where the world is going, so I might as well fucking you know come out you know and fucking you know, just you know, just analyze the best I fucking can. There was this guy I think Jeremy Mash. I don't know who. Like again, he has like ties. I, I I thing is like whenever somebody becomes a discourse character, it's like now you gotta do homework on what other fucking shit has been like you know discrediting for him. Like, already everybody has the the resumes out on all the stuff that Mike Johnson has said that goes, oh my god, can you believe? Like, why didn't this stuff fucking come out fucking sooner then? If you're already bringing fucking stuff out. And it's like, they purposely introduce these fucking characters because it, you know what I mean? Like, they'll, they'll go viral for saying shocking fucking things. And then when they get into a place of fucking power, you're like, can you see, see, the, the, because people always deny it, like go, oh, well, he's just speaking his mind or whatever. But it's like, if you're being introduced into the, into the discourse, it's more because you're going to be a fucking person that's going to be a player. Because again, you can't even keep up with the amount of fucking politicians, the amount of lawyers, everyone just ends up becoming a character who's ever part of this fucking discourse. And that's what takes over a lot of the fucking stuff that's going on. So it fucking drives me fucking nuts. Let me see. So yeah, Mike Johnson got the fucking, uh, he got the fucking thing. He, he, he was one of the guys that support sodomy laws, just the evil, um, evils of sex outside marriage. Um, you know, so this is the kind of guy you want. This is where he called, there's a clip of him calling for the end of Medicaid, uh, Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security. Um, and then he's a super religious guy. Like, you know, we don't live in a democracy, because a democracy is two wolves and a lamb deciding what's for dinner, okay? It's not just majority rule, it's a constitutional republic. And founders set that up because they followed the biblical admonition on what a civil society is supposed to look like. You know, we don't live in a democracy. So, here's the thing. I, I, I don't believe that should be the way fucking shit is. But the, but the thing is, is that... Um, the, but it's not a but, like, oh, we should have this. Or anything that. Don't, don't get, like, all fucking twisted with this. Like, I always felt like... Like, even though they always say, oh, democracy exists, whatever. And, and, I, and I agree, it should fucking exist. But I always feel like under the fucking table, like... There's always, like, things have always been, like, you know, like, like, it's, there's been, like, fundamentalist shit that fucking dictates where the fucking world fucking goes behind the fucking scenes while making it look like we have, like, these laws. And I mean, yeah, they apply to regular fucking people and all that kind of shit. But, like, to some of these celebrities and these fucking politicians, it's like you find out when they want you to find out, like, it's kind of orchestrated. So like it's always been kind of like you know like like their like like their their fucking method of how you 
you know, um, present fucking, you know, law and order and people breaking crime, because nothing makes any fucking sense about a lot of the fucking stuff. Like, people will be legal experts and all this kind of stuff and analyze sports entertainment like it's fucking real. That's, you know what I mean? And they get, like, real people who are doctors or lawyers to then partake in the sports entertainment element of it. So, yeah, like, so, like, while they are a fucking, you know, like, a credible scientist or something like that, but once you get put into the discourse, it's like you have to limit it, but you get the credibility because that's your official profession, essentially. But, it, but like, you know, but everyone that comes and becomes a star on, on like, the discourse and television, movies, all that kind of shit, it's like your actual profession doesn't really mean as much because you're in a world where it, it, like, it doesn't apply, basically, when, when you're talking about stuff. Like, people go, oh, uh, Trump, tr- tr-, like, like, the, like, like, the, like, the personal reason why some of these people take Trump, uh, tr- take Trump on as a fucking lawyer it's a way for him to, him to put over other lawyers, right? Me, me, meaning that, like, on, on the surface, they'll do a horrible job re- representing him or whatever, right? But in their actual practice, it'll make their value go up where they actually do, under the table, help other fucking people who might have, like, the same type of, like, you know, uh, like, desire to, like, be in, like, you know, in, like, who, like, kind of politically lean that way or something like that, you know what I mean? Like, these people do function from being in the... Like, so these people's actual business might actually go up, um, you know, because they're part of the discourse, right? But you wouldn't think that because they've done a horrible job with this Trump shit. Or Trump fucking gets rid of them and all that kind of shit, but... There's always some type of value to that, uh, you know. There's a reason why they love to show you people being incompetent. And we just think we live in an incompetent fucking world, but... Like, and, and 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 that to me is a cop out because all that really is is basically saying, oh, it sucks that you know incompetent people are running shit and uh, and it, you just talk around in circles and limit the discourse of what you can do. If if you put out that you personally think that these people are destructing the planet on purpose and uh, they don't care about fucking human life and they know that people have to fucking die and they're gonna be sacrificial lambs to this fucking fundamentalist game. It'd be a lot more fucking scarier. Not that I want this fucking world, but like people keep talking in circles about how this stuff keeps happening, and there's gonna be no fucking solutions. All it's gonna be is more fucking arguing. And people will be hypocrites. Will point out the hypocrisies. It doesn't mean anything anymore because these people don't care. I'm not saying you shouldn't, because you need to educate people who might who might generally not know. So it's good to point out the hypocrisies and what happened under each presidency. It's kind of like how, like, like, like people are obviously going to go at Obama. Whenever Obama puts any opinion out about a social issue, and he might say a good fucking message, you already know the routine. And again, I'm not saying, like, 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 pe- like people will, will take umbrage with the fact that, like, I'm being, like, uh, that, that, like, I'm, like, rolling my eyes, but it's like, it's like, yeah, obviously you got to point out what something happened under each presidency, but it's like, it's been used as a fucking gimmick to basically bring in other other compromised people that don't have the stench of establishment on them as previous. And it's like, if Vince McMahon is writing the fucking storylines, then it's like the next fucking champion is going to be doing, is going to get the same fucking booking. That's why, like, you know, it, 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 that's why I, I, I always scoff. 
Well, I mean, I don't scoff. The fucking liberal scoff whenever you go, what's the difference between... Because the way that Biden's handling this fucking... Uh, this genocide that's going on in Palestine right now, the way he's handling it, what's it called? You're playing by official rules. You, this time it's not going to work by fucking guilting people into fucking supporting him. Because if you're telling... If, if you're going to give him credit for everything that's on the surface and all that type of shit, and people see the same systemic results, do you really think regular people... I'm not saying that there aren't bad faith actors that are going to lead those people who are fucking disenfranchised and have enough of the fucking system to go and embrace more, uh, you know, a, a more fundamentalist fucking person because the, the, the they're taking advantage of um, how horrible it was going to be under Biden or Trudeau. You know what I mean? So, like, to me, it's like they're already, you know, you already have that kind of shit. So, when this Jeremy Mash or Math, I don't know what his name is, doesn't disclose, like, for example, like, okay, so, like, I'm glad there's people in the alt media that are pointing out that this guy has interest in Israel or does some shadiness. And he's coming out. He's coming on there like an like oh he's like you know an unbiased expert, kind of and thinking what they should do to go out and go after Hamas basically. Well, you know what I mean? They'll sell you on like the, oh the solution might work actually, but it's like if you're already fucking tied to doing fucking horrible fucking shit, then like you know I don't fucking trust you. And and I'm glad people are pointing that out, but I also feel like people think that oh can you believe they try to. It's like at this point, the mainstream media doesn't. Um, they know they they know they exist to like the online establishment to be dunked on. So even though yeah, it's dangerous, and there's, there'll probably be general fucking viewers that will fucking you know like you know be, you know um you know um will be manipulated by that. They'll be manufactured consent. <laughs> there are people who are in the alt media. That will use it as a social climbing fucking you know exercise for them, and then and 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 because like you know they because some of, because some of them say they care about Palestinians, but then they're like you know compromised by other fucking um, other foreign governments that probably have ties to the fundamentalists in the U.S. Remember the only time that you know another country can be the enemy if it's like. Or like the only threat that the U like like the U S can't willingly be a part of something like that, it always has to be like oh no 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 Russian is the one that influenced Saudi Arabia is the one that influenced China is the one that's influencing. And I think different government agencies do influence because there's like a always a always a warfare going on behind the fucking scenes, and that's why I always wondered like it's all like you know with the. Uh, with Obama, at least, like, is he just gonna like? Is he saying a good message, but he's gonna ultimately end up on the fundamentalist side as well, on 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 one side or the other, or is he gonna be someone that's like, like not leading? Cause I I personally feel like you know he, like some of these people don't like you know they fucking have more power behind the scenes afterwards, basically when they're not doing it. it it's not like like when you say behind the scenes, people think Twitter. But, like, behind the scenes, the stuff that even social media doesn't come out of social media or doesn't come to the mainstream media. So the fact that we think we know insider stuff is, like, how they trained you with reality shows. Like, you, just because they're showing you the physical thing of, of, of backstage stuff, you automatically think that you're seeing the legit raw footage and nothing can be manufactured in that. That's all I'm saying is to be fucking careful of 
what information you're taking in. Because I'm talking about someone from experience. I'm talking, I'm talking as someone from experience, you know, who has that experience in uh, how I, uh, you know, in how I, you know, I don't know. I'm fucking stupid. And how I've been dumbed down and bought into a fucking narrative. People would take my take on this whole thing about even calling out some of the people that are pretending to be leftists. They'll think my fucking shit is a more, um, like, like, you know, the, the, the more centrist fucking view. Even though I say there's no excuse for what's going on and I'm not going to deny that. I'm not denying the genocide. And and, and, and I, I really hope by, like, cause by, like, again, like, if, let's say, for example, like, uh, like, there was an exaggeration in the number. I'm not saying there is, but let's say there was an exaggeration. That's going to give, like, the super um, pro-Israel Zionist type who are, like, you know, super pro-Israel for the, for the wrong... Like, not like not caring about actual Jewish people. Caring about the state of Israel. That's going to give them all the fuel they need, and that's going to help discredit the entire movement because the ones that get to dominate the fucking space are online or in the alt media will also spread lies as well. That's why I didn't like that Elon Omar did that mis- because it's like whenever whenever someone who represent for the Palestinian side, whenever they they have one fucking slip up, it'll be more focused on than the, the a million amount of fucking other fucking fuck ups that the you know the pro Israel side fucking has on on the news constantly. And then you 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 need some people to call that out, obviously. But I think by now it's also become a fucking gimmick. Like in the, in the midst of all, the, 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 like that, that's the worst fucking thing. It's like there's probably going to be no fucking solution. More people are going to fucking die, and it has to be centered around engagement and discourse because that's where money is being made with the social currency that's going on. That's what's fucking frustrating to me even more than just like the like the the death and the fucking nonstop oppression is worse fucking is is bad enough. But then when you have people making, becoming a gimmick out of it as well, and being a bad faith actor, then it's like, who am I supposed to fucking, like, I'm trying to get the news from certain people, and these people are too busy becoming fucking characters. That's what fucking just pisses me the fuck off even more about all this. It's like, not only do I need to fucking, you know, get the fucking news, I'm being surrounded by non-stop fucking characters that need to fucking get their comedy chops off or their audition because they want to be uh, the, the mainstream fucking person or something like that. I'm just getting so fucking, I'm just getting so fucking sick of it. And I really wish I was fucking, you know, just gone from this fucking planet. Maybe, maybe they'll take me out, to take me out anyways. Maybe they'll f- see that I'm, you know, they go, oh, well, this guy's a piece of shit anyways. I can't be, I can't be, it's like every, everyone who comes a cult leader becomes a bad faith fucking actor. How can you, like, have a reasonable conversation with it? All it is is that you're feuding non-fucking stop. Because people want that fucking chaos that, oh my god, in the 90s it was so fucking chaotic. The late, early 2000s was so chaotic. And they want to reboot that, even if it means that people are going to fucking die and all that kind of shit. Even like using like this, uh, you know, this, this, uh, this woman from 2003 who died. She was helping a Palestinian family. I think she got shot by the IDF for helping out a Palestinian family. 
And, you know, and, and, and then people are using, like, you know, how, like, you know, fucked up people in Israel have been making, have been, you know, um, made fun of her after her death. And then, the, the, like, what I see a lot of bad faith acting accounts doing is, like, trying to make it seem like all citizens in Israel support that. And if you're doing that kind of shit, then I, I, really, I really believe you're trying to do some fundamentalist shit. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blame every single U.S. citizen for what the U.S. has done to the middle fucking east. I'm not gonna blame every fucking Russian for what fucking Putin fucking does. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on every Israeli. Trust me, t- t- ten years ago I was on that fucking road because I was like, hey, all these motherfuckers don't like me for being a Muslim and they see me as a fucking terrorist. And then you get fucking, you know, you, you, you get, you, you feel you have no one to fucking talk to. And you feel like pe- even people you know want you to go like, be lured down that fundamentalist side. And then they end up fucking hating you because you're strong enough to fucking see it and not do it. it it's, it, it's hard not to go d- down a fundamentalist side with how they sophisticate the propaganda. And a lot of you who fucking do that, who think you're fucking pure, and anyone, anyone else that has, like, another opinion, we're the ones who are fucking compromised because we don't want to celebrate, um, you know, what Hamas does or do PR for Hamas, which is also helping Israel. And it feels like people don't fucking care. They're just showing their sociopathic fucking side. People who shouldn't even be like it's not even that. These people are sociopathic. Some of these people shouldn't even be fucking personalities. Like that—that's how mediocre the the far right wing shit is. Is that they're giving fucking like people who are supposed to be journalists, and they're not really that fucking great of journalists, anyways. But because they'll get one credible fucking thing, and then they'll fucking they'll have Jimmy Dore fucking talk about what awards you fucking won. But these people are, are, are definitely trying to organize fucking takeover with fundamentalism. That's why it's dangerous for what Jimmy Dore is doing. But all these, but, but, but all these trust me, what they call a lot of these grifters know about what I'm fucking saying. So a lot of the, their motiva- a lot of their motivation for something in Canada, like, like I can tell you my comments have probably shook them where they probably go, I'm going to double down on the fascism. Especially someone like Jimmy Dore who's not... It's like I, Jimmy Dore's whole philosophy. I can't. I can't actually be a great comedian. So I, I, I might as well become an undercover fascist. Basically, that's what. That's what he's basically saying. The guy couldn't string together two words to talk about Palestine, Israel, a few weeks ago, and all of a sudden, he's like putting down the fucking movement because he's a fucking fraud, and he should be fucking called out. See, this is what TYT's legacy is. Like, when TYT talks about, oh, you don't know our record, huh? Yeah, I know I know your record. You guys have normalized fucking uh, people who have become prominent with far right-wing fucking people, and you guys are normalizing yourself. I don't care if Anna, Anna Kasperian, and she could talk with all the, she could talk with her chest out and, and be all confident like she's going to, oh, it's dangerous to go against me. No, you're f- fighting scripted fucking fights. Oh, oh my God, you dunked on, you, you dunked on a politician. That whole character is designed to get dunked on. Like they actually like they actually think that by dunking on Vivek, 
they actually did something. And, and the thing is, yeah, fine, you can dunk on him, but the only reason why he exists is because he's going to be there in the discourse regardless. He's going to be around. He just, he's just there to be a fucking character that's getting shit on by a lot of fucking people. I don't know what the hell George Santos is talking. Dude, I, I honestly I hear George Santos news and I I, I hear what the, what the discourse is and I don't even know how real it is or what. Like n- now he's claiming that his fucking uh, his niece got kidnapped by China. Like, it, it it doesn't even make any fucking sense, uh, unless he's kind of fucking exposing that like these politicians are so fucking uh, like p- different political factions are feuding with each other. That behind the scene they're doing some John Wick level. I, I, mean, I don't know if that's John Wick. I haven't seen. I only watched John Wick two, John Wick one and two. But I mean, it sounds like an, an adventure that John Wick would fucking have to like go out and I don't, I don't know. I forget what his whole motivation is. Anyways, I don't give a shit. I, I don't want to do movie references. I'll just stick with Sopranos references. All right, uh, that's my bag. Go, go, roll your eyes somewhere else. I can't like Sopranos. I didn't contribute to it, so I can't like it. I can't stand that he'll think it's the funniest show ever. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm just fucking... I'm just sick of this fucking world. This is Canadian fashion. Uh, um, I'm doing Canadian news for once, huh? No, this is... Uh, I, 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 I've heard of this guy before. Like He's like some, like... Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I've I heard his name before. You know, uh, Peter Nygaard. I don't know what his name is. Peter Nygaard. Or is it like, you know, you, is it like, you know, he's supposed to be like some, like, what is he? Some Finnish guy? I don't know. Hold on, let me see. You're Peter Nygaard. He was, uh, he's a fashion exec. He's 82 years old, and he's already... It's like, it's like one of those, like, you know, guys that pr- had a bunch of fucking, you know, sex crimes, like, in the 80s and 90s. And then when they're ready to bring it to the fucking... Bring it forward, it's like, hey, we need you to do... We need, we need you to initiate another victim, basically, so that we can um, tie it into your old cases, basically. So we have to tie... And th- that's how organized it is for these for these guys. Otherwise, they could have got this guy a long fucking time ago. They waited until he's 82 to finally do it. I'm sure he'll, like, you know, not get enough fucking time... Either way, you got him at the very end of, like, you know, his life, essentially. By the time he fucking transferred his consciousness to another fucking body. Or, you know, decides to live in an android or some shit like that.
I don't know. He looks. He looks like if if they gave Ed like like currently he looks like. Uh, I was gonna say he looks like Ed Leslie a little bit in this picture, but. I don't know. It would be like an old. It would be like an old wrestler who would be given like a cartoonish gimmick. At the tail end of his career, who already had like a legendary run within, like you know, with like you know, uh, with like the NWA, with like Florida Championship Wrestling, you know, mid south, and then WWE would bring him in as like you know, as like you know this fucking you know fashion guy. I don't know. By the way, they're calling uh, Joe Biden Genocide Joe. That's, th th that really does remind me of a fucking XPW name. I don't know. Everything just, it's just fucking, it's just fucking weird now. Like, you know, you, like, you, you don't want to talk about the whole Kanye thing. Like, j just like, you know, every day it has to be like something that's super fucking wild. Like the next thing you know, it'll be like, oh, Kanye West dressed be uh, that Bianca chick. Up as a to as a French toilet or something like that, and they were like you know he forced her to go snorkeling in the in the in the in the Galapagos or something like that. So some something stupid, but like you know it's just like everything is just out there to be a fucking parody, and it's like this is like the world that we're like people just shut me people just shut me down for thinking outside the box back when I was a fucking kid, and now literally like. Any type of th anything I threw out of my imagination, would, like anything that I had in my head for a random scenario that I wanted to throw out, it would be like a fucking you know, it would be a storyline in the in the current fucking in the current era that we're in. Like that's how like fucking messed up it is, and it's like you really can't get over it because it just seems like things are just gonna get worse and worse. Like in 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 the middle of all of it, we're also making it comedic, but to make it a you know a tragic comedy essentially. Again, I keep hammering this home, obviously. I'm like WWE with this or some shit. Like, you know, we're sports entertaining ourselves into fascism and, you know. I don't know what's going to happen with it. I don't know, man. I'm so fucking. I'm just so pissed off with everything. I just, I just can't stand any of this. It's like we're gonna be here for like, you know, like how how much more do you fucking really need? Like, why do I gotta be here for this shit? No one gives a fuck about my opinion. That's fine, but it's like. You know, maybe this is going to be something that people look into afterwards, and maybe you'll see how right I am. But trust me, I, it, and, and, and the thing is, I never want to be more wrong. Like, I don't want a fucking fascist fucking takeover. I don't want war to happen, but I also know the, the, the inevitability of it. And I feel like there's people that hide behind being anti-war, who dominate the space, who are not disclosing what they actually know and, and, and how advanced a lot of this shit is. And how planned out where the world and where the narratives are going to happen. 
That's why this is, people always wonder, oh, how come people back then didn't say anything more about, like, the racism and the misogyny and all that? Because society, because the people who control society and what direction the world was going in, the, what direction the culture was going in, they were amplifying um, ample amount of fucking ignorance and propaganda. And when people are more concerned, and then you'll show a video of somebody being socially conscious back then, but you'll show one fucking speech, and then other stuff that they've said will be like, you know, like uh, ignorant or something like that, whatever. But then you'll like make it seem like, oh, people should have known back then, but it's like people right now don't even know they're being fucking um, propagandized right now. It just becomes, you know, just it just becomes depressing. Like every, every like, do I see this topic, like whether it's on Reddit or whether it's on like if I'm going through like television movies, or if I'm you know like the subreddits and all that kind of shit sometimes. So then I go through all whatever, and then sometimes I see this. Sometimes I feel like is this planned out? Okay, I see people. I see prominent accounts online, also always talking about this. But it always becomes, like, here's the thing, whenever it comes to sex in television and movies, right, what's it called, like, me personally, I don't give a shit if they're in it or not. Sometimes it adds to the story, if it doesn't add to the story, it could be still be fucking, you know, hilarious, depending on, hilarious or fucking, you know, compelling, depending on, on, on what's happening and all that kind of shit. Sometimes I do think that they try to force it in for the sake of fucking forcing it in, right? But for some reason, people deem that anyone that doesn't care about sex on television or movies... Like, why would anyone care about, like, like for example, you think less of me because I think that, I mean, let's say for example, I think it's not fucking needed. I'm not saying that it shouldn't be. Like, I'm not saying that you know, I'd be a, a, a opposed to it. But, like, why am I less than if, like, I don't think that it, with the call, it, it's really needed in certain fucking scenes? Like, I'll say a certain amount of scenes. I think it's, 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 I think that sometimes if you're telling a fucking story, it needs to be in there. You know, but also at the same time, these people that advocate for it, like, they think that fucking, like, people think that, like, being corporate is, like, not wanting more sex. And and I I agree, there's a fucking, uh, a fundamentalist type of shit that goes on where people want to suppress sex completely. I think that's a mistake because people need to be educated on it and all that kind of shit. And people will want to fucking suppress it. Um, but I also think that there's fundamentalism that goes on that on the opposite spectrum where people, where people, especially in the, in the industry, entertainment industry, that's like a really mafia type of industry. They fucking pressure men and women to fucking do shit that they probably don't want to do and they'll regret. And when you're young and you want to prove yourself, you'll be like, okay, I'll, I'll go with it. But then you start regretting it. So taking in consideration from the Me Too movement whatever, right? I thought even even though, like, the narratives are gimmicked right now, I thought we we're gonna finally get to the fucking whole point of, of like, the initiation phase of what happens in, in, in that shit. Yeah. You know, I... Like so, 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 like I can't even take that in consideration. So if I don't take that in consideration, then I'm a sexist fucking pig. But then if I do, then I'm trying to be an over the top feminist, and I want to pander and get like, like, dude, half these chicks will probably still fuck the scumbags anyways. I don't fucking it's not, not about that. It's about not regressing into completely being a sexist and making it seem like oh, I'm super progressive because I'm forcing my opinion about sex about shit. 
like, 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 like people can't even like even if you even if you do enjoy sex and movie scenes, and television, like, like, like people who who enjoy that can't even just go hey I well, I enjoy it even if some of these people who are being polled right now are saying uh, you know some of the gender g- gener- uh, generation Z people are being polled don't think it's fucking needed. Like, for example, I don't agree that it's not fucking needed in a movie, but guess what? I'm not going to fucking eat their heads off because they have that opinion. People are allowed to have that fucking opinion, but all of a sudden you're making people feel less than because they don't fucking share your opinion. And that, and that to me, is a sign that people want to be cult leaders. I mean, I mean, go ahead. You're, you're, you're already a, a lot of you are only already aligned with fundamentalist types already. That's the reason why a lot of you feel confident in, in the violence you can put out or the fucking the stuff that you can do because you're backed up by it, and and because people are are um you know are people can call out your tactics. You're getting mad, so you think, okay, well, I have a right to go and fucking even though a lot of these people, the people who pretend like, well, I have a right to now get violent on these people who are talking swift to me. You, you, a lot of these people act like they're not the ones who are organizing chaos to push people into t- reacting like that. By the way, with the cold Endeavor, like, this is not apparently going to affect WWE, but apparently because their stock is down or something, I, I, I don't know what's going on, but they're, th- but they're thinking about different, they're, they're, like, putting out that a sale might be needed, or something like that, that's off the table, and, and, and here's the thing, here's, here's, here's my crazy idea, ultimately, when this whole news started, I think they got, got out the bag too early that Saudi Arabia was going to take it over, right? And then and then they go okay fucking you know it's gonna ruin WrestleMania so we'll hint that we're gonna go with fucking you know TKO like you know the whole Endeavor type of deal. We're gonna do this type. We're gonna do this type of shit. I bet you any money if like you know cause whatever's happened on the surface is supposed to be by design. But like with Arya Manuel kind of like you know making the whole well we have morals blah 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 and, and harping home on that and the fact that people gave him credit because again the one thing that keeps coming up, uh, part of the discourse, is that um you know he he gets credit for rejecting Saudi Arabia originally when the whole Khashoggi murder fucking happened, right and and to me it's like and people will still give him credit for that even if he is open to doing business with Saudi Arabia. And I, I, like, dude, it's not where you start out, it's where you fucking end up. People can keep using that credibility, but, but sooner, sooner or later, people that are covering this are gonna, like, they're not gonna be able to defend, like, some of, like, the, the, the way people are getting away with shit. Eventually, they're gonna see that heels are getting away with the stuff that they're doing. No one actually gets held accountable, so they're not gonna fucking shy away from becoming fucking heels themselves. Why would I wanna be in this fucking world with that shit? 
But I bet I I can bet you that fucking ultimately Saudi Arabia, like you know what I mean, because WWE is supposed to go down the fucking heelish role. This is gonna be something where, like Saudi Arabia is gonna probably fucking you know, like own own and own um you know, if the sale with Endeavor goes goes the way it goes, I'm sure somehow Saudi Arabia will figure into it. Also, um, what's it called? Moxley was talking about, um, uh, his, uh, Moxley was talking about his, um, sobriety and how it's hard and all that. And I, I, I really, I, I really, and you know what I mean? And he was talking about something about, like, you know, me being on the, you know, what, what, I'll, I'll pay for what I've done on the other side. I'm thinking I was planting a fucking seed. And if he's having trouble with sobriety, like you know what I mean? Like like the, the reason why I have uh, more I have empathy for him, especially, because it seems like he's kind of chosen to be the guy that has to be another like you know like I I really, I really hope I'm wrong. Kind of like the like because he has these issues and he's doing dangerous shit, and you constantly have people piling on, and because there's people that know where the world's going, it's like something with him is gonna happen. But the reason why sobriety is fucking hard, how can you fucking function in a mafia system where the billionaires will make you do shit, and you have to be the one that takes responsibility for it, while all the fucking talking heads will will just judge you based off what like seemingly what's your decision because they all want to suck up to these billionaires. None of these people wanted to fucking change with the fucking to with, with uh, AEW. They wanted to do their own fucking propaganda, where you know where it's becoming a discourse fucking company. They're trying to write in fucking discourse and tragedy all the fucking time. They want self fucking destruction. That's what they fucking. Uh, that's what that's what the system fucking. It, it's a, it's it's the same formula over and over again. Eventually, your art becomes nothing. And that's why, you know, I feel like, you know, I, 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 I hope by me saying it with a cold, you know, nothing happens. But, like, I, I get the same vibe with the Pete Davidson and fucking John Moxley. You know what I mean? Like, like, like guys that are good, like Artie Lang, now John Mulaney even. Where, like, you know, the, it's the same formula of trying to always uh, create fucking people that are self-destructive. Not that the industry itself has organized that kind of shit. You know, I don't know. We'll see what ends up happening, man. I don't know. You know who the internet's shitting on now, too? Um, the Bella Twins? Well, the Garcia Twins now. Well, I mean, listen, I, I, think, that, I, I think it's like another case of... You ha- like, you'll get credibility with certain sections of the fans if you get screwed over by WWE. Some people will think that, hey, WWE doesn't have to give them their branding if they don't fucking want, want to. They own that, whatever. Right, and WWE did a lot for them. But don't. But the thing is, like, I understand, like, 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 like the Jim Cornettes of the world, or like the Dave Meltzer of the world, when they're breaking down the Bella's influence, whatever. Like, they're not gonna like they'll look at it like in in a, in like you know in a in in a typical like you know like uh, territory type of deal, right? Whatever they'll look under under that lensing. But like, you can't deny that fucking you know the Bella's brought in new fans with the reality show. And putting people on, like, behind the fucking scenes. 
if, 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 if you want the fucking truth, because the Bellows became more made in the WWE system, bef- um, you know, before Brian Danielson did, like, like I, I feel the same way with Maria Kanellis, whatever. She became, like, you know what I mean? People who, who, like, who, like, ended up being in the system end up being their own kind of capo, essentially. And, like, the, with the Colts, like, the, Be- the Bella co-signing Brian Danielson is what probably helped, like, mo- like, mo- like move him. Even though, like, the hardcores will like him. But, like, to help fucking, like, you know, like, to uh, get him social clout or get Mike Bennett social clout. Like, some of these, they, like, you know what I mean? And it goes with everyone who socially, you know, co-signs people. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's not putting down Brian Danielson or putting down Mike Bennett, whatever. I'm just saying that, like, like so, so some of these people, you know, become madams and become their own bosses. You know what I mean? They start out as Angie Boppin' Zeros, and then they start becoming bosses, essentially. So I'm looking at their I'm looking at their value like behind the fucking scene. I know I know on social media they'll have shit that'll make them a villain again, where they'll probably be accused of like burying somebody. I the the part that I hate the most is whenever anyone points out that they may have to do sexual favors to get pushed or whatever and all that kind of stuff. People solely blame them. Like like fine you can get like like mad at people who opted to do that, but you're not getting mad at the people who run the fucking company that put them through that. Maybe they would, like, maybe the company didn't have that fucking, as of, as a rule behind the fucking scenes, maybe. Maybe they would, they wouldn't, like, I'm sure if, if you asked them at a fucking young, at, at the age that they got into it, hey, would you, like, if, if, that, if that's the ideal situation that you want to, you, you have to fucking, I don't know, blow John Laurinaitis, like, that's what the rumors are, basically. I'm sure they'll say fucking no, right? But like you know, you you but but you have these rules behind the fucking scenes. It's like it's like when you're not in, when you're in the mafia world, you you know it's like it, it, that's why certain people start. You go, oh my god, can you believe? Like Mickey James, like started out with like you know soft core porn. It's like yeah, well no, it's like that's how you climb up into the industry. You like you become an, a sex worker, you become a porn star, you become a troll online. You eventually make it, you know what I mean? And it's not me judging them and going, oh my God, can you believe that? It's like, it's, it's not a surprise to me because I, I already feel I know how these industries fucking run. So, so I'm not going to blame the cogs in the fucking system. But there's people who will weaponize that kind of shit like, oh, I can't take her seriously because she did porn. Oh, Seth Rollins did porn. I can't take it. It's like, it's like dude, that's, that's their initiation into the fucking club. What do you want from them? I'm sure they didn't fucking want to do it. That's why when... And then they pick and choose when you find out about each person's fucking shit, basically. Like, all of a sudden, you, like, when Lars Sullivan was supposed to become, uh, you know, become, become a discourse character, you suddenly had all his posts from the, you know... It's like, that's where you fucking start out. I, I didn't realize that. I thought people were just, just doing edgelord ideas and saying shit, whatever. But I guess I was also being initiated and watched because I used to partake in the Stern Fan Network and just thought that, like, maybe Howard might fucking see me. I didn't know it was, like, a whole institution of where they probably go. And with the call, I was getting a lot of traction on the board. Cause sometimes, even before I even became a character, there would be days where the fucking focus would be on me because I'd have a meltdown because of, because you're dealing with racist Stern fans and all that. I, 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 remember, I remember I fucking lost it. Like and this is back when I wasn't even that super articulate about the race issue, whatever. But I, I, but, but because it became so obvious, like I fucking like had a fucking whole war 
with people online on, on because like they would cover like, like some posts would cover like you know news stories like that's how you'd find out about news stories that like, if you weren't like going on everything so when, when proof you know M- D from d12 died a bunch of the stern fans were like making the generalizations and i lost my fucking mind on them you know what i mean and i i, I would have those kind of fights with them but that's probably where, you know, Stern probably knew that I was a fucking personality that he could fuck with. Because he saw how they could fuck with me online. They could, you know. I just thought it was a message board. I didn't know the whole starting thing that Howard had control of it the whole fucking time. But then when he officially had control of it, then that's when it was supposed to go downhill. But I always felt he had control of it regardless. You know. By the way, Matt Hardy was talking about wanting a heel stable with him, Jeff, Edge, and Chris. The thing is... I wouldn't even be. I wouldn't even um, d- deny that. But the thing is, right now the hard, like again, maybe you should have like kept Matt Hardy special and not like use him super much when he first fucking came in. Or maybe you should have paced out the whole like you know Matt um um HFO fucking shit. Because the big money Matt gimmick was good in ROH, but I think it came at a time when. The internet fucking was like, you know, every the the ROH fan was like, oh, because Matt Hardy became a heel online in the 2010s. Right? People would make fun of him. So, like, you know, the hardcores in ROH, like, they fucking hated him, but then he ended up becoming a really solid act. Whatever, right? And then, he's, and then, and then the thing is, like, I like, I, like, I like the broken stuff when it first started, but when it started becoming overly fucking gimmicky, I was like, like, even if it goes to WWE, they're not going to do a good job with it, but, like, it's, like, it, it already has, like, it, it has, like, fucking limited legs. So I think, like, you know, relying on that too many fucking times also kind of took away by the time you got to ROH, by the time you got to um, AEW. I just, you know, and, and then they just, you know, he, he's, he, him and his brother are discourse fucking characters. Especially with Jeff's real life issues that, you know, the industry will have him go through, in my personal opinion. But, like, yeah, like if you can, if you can get a motivated Jeff and Matt to, like, you know, and, like, not look frail and broken down, whatever. And, like, you know, it just seems like there's no charisma around them. You know what I mean? It feels like they haven't got, like, their compound V has been taken away from them. So it doesn't feel like they have anything fucking special about them right now. But I wouldn't mind, like, the TLC guys, like, you and the Dudley boys, all fucking, you know, ha- having, you know, um, like, you know, um, being the representatives of the, of the 90s tag teams, of the early 2000 tag teams, and to kind of put over the current tag team and have, like, an all-out fucking war. Nothing like TLC-like, just like, you know, selling, selling it off on promos and all that kind of shit. You know, I don't know. Grayson Waller did a good marketing thing. He, uh, you know, he he's the type of character to to annoy Taylor Swift fans. But it it always feels like because like there's different factions of different entertainment online. I bet you that the higher ups on the off of the online discourse got in connection with one of the more prominent fucking stands of the Taylor Swift fucking you know uh, fandom, and they go, hey, can you just put the Grayson Waller over so we can make it seem like he's getting some buzz against. 
You know what I mean? So he, so I mean, he should continuously use it as fucking fun for you know for his character online, for his character on on the on the thing. Maybe when you do a promo taking jabs at them, maybe they will, uh, you know, maybe they will, you know, address it. and It'll become a big fucking thing. Maybe, but I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Fucking so sick and tired of this shit. It's 3.19 a.m. I'm gonna, uh, you know, go and do some of the recaps now. But, you know, I just wanted to fucking just do this quickly and shit. Well, it's been an hour, so whatever. Here trying to get clout. They out here trying to get broads. I'm out here getting that bag. Money, 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 money. It's a war outside. Gotta go to war, gotta get them checks. It's a war outside. They don't wanna see a nigga with success. It's a war outside. Enemy hate when a nigga live blessed. What's going on? October 27th, 6.47 p.m. Y'all niggas can't fuck with me. Better go and do your research. King Crook been standing tall since birth. It's like I was born feet first. Y'all said I would die broke. Nope. Rich nigga when I leave earth. I put being poor in the clouds. Ow. I put poverty on a t-shirt. Me and T's are the illest on my soul. Didn't drop so you thought that we got cold. Picture us falling off, you did not know. We was loading up shots in the foxhole. Before I step, I remember the check the perimeter. Exhibit a tech when I ended up. Feel the war, I get it jumping for sure. Without flexing a fibula. Nigga, just give me the checks, I'ma live it up. Bread, give it up. It's a depression inhibitor. In less than a minute, a second, you get a death wish. Busting like sex when it's extracurricular. I'll go on, I'll go on the next last week's releases sometime in the weekend, right? This is from the Crooked Eye and Joel Ortiz uh, um, album. This is a really good song. The whole album was good, actually. Handed over, my man been sober. Yeah, I'm talking years on the clean side, not even a can of soda. So yeah, just blow some smoke up in the air, spell inside. My nigga, you did that. Me, I just relax, sip, yeah, kick back and chit chat about property. Get that, flip that, or sit that tenant and it get racked steadily with that. Clout chasing, y'all gotta quit that. All the real money is silent. Shh. You niggas busting down watches. 
Me and my niggas bust down islands. In that be joins, but those get worn in silence. Only a few of y'all know what time it is. The automobiles are autonomous. The shotgun goddess is anonymous. My backyard's obnoxious. Heated in ground pool, a koi pond with a lot of fish. Outdoor kitchen, big television. I'm flipping through channel, channel and flipping while I'm picking at barbecue ribs. Postagram, I post with fam. Y'all post to know who I am without a pen. But if you must know, I got to this money, 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 money. It's a war outside. Gotta go to war, gotta get them checks. It's a war outside. They don't wanna see a nigga with success. It's a war outside. Enemies hate when a nigga live blessed. It's a war outside. And I'm coming for the money, 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 money. money. All right. What the call? I want to get into again. I'm not gonna do the dynamite. I haven't finished dynamite. To tell you the truth, you know what I mean. I I, I went out to do stand up comedy yesterday. That's why North Thursday when I normally end up like you know doing a recap. I'm not really interested in wrestling too much. To tell you the truth, especially with AEW. So I went out to go do uh, open mic. It 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 didn't go. I, I don't in in my head it didn't go as well as the first time I thought. But, I mean, there wasn't that many people there, you know, and, and, and before it wasn't that many people before. But, you know, just putting some reps in and kind of connecting, you know. So, sometimes I, I feel like, you know, like that, like, you know, like uh, because some people who might not know me and they look up stuff about me probably because, you know, all comedians fucking do that. The the guest, the, the, the host of the show seems like a nice fucking guy, but then, like... When I want to, like, for example, like, he bantered too much with me when I was doing the, uh, like, the stand-up portion, like, the, the, the week before. But then when I was like, okay, you know what, I'm going to go in, and I'm going to completely improvise and not really have any material ready, just kind of react. And it felt like, I don't know, I, I, it felt like I wasn't really getting, you know, uh, as much banter this time. Maybe that was going to go off. So I, I didn't know how to... Again, when you don't really talk to people, you don't know how to play off of them. So, you, you know, people don't, might not get your sense of fucking humor and shit. And also, I'm nervous, you know what I mean? But I, I, I like, like, for, for example, if it were 10 years ago, it wasn't going well. I would already be in a suicidal fucking rage, you know what I mean? Like, oh, no, no nothing's working out, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I think I'm going in with the intention of, like, I know that it's not probably going to work out. And this is just exercise of, like, just being in front of a fucking live crowd in some capacity. To, like, maybe, you know, kind of say some stuff. Like, people do laugh at stuff I say. But I don't like my setup and all that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? So I'm sitting... And, and plus, I wasted so much material on doing podcasting and streaming with, like, you know, the Periscope shit over the years. That I feel like a lot of, like, the funniest shit, you know, has kind of, like, passed me by. And now it's kind of, I'm in like a reflective mode of where I've been. But the thing is like, you know, for an open mic, that's not really compelling because you got to do punchline, punchline, punchline. And when you have like somebody who's supposed to be the host, just kind of like, you know, uh, like it, it feels like you're being put, you're, you're being put into the ringer. Like, you know, instead of you're doing open mic, it feels like you're getting put like from, from all these, like for, like for example, like that Kill Tony show. That, that happens, right? I don't know if that's still going on. But it just feels like a, a way sometimes for some of the comedians who do these things to, like, you know, kind of be superior over you. You know what I mean? Like, you... Like, you don't know what their intention is. But, but, but like, you know what I mean? Like, like, there's nothing, like, uh, super negative because the guy keeps saying, hey, you come back. Yeah, that was great. Even if it didn't seem as great when I was fucking doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. And then it's like it's like then I, if I say something that is kind of funny, then like I'm like I gotta jot it down, 
it's like, I don't know, man, maybe I'm not cut out for, like, an actual stand-up audience, and I'm more, like, reserved, like, I'm more of the Howard Stern of the world, where, like, you know, like, I can just go through my thoughts, and if something funny happens, it happens. I mean, Howard trying to force comedy all the time, but, like, you know, I, I'm more introspective in how I do it, and I, I don't know if that resonates, really. I gotta be, like, you know, uh, completely fucking, you know, I, I, I gotta be, like, uh, an established person for be, for me to be able to do that kind of stuff, because otherwise, if my story's not known, it's like I have to, like, go out and do the fucking, you know, oh, the punchline after punchline after punchline shit. With, you know, and, and then it's also the fact that with the cold, like, you're kind of, like, I'm out of the loop with wrestling shit. Like, maybe this could be material, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Like, could this be material, you know? I don't know, man. It's like if 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 I'm not in if I'm not in the wrestling world kind of in a way then you know um you know I don't know like I, I've just been too much into into the Howard Stern world and I've been too much into the wrestling world so now I can only kind of analyze shit like it's pro wrestling essentially. But it feels like for the first time like even though it might not be resonating with people. It feels like for the first time, like, the wrestling shit kind of gives me, like, an, an advantage, but the way that I can, like, kind of explain, you know, the world a little bit. But I don't think people, like, who are stuck in, like, you know, the, like, if you're just stuck in comedy, you don't watch wrestling, and you, you don't, whatever, then you're not really going to understand that element of it, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do it. See, now I'm contemplating if I should use, like, part of this feeling out of the loop as part of my... You know, I mean, but like, is that really going to be funny? I don't know. Who cares? Maybe it's best for me not to fucking, you know, do it. You know, I don't know. Hold on one second. One second. Sorry, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna do the raw NXT recaps. I'll save the Dynamite Rampage and SmackDown probably before the Collision shit. Maybe I don't know if I'll even air it like you know, before Collision, but like I'll do it before Collision airs, 
Otherwise, my, my nose will be shit if I don't fucking do it before then. So let me start with... I'll go with Impact quickly. You know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, uh, uh, the BFG was a good show. They had uh, the Hall of Fame speeches for uh, Don and Tanae and Tracy Brooks. And if, if, if you follow the product that since they existed... You know that these acts meant, or like you know what these acts meant to the company. So it was good to see them get their flowers. Essentially, they showed they showed the matches on their television for this week. So, like I, I know they tape stuff, but they're doing a tour and doing Turning Point in the UK that will air November fourth or something like that. But they also did tapings after the pay per view. So maybe next week's tapings from are from the UK will air is what airs. Cause then, because that'll be a that'll be like a, like a day before the turning point thing. It's hard to know how they organize the taping because they, they tape out of order sometimes. Anyway, Saban beat Kenta to retain the X Division title. Um, it was it was it was pretty good. Nothing much else to say because it just feels like a one off essentially, right? You know, like the you know randomly, but you know it was a good it was a good match. The PCO beat Macklin, Moose, and Ryan on a monstrous ball match. I haven't really been into all these stories where I can think a four way needed a stipulation. If it was Macklin and PCO, I can understand because they have gone to such lengths because of the whole bully Ray thing. I can see the history, but this felt like a hardcore for the sake of it. The breaking development with that bully interfered and sent Macklin through a table. You know what I mean? And later, and later on the gauntlet, he did come off like a baby face. In there as well. I don't know how much I like the idea in trying to make people like Bully Ray, but whatever. Uh, Ace and Bay Connection beat the Rascals to get the titles get the titles back. It was cool they saved this match for a few months rather than blowing their stack right away. And by the time you had this match at Bound for Glory, you're like, okay, we've seen it a bunch of times, right? It could have been done, the, the bill could have been done smoother, but it was still a pretty solid storyline going in. And I figured Rascals might keep it, actually. But reading the tapings... They added Myron Reed to the stable, I guess. But Ace and Bay are definitely the best team in the company, in my personal opinion. Um, but this is a really good match. They should re- revisit, revisit, revisit it and build a rivalry with them later on. Now, the match of the night was obviously Osprey versus Bailey and uh, Mike Bailey. They lived up to what, what you can imagine. It's, what you, it's like if you know what their capabilities and you know who these guys are, you know what they're like. You 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 know what to expect from it. Like this is exactly what like I envisioned with like some of the counters they would do and stuff like that. The hard strength, the kind of flips, the dives, the sequence, all of it. You know what I mean? It was really fucking good. I don't know if, if, if this is gonna be a dark match for a future taping. But they said that Osprey, you know, will face Josh Alexander. So I don't know if that's going to be... That would be cool if they aired that. That would be, you know... I can imagine that match was probably fucking good. I thought you... That would actually be something you should say for a pay-per-view, but whatever. Um, but, this is, uh, but this match was really good. It was, uh, it was a match of the weekend that, 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 that it came on. Like, 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 that shit, like this shit all over on Drotty and Brian, basically. It's hard to know where it'll go, but I dread a dope match solely between two talents and nothing happening afterwards. But maybe Bailey will still want to face him again, since like you know he's been going to New Japan a lot lately. This is really good though. We had a gauntlet battle royal. They made uh, people online think CM Punk would come up and show up at the pay per view, and all we and it, all, the only surprise that we got were Sunny Kiss and Matt Cardona. And I know the company didn't officially hype up despite it doing on BTI, but the companies control the narratives online, you know what I mean? So they did definitely want you to kind of think in some way. 
But I mean, good for Sunny. I, I hope she's used properly in this company. You know what I mean? You know, with the, I, I think she'll flourish in here. I, I never know. I, I know she, she goes by both he and she, but people have been getting, getting comfortable calling her she more often that I'm now going with she now. But she goes by both. I, you could call it they, you know, whatever. Cardona apparently is a one-night deal, but I felt like he got good buzz with Myers going through some of the eliminations. It's a crime that they never really got the solid run of the tag team in any company. Like, they won the title technically, whatever, but they weren't established as characters, right? And then, like, you know, they never really maximized on their reunion in WWE. And it was more about the internet type of deal. I know they've done some GCW shit and, you know, but it's just like, I don't know. I wish they had a... I thought this company would give them a good title run, you know what I mean? The order was like Jake, Eddie, King, Hooventude, Swinger, Giselle, Jody, Kylan King, Sonny, Bully, Cardona, Jordan, Grace, EY, Joe, Joe Henry, Myers, Heath, and Kaz, Swan, and Grisham, and uh, um, Dango, or they put here Dangan. The elimination order went like King, Swinger, Hoovy, Giselle, Eddie, Joe, Sonny, Heath, Jody, Dango, Kaz, Swan, EY, Grisham, Jake, Myers, Cardona, Kylan, and Bully. There was some, like, solo stories being told that Eddie Edwards winning the first gauntlet, first one of these. We got a Hoovy cameo. Chris Steve got involved by going after Swinger and Hoovy because they're ECW guys, I guess. Oleg interfered as well. Sonny Kiss and Bully did the same spot Taylor Wilde and him did the year prior. It was something that also played the role of Devon. But the final two were Jordan and Bully, which is like the, it, it, it was like a, you, you got to pin the person, the final two. Um, and, 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 the, and they play off their history, and Bully put her over, basically. And, jo- and then, you know, it was, it, was an, it was a nice moment. And Jordan says she's cashing the title shot at Hard to Kill, so she's going for, probably going to face Trinity, who, you know, did beat Mickey James. And after the match was like, I thought the match was pretty decent. Not like the greatest match, but it, 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 you felt hype going in for it. You know what I mean? She made her tap to the Starstruck submission. And Alex Shelley actually beat Josh in the match. And Shelley did play more of a heelish role. But, the, but they had mutual respect for Josh. So maybe that still let Shelley get, get an ego about it. But I'm glad that he, you know, uh, kept the title. Because he's been doing a jo- dope job as a champion. And then the end, there was, like, members of the roster, like, uh, were, like, you know, uh, celebrated. They showed a video package of different talent going some forest. I thought maybe it was some Bohemian Grove. But it was announcing that TNA is returning, and then they show the, in the ring, and, and they claim their, Scott DeMore claims they're back. Some of the same people are in the, in the, in the show, and in the ring, and they claim, you know, so, yeah, so, so some of the people that were in the fucking trail, in the trailer for this were also in the ring. So this is where so this is where it's at. TNA is coming back at Hard to Kill, which is fits per- perfectly with this name of the pay per view and the original name coming back. Since people thought this brand would be dead ten years ago, so hence the name Hard to Kill. I mean, I, I I'll also say apparently the Discord ads is wondering why they've been doing why they've been why they're going this route when they've been doing well with the Impact branding, but. Like I said, maybe marketing it back to the early 2000s edgelord shit with the name TNA. 
It represents the era where we are and uh, where the world is going. And it wouldn't surprise me if it becomes a bigger, especially with the rumors Punk showing up and then them already making it seem like it could be for a short-term deal or whatever he wants until they decide the narratives will be, you know, when he shows up on one of the shows. But since I believe they're all connected behind the scenes, they'll, you know, have to work overtime to justify why Punk signs with the company, and you have a big money deal, but then he randomly, you know, three months later, you know, he's back in WWE or AEW. And they'll find a reason for it when I believe Impact is kind of like a feeder system to the big companies, you know what I mean, where they're still associated. Punk's still, like, Punk's still part of the, uh, the mafia industry, so he's allowed to have the freedom to go wherever he wants. It's a sophisticated reason for why people, uh, who, um, why people also become part-timers. While you're also making money being a discourse wrestler, you know. second you know I don't know so yeah so uh, you know uh, that was BFG I guess sorry about uh, hold on raw NXT recap Okay, sorry, I, I just had to go through this quickly, you know. Since uh, since I'm, I'm behind, I'll go over this fast. Um, thing is, I did the NXT recap first, right? I wrote it down first because I, I did it as I was watching that one, like when I was watching it as it was going on. So this one might be extra quick, I don't know. You know, I, I always say that. I, I just figure how I, I have to go through the storyline for each character since they mingle with different people and then I got to follow the pattern. So, you know, bear with me. Balor and Priest opened the show to boast about their tag title uh, championship win, and it felt lively. Balor's character feels important again. They've managed to maintain it a bit better. But when I lose interest in Balor, I basically drop off hard, and it takes me out a lot, you know, um, when I lose interest, you know. Uh, you know, it takes a lot to get interested back again. But right now, the group feels compelling, and they're being, you know, booked pretty strong, I guess. Cody comes up to basically start the pot that Rhea is the one pulling the strings in the group despite them saying there's no leaders. Priest makes fun of Cody for always failing since, you know, that's the story of his life basically and Cody wanted to fight Priest. Priest is fighting Jey Uso and they settle on Crown Jewel, which is surprising because I would assume the tag titles would be defended, but they wanted to have a preview and Dom and Rhea come down and Jay shows up. JD showed up during the brawl to chop block, uh, Cody's leg, and then did the, and then and the, and then they did the leg between the the steel uh, steel and all that type of shit, and then you the chair, you know that that whole bit, and then Cody's teasing on this injury. I like that they it, it didn't go the promo didn't go for fifteen minutes or so. It wasn't for shits and giggles, you know, like you know what I mean. Like the the, the, the reason for it, and the, it didn't need to be longer than this. 
Sometimes they go way too long with the promos. You see Jay helping Cody backstage because Cody couldn't really uh, walk properly. Then we had Seth being confronted by Rhea. She was trying to persuade him to join Judgment Day. And basically shits on Seth's title because she said that he could be like Roman Reigns. But maybe because that's like Seth's insecurity of feeling like he's an inferior champion. Maybe because that's like um, like compared to Reigns. So it makes up for he makes up for it by constantly defending the title. Even if uh, he's broken down. You know what I mean? So Rhea says Judgment Day respects him because they did everything they could to take him out. But he's still champion. They're concerned about his schedule and think that he can use an insurance policy against Drew. And then, uh, you know, then Seth realizes that they talk, uh, realizes that the talk with Drew and the deal with the bloodlines all because Rhea doesn't have faith in Priest beating him, right? And Rhea says Seth needs to, uh, needs, needs, uh, needs them because he's now just the world champion, but he could be the world champion. With her joining judgment, with, with, uh, with her, but so joining Judgment Day means that Damien could cash it on Roman, and they could all hold gold. People acknowledge, uh, you know, and people will acknowledge Seth. Basically, that's what she like leads off with. Seth says he wants to be nothing like Roman Reigns, but Rhea said that wasn't a no. So it's clear to me they're gonna like you know go this route of who will get the Judgment Day's help. I know it won't be Seth unless they just completely swerve us. I don't know if they helped Drew win and Drew doesn't completely embrace it just yet. And then he's the one who kind of replaces Priest and finally justifies it by declaring that after all the stuff that, you know, happened to him with the bloodline, he decided to finally have backup. And now, and then the turn will, uh, you know, the, then have him turn into a complete hypocrite, even if his grievance was a genuine one to begin with. Maybe he just turns heel. He doesn't just join. But I already I like that they're getting uh, involved with the with this program. I guess. I also feel another way it could go is that we think that we could alienate Priest, but I could also see Rhea acting as the leader and taking the lead, and that shit could backfire on them in multiple ways. Where Priest sort of make the decision to replace her essentially. That like that's if Rhea loses the title to Nia. I mean, like you know what I mean. I'll get to the women's contract signing, but. Since Pierce and all this segment was before it, and the security were addressed who are going to be in the women's segment, here I'm adding another way to connect all the stories for the fucking characters I'm following, essentially. So basically, Aldous apologized for what he did, and it was like, got the best of him. He really doesn't want a healthy competition, and Pierce accepting apology. Tells him to stay, tells him to stay, and then he tells the security to get ready because there's going to be a contract signing, essentially. You know, so further showing you the reality show sports entertainment component in it. Basically, all the women minus Rhea were, were there to sign uh, sign the ring, basically. And they did, and Nia didn't want to until Rhea signs. But Pierre said that Rhea has been the source of all this chaos, so she'll sign later on, and Nia eventually does sign. But then she was just filling time to get booze, basically. Rhea comes down so she could beat them each individually. It's a conspiracy against her. She's going to beat them anyways, blah, blah, blah. Naya basically implied Rhea wants them all squash, wants her to squash all of them. So it makes it, I wasn't really following what was going on here. But at least to a brawl, and Rhea and Naya are the last ones kind of standing tall in the end of it, basically. See, I think Rhea could retain, but ultimately, has and it ultimately has Nia retaining the title unless this would be a way for Nia to win it, and then when the Judgment Day see Rhea lose the rematch, the rematch for the title is when they kind of turn on her maybe.
either way, I think this is a way just to get, you know, the Rhea and get to a Rhea and Nia feud solely. I'm wondering if maybe they put a flyaway first because people would shit on the match if it was just Nia and Rhea. So if Nia does well in this, you know, match with multi people in it, maybe it will be a way to make people think, oh, maybe she's improved and then we won't dread the actual match. I who knows. I mean, it's all centered around the discourse all, all the time, essentially. So, Jay was confronted by Drew backstage talking about his match with you know, um, Drew was talking about match with his his match with Sammy, because uh, um and and like you know it, it's being because of him what happens uh, you know it'll be because of him what happens to him whatever because like you know, but he did first sarcastically apologize for what happened to happened to Jay last week because he knows what it's like for the bloodline to cost him the title. I like that Drew. I like the Drew character a lot. It's probably one of the best things on Raw right now. But I mean, since Dom got involved with the Logan Paul segment, and might as well cover that. This is getting complicated. Dom and Logan, the lines are actually pretty fucking good. I, you know, I I know the Brantford doesn't mean shit, but I guess the reason for Logan to be on Raw is because he and Dom can interact. Even though Dom just went on SmackDown, but this is a really good alliance for Logan. Actually, you know what I mean? Actually, like you know, I mean, he's a heated character, and so is uh, you know, uh, Dom. There's a recurring theme in these promos, and I, I and I get I miss it because I, I just don't really care about the about what he does in boxing, because of how horrible the, the, the whole discourse about how horrible the match was, with with some again I don't even know if the guy is like this prominent guy I I really don't know much about him maybe I have and I just because whenever I watch like MMA or boxing whatever for the night I'll like kind of like be interested in it and then I forget completely about all the backstory. I I just don't have the capacity to remember all the fucking sports shit. I can barely remember who the hell I am. Um, you know. Do, um so yeah, so um I, I so yeah, so uh, where, where was I? Um So, uh, so the recurring theme of how horrible Logan's boxing match was with some fucking guy. And I don't even know, but, you know, Logan keeps mentioning the boxing match like it was the worst thing ever. So the guy he beat in boxing the other night, it got so embarrassed that his team dropped him and, uh, he's like, you know, uh, and he's now unemployed. So he's also, a, um, he's also a free agent now because he can't, uh, he can sign with Raw or SmackDown after winning the U.S. title, and then Dom interrupts, and Logan tells the crowd to stop booing him, show Dirty Dom respect. Logan says Dom grew up with a deadbeat dad and still became the champion of, of a continent while he's just a kid from Ohio who became a star too. The only person who needs to be humbled is Ray, and they talk about that for a bit before, you know, Logan says uh, he, can't, he can't wait to be announced as champion. So he brings in, you know, his favorite ring announcer, Samantha, and he wants her to announce him as a U.S. champion. And Ricochet just fucking shows up and just spears the guy. And then Dom attacks, but he eats like, you know, he gets a pump knee in his fucking face. Logan saves Dom from the shooting star press. This is really good. I'm sure we'll have Ricochet and be in Ray's corner if Dom gets involved during the show, maybe. I do think Logan should win. Maybe this is a way for him and Ricochet to have a feud over the title. I don't think Logan ha uh, has, you know, uh, has it to... I, I don't think he'll win it for long. I think he'll have it for, like, a couple of months, and then he'll probably lose it. I don't know. Unless they want to make that a part-time champion, too, maybe. I don't know. So Rhea did console Dom after she did interrupt Miz's backstage segment to sign the contract 
but Miz is doing the usual shtick of being disrespected, and I know his character has a point, but they always opt to do it in a comedic way, and un unless it's leading to something bigger, maybe it'll be worth it, but I just appreciate Miz for being a good entertainer and making the best of what they give him, but it never sustains into a consistent push, you know. Miz is talking about how Nick Aldis is better uh, GM than Pierce, so maybe this is like a kayfabe war Miz will join SmackDown. Aldis was also talking to Caden and Katana later, and Pierce doesn't like what Aldis is doing, and Aldis cho chose to leave, basically. And by the way, Judgment did, did a standard interference to cost Sammy the match with Drew. This is really a, a good match, though. They have uh, good chemistry, so I'm sure we'll see this match for the next several weeks somehow. But, I mean, this would have been fine without the interference, but it's like they needed to have a standard interference to take Sammy's eyes off the match to further, you know, have, like, the feud with it. And Drew, like, you know, just, he didn't really embrace it, but he took advantage of it. And then Drew did confront Seth backstage, and they both kind of called each other out for, you know, associated with the Judgment Day, and if Drew is with Rhea, maybe they plan to approach Seth to make it seem like he would sell out, but, you know, the whole Tatanka, Lex Luger thing with Million Dollar Man. But they said that may the best man win. Then the main event, Priest would um, beat Jay. Jay's singles matches have not really been that great. I'm still waiting for him to blow away singles performance, which is strange because when he first did his singles push in 2020 against Roman Reigns, I can think he did a lot better in those matches, but for some reason, I just haven't uh, been feeling Jay as a singles match guy. While his character is still pretty fucking good, though. Balor cost him the match, and they attack Jay afterwards. Cody hobbles down, gets revenge. Before he can smash Priest's leg with a, a chair, Balor pulled him out. So, you know, so they, you know, you're continuing that. So those were the storylines for the main event of scene, essentially. It wasn't a blow-away, you know, type of storyline, but I, 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 we didn't get countless amounts of Judgment Day segments. They kept the, which I, which I, I think they go with sometimes too often. Some of the segments were contained backstage, which was fine. Other shit that happened on the show was New Day and Alpha Academy had a dope match. I like the performance from New Day in the ring, but I wish they gave them something in character-wise that came off more compelling. But maybe they're building to something, but they always kind of regress the New Day when you think something will happen. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, they're capable of cutting compelling promos. You know what I mean? Or New Day won the, won the match, though. I guess earlier in the day, Tozawa, who's been associated with the Alpha Academy, but, you know, um, you know he's kind of a student, so... So so basically, he gets involved in the segment. Ludwig tells Vinci to beat Gargano, and then Bronson shows up to say he wants another match with Gunther and down the lines. So it was a good, it was a good battle, basically. And Ludwig doesn't seem like he want he wasn't doesn't want to be the messenger. He tells Bronson to tell Gunther himself. Then Tazawa shows up and wants a match, and Bronson declines and basically says, you know, and then like you know what I mean like you know for his own sake he won't do it. Tazawa chops him, and then that's what you know, and then you know, and then. And, then, and he tried to say that's what they do in those Alpha Academy segments. Then Bronson basically tells him he's, it's his funeral, basically. And then Maxine pulls him away and tells him that wasn't the guy that he was supposed to go to and try to challenge for a fight. Since that was the mission the Alpha Academy gave him. Gargano beat Vinci. Ciampa returned to counter Ludwig's cheating. So, so there's nothing much what's going on there. Just, you know, Bronson destroyed Tozawa. I don't know what's happening with Imperium, though. It feels like Ludwig is going to be trying to be going on his own single thing with the way that he's been focused on. And so after the few DIY, plus, like, you know, him being disgusted that, you know, he's being told to go give Gunther a message. And we see Alpha Academy uh, consoling Tozawa later with New Day after his loss. 
Yeah, so you were there, and then for some reason they had a title in the theme of the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know where where, where this Raw was, and if the Dallas Cowboys did something recently, I don't fucking know. I'm out of the loop. And then they gave Tozawa a title to make them feel better. DIY shows up to basically tell the tag division they're back. I hope we get some good creative about this, you know, because, again, they, they can be, make a good division and all that type of shit, but, you know, uh, I don't know. Just, just don't, just, just don't give me good matches only. You know, we saw a vignette for Ivar, so they're at least running with him as a character, I guess. We saw a Becky promo for the title with with match with Indy and type on the Lyra match too. Lyra was at ringside for the match because they're facing you know the next night. Natty gave Indy advice by the way before the match, and Becky still won anyways. I I never know if Natty's just doing bad acting or if she's like supposed to sound condescending because. She'll do, like, another heel turn down the line again. Zaya attacked Candice LeRae backstage, you know, when she's watching the match. And now Zaya will be even more pissed off since Becky lost the title. She's the one who said that it would be on her own time, so it's, it's kind of on her now. But this at least gives Zia, Zaya some kind of story, I guess. Tegan was hurt, so Natty and Nikki... Uh, ha, 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 Natty has Nikki as her partner, and Chelsea and Niven beat them, essentially. And then Nikki just looked like a zombie and left the match. She wandered into one of the, you know, in, into one of uh, Pierce's segments throughout the night when he was with Aldis. Nothing really too, ex- too exciting about the booking in this division. But at least Chelsea and Niven are prospering as characters, I guess. Nakamura did a dope promo and talking about uh, if anyone is worthy of setting him free, basically. And this is where you could kind of hint at Punk. Maybe it is someone, or maybe it's like someone like Sammy, but there's some really, you know, they're really keeping the momentum behind the character, which is kind of good. He's still coming off important. I always wonder since AEW and WWE is kind of like, in my personal opinion, a work. When the characters show promise and they have to like be, when they've been on the roster for years. I wonder if they do this with the intention of making you think that they'll get a push in this company. But maybe they end up leaving and then they carry that momentum to the other company. Like how Malachi Black did, kind of, you know. Because like the, the problems before he left WWE were kind of like you can tie them into like this A AEW character. So you know what I mean? Like they kinda of do that a little bit. The show wasn't overbooked and it was like usually it'll catch but uh, but it's easier to catch that when I can afford it. That's some of the decent story act going on there. So let me go into NXT now. I, again I'm I'm not gonna it's Halloween Havoc, I'm not gonna go through all the costumes, you know what I mean? I'm 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 just going through some of the results. I you know what I mean I, I don't like do, like do this live of how I do a dynamite. But like even with dynamite I might just, you know, kind of just give brief opinions now about it. I always say that, but I was given. Roxy defeated Ki- uh, Kiana in a devil's playground match. It was basically like a playground but just a hardcore there, just some decent spots in the match. The Russian leg sweep through the slide, you know, using the swing set to kick Kiana away. It, it, was, it was a decent for what it was. Roxy keeps killing it, you know what I mean? She should definitely be on the main roster. The lights, the lights out match was uh, pretty decent with uh, Blair and Gigi with their, with, with their, you know, with, with their stipulation. It was a bit darker, but we could still see like everything. But there was one spot where Blair threw a chair. I think in the corner of it hit fucking Gigi in the face. The opening match, so so what's it called? I think uh, Blair won, yeah. And then the opening match was better, um, better with what what they had. The dark part didn't make me care as much, but they did some hardcore hitting stuff. It ended up with Blair doing the move off the announce desk through a t- to another table. I think the Falcon Arrow. 
Uh, Vic Joseph interviewed Melo if he attacked Trick, and Melo thinks this is an interrogation. He goes over both of them wanting the title and thinks it's crazy that people would assume that he would do that to his best friend for a title and goes over how, prepare, um, how to prepare for the... Uh, the Ilya match, he needs to find out um, how to beat him. It's more of an emotional challenge. Uh, what is his motivation? Not just the title, the, the title of being him. How can he claim to be him if he didn't have the title? All that just to be second best. His uh, motivation is to get all the distractions out of the way. There's no what ifs and doubts. There's no tricks. So Vic wants to talk about uh, trick again, and he asks, "What if uh, he was in the match for the title in uh, in, in the four way? Would make Mel?" Uh, in, in, in the four-way, would Melo have won the match? And Melo says he would have, and, and says justice for Trick and everything like that. So, he, I mean, he's clearly guilty, but they're not too sure just yet. But the thing is, he's saying it to make, like, it, it, like he's saying it, uh, saying it is making it clear he could have been the one to do it. You know what I mean? Like, like the way that he's, like, kind of, like, setting it up, like, like, oh, why, why would I do that for, to my, why I do that to my best friend for a title? And then when the reveal happened, he'd be like, you're damn right I'll do that for a title. Like, 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 like that kind of shit. Or he could just be telling the truth. I don't know, man. I don't know. Corbin goes over not liking the triple threat matches. Anything can happen. And that's, that's been his whole career. He did all the hard work and someone else profits off it. He did the damage and Melo took advantage of, of it. It, it, should be, it should be him, um, him and uh, Ilya. And when he said everything um, with his um, everything with his power, Mackenzie asked if he was the one who took out Trick, and Corbin said he wouldn't need to go beyond um, behind his back. He doesn't like him, his song, his saying, his face. He needs all people who could have done it, but ultimately blames Mello. But it isn't his concern, and the title and the title is, and they're keeping this feud with the. So I guess they're trying to keep this feud with Ilya alive, I guess, for the next show, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because the Mellow one is clearly just going for the Halloween Havoc shit. Maybe it's not concerned for a title. So, they, so yeah, they're keeping it alive. They might as well just get, get, just give him the title match. It would be better for the storyline, too, if Mellow is guilty. Then he did all that. He didn't really win the match, but I don't know. Then Vic uh, rolled to an interview with Ilya. He asked what's been like being champion. Ilya says, uh, um, he talked about how he, this was a destiny, and those weren't hollow words. Since he was a child, life was a struggle. His family moved from Russia to Germany, he had nothing. He struggled and achieved his destiny. He says he, he was home, and his son had this title, and he was a big, uh, it was a big pride moment for him. Uh, Vic asked Ilya his mindset going into the next week, and Ilya says, uh, the attack hasn't changed, it might even intensify. He recognizes that there'll be another classic, and he'll bend out by won't break. Uh, Mello um, will uh, break uh, the same way that he did at No Mercy. So he doesn't um, adjust to his opponents. They adjust to him. He says Mello's desperate and intangible will be his deciding factor. The title represents 30 years of sacrifice and he's um, and he, he, him being unbreakable. And then Vic says, uh, you, know, um, you know, and Vic just gives him props for his career. I want to say Ilya is, is, it might be in the clear of attacking trick, but I hope they don't do that route, you know what I mean? But this felt like a babyface promo. I thought maybe he would tease a little more heel shit because it could be like a suspect even though he's excited for Melo, even though he's excited for Trick to be in the match. So I don't know if it'll make much sense. So maybe he's actually in the clear. Scarlett and Shotzi were hosting and obviously they were dressed as creepy twins event, like, in one of the segments. I'm so out of the loop with movie references that 
I'm so out of the loop that like I don't know the reference of like I I, I know the like, I know that I seen this image before, but I can't remember the fucking movie that's a part of. This, this is how out of the loop I am with the movie, not giving a shit anymore. So they approach Melo. They see the cards and the signs and point to him. And Melo thinks about his match, and it was more about who attacked Trick. And Melo was not impressed, and he left. Um, I felt like it was so. I felt like it was so obvious, but the most obvious is the trope that they're kind of. It's like, it's like the most. It's like the most obvious trope of like making it like seem like oh like they're pointing too much at him that it can't be him, but it ends up being him. Kind of you know that, that's the, you know that, that's the approach they always take. Since Melo's confronted by Braun later, I'll, I'll add the Vaughn segment in rehab getting better, and he gives Stone shit for accepting the match. Stone knows he's going to get his ass kicked, but if he's going to go in, he'll get a punch in at least, and it's all worth it. It's not fair that, he, that his friend is here not being able to live his life while Braun is fishing on a boat, and Vaughn's surprised that Stone called him a friend. I, I thought they settled this like a few months ago when like Vaughn told, you know, told him how much he meant to him. And Vaughn's happy, and he's not. Re- and, uh, and Vaughn's not happy. He says he's not ready. It's also that um, he's gonna do this for. He's gonna do this for Vaughn, and then he leaves, and then Vaughn seems more motivated. So I feel like you know they're gonna get a pop out of Vaughn returning. And I'll give them, you know, uh, I'll give them I'll give them props because this character went from the worst thing I've ever seen to actually liking the Jolly Green Giant shit. You know, um, Braun says, uh, you know, uh, the. Braun pushes Melo. He's the man. With, he's the man with the trick up his sleeve. Melo says that everyone wants to make jokes, and they're trying to take his focus off the match next week. Braun says a couple of weeks ago they, they were uh, the talk of the NXT. Braun uh, says he uh, he's proven all um, he'll do anything to stay there, and Melo did so by ta- uh, taking out his best friend. And Melo says he didn't do it, and Braun says whatever. Um, he brings the same energy next week. He'll be bringing the same energy next week that you know, and he'll get the title back basically, and they'll keep doing this. And then, if, if I feel like if Melo does go heel, they could do like an NXT version of the two man power trip, maybe down the line. Again, maybe Braun is one of the guys. Maybe they do a Braun and. But think it feels like Melo is going heel. I don't know. Again, you don't know if Melo's going to be the guy because they could be fucking with you, but who fucking knows? I, again, it's so hard to know. It's like, do, do I want to put this much effort into, like, you know, something that's not going to be that, like, that great of a reveal? You know what I mean? I don't know. We'll see. I'm sick of putting energy into solving cases, but I hope this isn't too long and we find out quickly, but Melo's looking guilty. It could be someone who, you know, it could be someone who framed him, you know, maybe Baron, maybe Braun himself, but I don't know. If Melo didn't do it, he can still turn heel and be mad that people think that he would do it. That would kind of just you know justify his heel turn, I guess. Scarlett and Shotzi were dressed up like they were in the beginning, and they were doing the tarot card readings with others, like Noam basically Noam and basically warning that grief is on its way, essentially, and holding their hold the chairs closely. And Zawa was was creeping up behind them and took a cup. So I guess like that's his challenge, I guess. Scarlett and Shotzi do some more hosting duties and the Creeds come out and they want to smash Letharios for what they did. So they basically spin the wheel. They got a table, ladders, and scares match for like this coming Halloween having night too. But I, I didn't know what everyone was dressed as and it felt like Scarlett had more... But it felt like Scarlett had more life to her in, this seg- in, in these segments. It was it was like it, it it's like it's gonna it's like it's like the gig this gig is gonna do what this is gonna be the gig that does cross in ends up becoming uh and he ends up becoming Mark Miro in the in in the in the process basically 
This is before the tag title match because they had a brief stare down with the family. So later on, Metaphor was looking, looking at the phone and freaking out over Tozawa having the cup. I mean, I hope Tozawa can do something more concrete, but it always comes off like it's just comedy fodder, you know what I mean? Lexus King came out looking like a star. He was sitting on a throne and slid into the shot. He proclaimed Pillman is dead. He's the birth of Lexus King. It was fine. It feels like we have to see how he approaches his future storyline, but this is a fine debut. He beat Dante Chen with the, the hangman cross, like the hangman from the ropes crossroads, basically. Booker T was overly excited about this debut. It, it went on longer than it needed because Lexus was doing some pretty basic shit, but Dante the one looked more motivated. But this still, this still, still decent though. I do want to see more of the gimmick and what it entails. Chase U had a segment where Duke gave props to the ladies for having their back. And she's excited about the title. Thea jokes that she won't throw any towels. JC says it'll be a different this time. Tony and Stax show up. And they greet them how it's better. It's better meeting, to, um, meeting under these conditions. And I forget if they did, had an interaction in the past. And I'm not remembering it. But they left and Duke wanted to know what that meant. So I guess we weren't supposed to know. They did end up winning the title. So I wonder if Chase paid them off to take a dive or some shit. Because... That would be hilarious, but the match was pretty good. I assumed they were going to lose because I felt like they were, they, like there was still dope shit you could do with the family. But this was actually cool to give Chase U a credible win since they, you know, have been really interest, entertaining the last couple, like the last year or so. They really did a good job with the, you know, the near fall. Tony Stacks did the power plex spot. Duke's and Duke German suplex Tony onto them to break the count at one point. I thought Chase would end up losing because he wouldn't want to use a crowbar that JC threw in, but Tony knocking her off the apron accidentally is what helped Chase win the win with the roll up. I'm gonna bet maybe Duke will embrace the cheating, but 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 later on they were celebrating, and Niven and Chelsea interrupted them. Duke was going off about how they had to carry the titles and now they're the leaders, and they went on went from boys to men. And JC gives them credit for being winners. So this is where Chelsea and Niven interrupt, and Thea Thea gets called small fry, and JC stands up to them. And gentrifies Bianca's line of you don't even go here. Uh, Chelsea will follow a complaint and eventually it leads to them wanting a tag title match for this coming Halloween Havoc Night 2. So they basically walk off. I want to say I hope they'll win, but something tells me they aren't putting the titles on them. And it'll lead to more problems. But this is cool that Duke and Chase won the titles because they made the gimmick work. And I never thought that I would be interested in anything that Duke Hudson does. And this may have been like, you know, the lifeline essentially. Kalani, Kalani beat Ariana Grace. In, um, I guess they focus on Kalani more because of her athleticism, but I think Ariana has like the best, uh, better gimmick. The th- the, the, and her theme is pretty dope. I hope uh, that she still gets airtime because the gimmick has some legs to it. But the way, Kal- but but by the way, Kalani is, is a better athlete in this match. But I still just think Ariana is a good character, and winning this tournament would actually fit her character a lot more. Then Lola Vice beat uh, uh, Car- uh, that Carmen Petrovic chick later, which was an okay match. It was pretty good. Carmen uh, had a lot of potential, though. So the finals are going to be Kalani versus Lola Vice. Um, yeah, so, you know, and then, and, then they had a face, and then they had a face-off after the match. They did a, a speed-around edition of Hard-Hitting Truth with Nathan, uh, Nathan Fraser. Basically, they won't. Uh, basically, him and uh, Dom don't like each other. His, his face is just a big smack, and the and the hard hitting truth. The only reason he's still a champion is because his buddy, his buddies and Rhea are the ones helping him out. Clips of the show clips of last week playing. Um, you know, as he talked over 
about beating the beating he gave Dom, and then goes over how last year his career almost ended, and now he's here and he's worked hard to get the, um get his career back basically. Basically, facing Dom for the title, you know, last year's biggest failure, and this year could be his biggest win on Halloween Havoc Night Two. And it'll be his greatest triumph. At, at this point, I wouldn't mind if they took the title off Dom, but. I don't know if Nathan is a guy to do it, but we'll see what happens. The setup with his new show is better this time around. They had a segment with Tiffany being interviewed, and Fallon was dressed like her and uh, imitated her, and it got physical, but Fallon did a decent job with, uh, you know, they didn't drag us out too long. You know, I've seen I've seen how they, how they do this feud because I think uh, Tiffany should be more important feuds, but whatever, but maybe, it'll end, maybe it ends up, like, making Fallon actually more interesting as well, maybe. And the last match was Lyra versus Becky, and I assumed Becky would win this, but Lyra actually won the match. Before it began, Jade came out to sit there. I think it was a chance to uh, a chance blown for Jade to confront Becky, but then, you know, and then and getting the title, getting a title shot, and then kind of looking like a big star for beating Becky. But now on NXT, she already took, looked legendary, plus you could have her show up on different brands, but I think she's going to be on NXT from now on, I think. They did a good, they did good video package for a title, even having clips of people in Ireland who are hyped for the match. I still think Becky was champion still had legs to it, but I'm glad they put Lyra over because Lyra can now cross over to the next level by beating because she beat Becky for it. Then I assumed Becky was winning anyway, so I didn't buy into the pinning attempts. So when she did get the pinning combo to block the manhandle slam, it took me by surprise, actually. Becky came off a bit more heel when she was beating up Lyra when uh, she kicked her out of the uh, bunch of combo moves. I wonder if Becky goes in, in, in for another match or something because she looks shocked, maybe. But she just said on Twitter that her her time at NXT is done, essentially. But hopefully this is a good reign for Lyra. Otherwise, it might just be filler until maybe Jade gets it. Anyways, Becky passed the title to Lyra and Jade was watching so they could still do maybe Becky and Jade before she leaves NXT. I don't know. It doesn't need to have a title on the line, but this is a decent main event. It really picked up toward the end. I figured Jay would just come to confront them, but this is still interesting. You know, it was our first official appearance in front of a live crowd. Overall, good episode of Halloween Havoc. Uh, now I gotta do other fucking discourse now. Or maybe I should just wait and just publish this one, but I got more shit to talk about, you know what I mean? Hold on. Okay, I'm back. 739. I'm going to try to get through this as fast as possible, but there's just too much fucking craziness going on right now. So, as of right now, from what I, last time I checked, the main shooter, the shooter in main, I don't, is it, is it, it's Ryan Card, I think it was Ryan Seard or something like that. He's still, like, out there. Another guy, they had, they had, <coughs> The entire backstory of this guy. You know what I mean? He's uh, kind of doing like uh, he did a whole like you know like uh, consumed right wing media, and then they do the storyline of Elon Musk like um, scrubbing the internet of any type of of his profile, kind of in a way. I don't know exactly what he scrubbed. But since we all know about it, it's like it's supposed to be a storyline because it's like, oh, in action, he actually did that. But it's like, it's designed to get caught. They said they heard gunshots 
at his house. But you don't even fucking know if any of that shit is like, like for example, the gunshot sounds were not edited in. But like, apparently he's not there. So like, they're making it look, they're giving it a goose chase. So it'll be the topic of a next not like not only are people fucking dying and being sacrificed, now we're having people like like the feds could get this fucking guy. This guy was like I'm I'm, I'm in the military. He was in a psychiatric like dude, you you and again all they'll sell you on is that all the the all the asked all the institutions and all the authorities are incompetent. They can't find this fucking person because it happens all the time. Maybe it happens all the time because they allow it to go on all the fucking time. You know, I don't know. And then the thing is, it's like they they, they give you... the, The mainstream media, right? Even though... Like, this guy's probably part of, like, a, you know, a right-wing fucking cause. They always gotta make it look like he's a, a sole person who got incited to do this. And I don't believe that, that that's the truth in the sense that... Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that in the... In, like, to go, oh, it's a patsy, so that must mean white supremacy and all this is not a threat. No, it's... In my personal opinion, it's, it's white supremacy on a bigger fucking level, in my personal opinion. It's, uh, you know, um... Like they like the, the, the they make it seem like the establish the the feds and all the people in these government agencies are against MAGA, right? So even when they tell you the truth about this guy's like ties, like you know, or, or like you know his like mindset, basically, they'll do it in such a patsy like fucking way where it looks like it's like being planted, so it's so over the top. But since the right wing are the ones like projecting that, like like they're probably the ones who make it look like it's over the top. Even though, like, this guy is probably one of, like, you know, their, um... Make make sure what this guy is one of theirs that fucking does the mission he needs. They keep reporting that he was hearing voices and shit like that, so... There's some things, like, like, like people don't want to ever, um, like, like, even when people who are doing a good job of, like, condemning this... And, you know, and, 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 and being weary about it. Like, even when that's happening, like, they even limit the information as well because they make it seem like there isn't a bigger institutional problem that's going on in this shit. Like, there's nothing in the military or nothing in these psychiatric, uh, psychiatric, uh, psychiatric, ah, psychiatric um, institutions. Like, they're doing some fucking testing on you. That's why when Anna Kasparian is like, talking about involuntary fucking thing and because it's going more into a right-wing world they're gonna definitely fucking make people fucking go into those type of deals I don't know. And then there's like armed... And then so because the right wing is like... Pretending they're concerned about this. There's like an armed neo-Nazi group... In Maine... 
that's like, oh, we'll we'll, 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 we'll go looking for it. So, so, so like, not only do you have, like, these shooters, like, so, so now you're making it look like these militias are going to be needed, basically. So you can justify why they're out there doing what they're doing. Even though, like, they could have fucking found this guy, you know what I mean? It's like, it's all for the entertainment dollar while people are fucking dying. That's what's so fucking disgusting about it. But, like, you know, that, that doesn't fucking, you know, that doesn't fucking, you know, you know, get people going, I guess. I don't know, man. It's just, it's fucking, it's just nuts. By the way, with the call, I can't wait for people to be uplifting what Tucker Carlson... Tucker Carlson... I can never keep up with the resume of these shady fucking people. I can never keep up with the shadiness of, like, you know, what figure they are. But as someone that's already compromised, like, you know, and is a pro-Rush... Is a pro-Putin person. But, like, he's... Tucker's interviewing him. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, hold on. So you hold on a second. Um, so the, the, the for the, the neo Nazi shit. Hold on a second. Um, mass shooter. So yeah, so this person put out. We're calling on you, all you, you England nationalists, to cover the Lewins and Maine surrounding areas. So like, you know, what I mean, like they're already. I mean, look at the official messages. As far as nationals on the ground, Lewiston, uh, Lisbon can tell there is effectively no search underway by the authorities. His Robert Shard, or, I, I, I thought I'd call him Robert Card, Robert Sard, I guess, it was discovered. A, his car was discovered a few hours ago at the boat, um, boat, uh, boat launch in Lisbon Falls. Unclear if he's still in the area or fled by car or boat. I don't know what's going on, man, but, you know. These are telegram messages that are, you know, um, being leaked out, I guess. I don't know. So let me see... um Tucker Palestine... Let me see. I think maybe the post left people or, um, you know.
one second, Nikki. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to look up, look up the Putin thing. Hold on one second. Hold on. Uh. Pro Putin, uh, pro Putin guess suggests Israel is committing war crimes and mocks moral victories. So, like, see, so this is what I'm talking about with like uh, how. Uh, like, people on the left will use that Tucker Carlson's being more hard on Israel than Joe Biden is. Joe Biden is scripted to... Like, it, it represents what the system is. Like, you know what I mean? People think that all Biden has to do is say stop. I mean, like, like officially, yeah, if the, if the president does that, obviously that'll happen. But it's how the bookers are going to fucking book him, basically. The, you know what I mean? That's why you, you'll always have the same result on the fucking surface. Then, then you know, then what they fucking you know think basically. I don't know. Like, I, I, like I'm not saying yes. I I want Biden to fucking tell the fucking truth and not fucking deny that fucking Palestinians are fucking being genocided. Like you know what I mean? Like I want, but I also know that everything that's being said on the fucking surface is always designed for fucking you know more of the fucking sports entertainment dollar. Like while like like, the, like that's what makes it fucking even worse, and that's what makes the gaslighting even worse. These are, they're not doing this to be incompetent. It's like now everything has to represent idiocracy. Even Glenn Greenwald has to tread a little bit hard not to lose his right wing fan base because he's trying to like make the fucking uh, like he's covering the fucking Palestinian issue as like a cancel culture free speech shit. Which, I mean, it does, like, kind of, like, you know, prove the right wing to be hypocrites, right? But, you know, cancel culture has always been a right wing marketing tool anyway, so, um, you know, I don't know. But even, but even even Glenn Greenwald has to like you know like you know like tread about you know like the free speech issue and all that. So he he looks like a coward for not like saying that this is like a a complete genocide, whatever. He might like tweets or something like that. But he's gonna like you know counter the he's gonna counter it to like just do like you know a cancel culture type of fucking deal essentially. And some of these, some of these like pro-Palestinian, you know, right wingers. I've seen like you know, like some of these blue check mark accounts that are paid. Like just some of them, like who like you dominate the search engine. You'll see like some of these like like pro-Palestinian right wingers who are bad faith fucking actors. You know what I mean? And like and then when that when that dominates, people think anything that's pro-Palestinian is just automatically from the left. Even though yes, the le- there's like a, a portion, there's a huge portion of the left. That what the call like you know uh, doesn't want fucking you know uh, more fucking death, and they support what Palestinians have been going through. That doesn't mean that they're fucking condoning what Hamas is doing. Like now we have Marjorie fucking Taylor Green, um, uh, you know, uh, you have Marjorie Taylor Green like trying to um, try to do a resolution to censor uh, censure. Uh, to leave, and the thing is, I don't know if, if if it was just more fucking sports entertainment showboating, or since the right wing keeps getting their fucking way, even if you point out their hypocrisies all the fucking time, 
Again, you can keep pointing their hypocrisies, but the more you keep pointing out their hypocrisies, like even though you, even though like that should be the standard, like like to own them, it's not going to make a difference to own them because they already know they're being hypocrites. They'll say what they're saying. They'll pretend to fucking harp down on other things, and people will forget what they've said pr- prior, basically. For what purpose is the gentlewoman seek recognition? Mr. Speaker, pursuant to Clause 2A1 of Rule 9, I seek recognition to give notice of my intent to raise a question of the privileges of the House. The form of the resolution is as follows. A resolution censuring Representative Rashida Tlaib for anti-Semitic activity sympathizing with terrorist organizations and leading an insurrection at the United States Capitol complex. Whereas in May 2019, Rashida Tlaib said that she celebrated the Holocaust and felt a calming feeling when thinking about the genocide of millions of Jews. Whereas in 2020, Rashida Tlaib retweeted an illustration with the caption, from the river to the sea, Hold on a second. I'm trying to forward. I'm just trying to see if, the, if anyone counters. I'm not going to go through the whole fucking speech, but I'll just give you a sample of what what's being said. I'm not loading. I don't really give a shit. Cause she's a fucking bad faith actor. Thing is, all these politicians, man, like they're all probably associated with some type of groups, and that's why I I hope like you know like. There isn't like I mean because again to be to be a because like, since like you know it's like it's like, sta- like basically when they make it a story, it's like oh we just discover this now basically. So all, all, all on both like I'm, I'm not saying both sides are fighting for the same fucking thing. So I'm not equating both fucking sides before you know people bite your fucking head off. But it is possible like just, just like I think it's possible from just just like I think it's possible for Marjorie Taylor Green to be like you know like you know like a leader of some type of fucking cult or. Like, she has, like, you know, people on standby in her little mafia to go out and do horrible fucking shit. I'm sure there's people on people on the left that have people on their payroll as well, maybe. You know, I don't know. But, you know, obviously, you know... Palestinian babies at the hand... Direction led at the insurrection. 23... Those people that are, I thought it was gonna be the four minute clip. I thought it was gonna be more people that were gonna fucking. I guess there's clips. I saw clips of people pointing out all the fucking shit that Marjorie Taylor Greene has done. Marjorie Taylor Greene has been more vitriolic with her anti-Semitism than than what you think Rashida Tlaib is doing is anti-Semitic. But I mean, I mean, the, 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 there's been like you know a, a rising hate. Hey, uh, you know, was harassment with, uh, with with Jewish people and Muslims, which is what they you know want basically. Like because because Amy Schumer was losing her mind about like mocking the protesters by making like like showing showing them with like, let, let me see right here. Hold on a second, Amy. Let me see Amy Schumer. This is probably like the best thing her career has done right now. This is probably, you know. So she has, like, um, people who are supposed to be pro-Palestinian holding up signs saying, st- st- stabbing parents in the front, uh, in, uh, stabbing children, um, stabbing parents in front of the children is legal. 
Throwing grenades at kids hiding in closets is not terrorism. She, she, there's one sign that says Gaz, Gazans rape Jewish girls only in self-defense. They say beheading is resistance, whatever. They have like, burn babies, burn, killing, you know. There's like stab Jews, there's a stab Jews for Allah sign, proud of a rapist martyr. So she's like, you know, uh, Even should put, should, the caption was, yeah, uh, totally ceasefire, but mind if we get the babies back? Can you give that a shout, too? And also not try to kill all Jews again? Thanks for but they didn't have, have the best Friday. Dude, dude, she... This would be something that, like, you know... Uh, this would be something that, like, you know, is, like... That she... she like, when she was, like, on top of her game, like, uh, in the 2012-2013, there would have been, like, a lot more people in the comedy world who are fucking, like, you know... Hi like, they would have been hyping this fucking type of shit up. But she had to pretend that she was a liberal for a bit. I, I, and I know there's people in my personal life that probably have some kind of... Like, because they all, like, you know, flirt with fucking show business, so... I think they're I think they're Amy Schumer fans too, whatever. So I so the club I I I can't fucking badmouth her and fucking you know in a it's not it's another celebrity I can't badmouth in fucking uh, conversations with with people I know. But but the call she's completely like like if you want to call out bad faith actors who don't fucking actually care about what's going on in Palestine, they have anti Semitic shit. Like like the, yes, the, there are people who have like. Funded like like they're being funded to be that fucking way from other right wing fucking people, like Peter Thiel and shit like that. In my personal opinion, but but like you know uh, equate like you know it, like there's been enough fucking people who already showed their humanity about about like they don't condone what Hamas is fucking doing. They've already fucking shown that countless amounts of fucking times. And then, and then, and then, with the cold, but where, but people are merely pointing out how one side of the fucking issue is when what the cold one side is getting fucking uh, uh, generalized in being associated with Hamas because they're being pro Palestinian and want a fucking ceasefire because people know the context in which all this is fucking happening. It just didn't happen just a fucking two weeks ago or something like that. But, I mean, she's supposed to... But see, the, the reason why she's doing it so over the top is because she comes... She's supposed to be a liberal. She's not a liberal. She, she's part of the Open Anthony pipeline. She's like... like It's like how Louis C.K. and Colin Quinn might seem a little bit liberal because they hang out with a lot of fucking, you know... Like, Colin Quinn seems like the smartest fucking guy because he's hanging around dumb fucking people. That's why Colin Quinn has such a fucking, you know, massive ego about, like, his intelligence. Whenever he's discussing geopolitical fucking issues. And all he was doing is just doing right-wing fucking talking points in a sophisticated manner. Like, does, does, does Amy Schumer talk about the fucking Al how the Al, Al Jazeera, um... If she doesn't care about Palestinians, does she care about the Al, Al Jazeera? Al Jazeera's um, reporter's family was wiped out because of an airstrike from fucking Israel. From the IDF. 
And all these people that are trying to fucking use, oh, queer, queers for Palestine, huh? How would that, I don't know, how would it turn on to Israel? Because Israel doesn't have the best fucking track record of fucking, uh, of uh, pro-LGBTQ shit. Does Bill Maher or any of those people mention that? No, of course not. In, in, in fact, what the call, there's been fucking reports for years about how, um, you know, um, uh, um, IDF actually fucking blackmail gay Palestinians to be informants because, or, or they'll out them to the fucking fundamentalists that are, are in, like, that are in Palestine. You know what I mean? Like, the, like, like Hamas and all those people. And and then all and all the, and all and all these people that are 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 um, people in the delegations, that are fucking shaming other black people for standing with Palestinians, because they stood I because they stood for yeah you should have stood for civil rights. And and just because and just because those black people supporting the Palestinians, that doesn't mean that they fucking all they they want fucking uh, um um Israel to fucking die. You know, they, they could also... There's black people in Israel that are also getting treated like shit as well. You know that, right? You also know that they fucking uh, have police officers who train in Israel. And what do you, and, 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 and who are the people that get fucking fucked up the most um, with, with, with police violence in, 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 in the U.S.? Black people. But but they call you like oh well we we marched with your uh, plight um, Jewish people were marching with your plight so it's like the, so like the, that's fucking anti-Semitic to make it seem like fucking like oh that what they call people now owe you, uh, they owe you because you uh, were just doing conditional support it was it was only conditional. And, and and all and all of you who are de- de- denying the genocide that's going on, all of you that are de- de- denying the, de- the genocide that's taking place in general, you're no different than Alex Jones. You like you really are no like you guys shit on people that fucking hate tr- that love Trump, yet and again here's the thing. But, but, but because it's supposed to be like, oh, I'm pointing out that liberals are... Here's the thing about some of these Hollywood fucking liberals. And the, the, a lot of them are not fucking liberals. A lot of them are closet right-wing fucking people that are trying to make it look like there is no difference between liberal and fucking uh, right-wing. Because, you know, it, it's it's supposed to basically go make you go, oh, then I might as well just get with the right-wing. Because they're going to make the right-wing look more fucking appealing. Because Tucker Carlson and other fucking figures are seeming like they're being more fucking nuanced about the Israel and Palestine thing than the fucking mainstream media is. Israel just killed 50 50 hostages in Gaza. Well, what they call, like, what does that fucking, what what does that do? What they call, does anyone care about that? Or am am, am, am I an asshole for, again, I care about the fucking Israeli hostages that are being fucked with. I don't think fucking innocent Israeli fucking people or 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 innocent people who because not all of them are Israeli uh, people that got uh, some people are from different uh, parts of the world in Canada and America and all that shit. But I I, I don't agree with what Hamas is doing. And by the way, some fucking guy whenever um he he's uh um uh, he's showing me um like uh th- this is the son of a Hamas leader, right? So again. 
So the Muslim, like Hamas is so oppressive, right? That they allowed, like, their fucking, uh, one of the members allowed their son to go on this, uh, go into Congress and be interviewed by Pierce Morgan to basically do pro-Israel PR, basically. So you think, oh my god, this is, he is common sense because he, he's condemning Hamas, but he's also pro-Israel. But it's like, in my personal opinion, I mean, people point out how it's kind of technically true, but I'll just say from just just to be safe, my personal opinion, I think Israel controls Hamas. So when I'm condemning Hamas, I'm condemning what fucking Israel's controlling. I'm not condemning Hamas to go, oh, all these Palestinians must be horrible. Like, I'm, I'm not doing that. See, that, and, and then and that gets people. So this guy replies to me, his name is like, he has like an Israeli flag on, in his thing, whatever. He's like, showing me what the, what the Hamas, like, Hamas there tells the truth about Palestinian Hamas, basically. Basically, the, what this guy is doing, he's discrediting the, the, the actual left. Pro, he's helping the Westerners see a right-wing view of it. The stories from pro-Palestine. Huh. Do you buy into any of that? I mean, do you think that Israel has overreacted already to what happened to them? Their argument is, what is proportion when you have a terror attack like that on your people. Look, since my childhood, uh, and I'm hearing the stories from pro-Palestine and from those who are using what's so-called the Palestinian cause, they care the least for the Palestinian children and their future. You know, I, I am the legit, uh, legitimate representative. So, 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 so now when you don't, so now the quote-unquote pro-Israel people that don't see as human beings are going to see this guy as a human being because he's telling them what they want to fucking hear. There's been many people who have been to Palestine, I've seen documentaries, I've seen counseling them on the stuff of what goes on over there. So you're not going to fucking tell me because somebody in a different part of the country is fucking saying free Palestine, that makes them fucking, like, less credible because you got some fucking stooge to fucking claim that he's fucking the son of someone from Hamas. So then, it, it, so then by, by that nature, since Hamas is so, like, so anti-Israel, right? Like, as they say, why would they let one of their fucking sons go and do these interviews where they're condemning Hamas? of the Palestinian children. The child within me speaks. I don't want somebody coming from London or somebody coming from the other side of the world to tell me what is the struggle of the Palestinian children. The Palestinian children, the Palestinian society has been hijacked by these criminals and anybody who takes side uh, their side. See, so he's using it. He's, so, so, so here's the thing. I, I do I do believe that the Palestinian um, plight, um, like you know, and I'm I'm not denying what they're going through. I'm and, I, and I'm not saying oh it's even sided or whatever. It's like obviously one fucking sided, but one inkling, one part of truth of that. that but but these people are probably tight. But see, the thing is, this guy is not opposed to those people who are bad for Palestinians. He's probably aligned with those people. But there's definitely a hijacking. Uh, uh, with certain fucking figures who are going more to the fucking right to make this look like, like they're being genuine because the mainstream media is going to be completely shit with it. But this guy is definitely here for the pro-West, like the, the, the pro-Western side to use. He, he also had a meeting in Congress too. Is participating in their crime. 
This is my answer to those people. And for the civilian casualties, etc., you know, first of all, Hamas is using, and it's very clearly, it's a fact that Hamas used civilians as human sheets. It's a fact. Then it's a fact that Israel called and warned civilians to evacuate buildings before they strike them. But in the meantime, Hamas put roadblocks to stop civilians from evacuating to safe zones. And again, and again if, you, if you tell me Hamas was doing some shit like that, I couldn't believe that Hamas would do shit like that. But I, again, under the, under, under the guise of that, because Hamas is controlled by fucking Israel. You know what I mean? Because if, if Hamas is guilty of doing the stuff that he's saying, it would still be under fucking, it's, it would still be under fucking Israel's fucking narrative, in my personal opinion. As single misfire killed hundreds of refugees taking shelter at a hospital and they blamed Israel. What are we talking about here? Israel is a democracy. Israel is accountable. Yeah. Israel is not thirsty for the Palestinian blood. So, so this guy's going to be all over a fucking... This guy will probably be on Jimmy Kimmel soon. You know? That's what's going to end up fucking happening. Essentially, you know, that's, that's what I fucking think, at least. I don't know, man. And then Anna Kasparian was on, uh, this is what these people do. They pretend to speak, tr like, again, to do the Jimmy Dore format. You go on Tucker Carlson and you say something truthful about fucking what the Democrats are fucking doing. But then you won't call out Tucker Carlson, who's also spread a lot of the fucking hateful messaging around. So you, you know what I mean? So Anna Kasparian will go on there and she will fucking, you know, uh, maybe say something credible about Israel and Palestine, right? About what Israel's fucking doing, who's a bad faith actor. But then she goes into, um, she goes on to, um, let me see. Let me see right here. Hold on a second. Let me see. Um, where's the anti-trans one? Yeah, here you go. So, to answer your question, you are correct. I, I do not like to be bullied or pressured into saying things or believing things that I do not believe. <coughs> she's, going that, she's going that route with it. So that would mean that everything that you have said in the past, you're bullied into being a progressive, or are you being are you now being bullied in? Because I, I because either this is what you, this is what you have always felt the whole fucking time about some of these fucking issues, like your disdain for trans people, your and your disdain for homeless and trying to fucking shit on poor uh um um poor people. And, you know, and also, uh, like, you know, leading it, like, knowing that there's a, a good portion of, like, minorities that might be poor. You're also leading into anti-blackness as well in some way. So this is how you've always felt. So you felt that you're being pressured into, like, she's making, see, again, they make it seem like they're not being pressured now. And they make it seem like they're breaking free. But no, no, they're not breaking free. They're going into a more right-wing talking point. I find that terminology degrading, okay? That, 
I personally, because I'm not a birthing person, okay? No one said you were. wrong with being called a birthing person? Well, first of all... She, she, she by, by the way, she, if you watch this, you would make it seem like people just randomly attacked her. She did a fucking story about the fucking how it's being used in a medical fucking setting. Maybe one person at a party that she met fucking called her one. But then that doesn't mean that every single person who's trans is fucking going to call you a birthing person or is forcing everyone to call you a birthing person. It's another sensationalist fucking argument so you end up fucking having anti-trans rhetoric. And people who already want to hate trans people will go with this because they fucking are the, are the worst human beings on the fucking planet, essentially. You know? All, um, not all women even have the capacity to get pregnant. So it's degrading to them to be, essentially, to have their their womanhood questioned if, they, if like they're not what a point unable if they're unable to have uh, kids to begin with, but also I mean look, this is this is the thing that annoys me about this entire issue and conversation because they'll turn around and they'll say, no one's calling you a birthing person, okay? Um, does someone need to call an individual who finds? The N word offensive. Oh my god, she really, oh my god, Jesus fucking Christ. She really went that route. She you know what I'm saying? Oh no. my, she compares it to the fucking, you know, key point here. Anytime you're gonna point out that a word is like the N word, it's probably not. Then you would have been calling, you, you would have been like, people have been calling me the BP, the BP, the, the BP, uh, um, uh, um, uh, um, uh, initials or something like that. She, she really went that fucking route. No, and then she fucking always goes, oh, I don't want to talk to anyone on the left. Yeah, because if people on the left fucking, people on the actual left talk to you and you said that stupid shit, they would probably slap the fuck out of you. You and Jenk. Lest anyone thinks that I want violence towards a woman. No, I, 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 hate, I hate elitists. I, I think elitist fucking shitheads should get slapped at least once across their fucking face. Ma mainly Jenk, though. Mainly Jenk, mainly Jimmy Dore. If 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 Anderson's being a loud mouth, then you know you you know you can kind of just pie face her. You know what I mean? And have a woman do it so she doesn't complain that you know. You, you know damn well if like you know I I I I wouldn't put it past her now to like do like talking seminars where she'll stage like someone trans like attacking her and shit. That's, that's, a, that's the next route these people are going to go to because that's, you know, to make it seem like they're more dangerous and then they'll be the victims while going more to their fucking right wing and shit. What needs to be called that word to find it problematic or to have an issue with it? And besides which, I was called that, okay? Yes, in a medical setting. But this is a doctor who knows I'm a biological woman. Call me a woman. But I had a conversation with that doctor. Why did you feel the need to call me a birthing person? Like, where did that come mm -hmm. from? And in California medical providers are basically like told that there will be penalties if they I, don't I, use the proper terminology or if they're caught doing anything discriminatory by the way they, they, in my personal opinion they make those laws to make it look like oh look you see the, with the trans uh they, i feel like they do that on, on purpose to scare people so they have these sensationalist fucking stories about it And then she went on. She went off on crime I, again. I, it's disgusting, right? That, that's fucking disgusting. Okay, San Francisco is terrifying, and I. It's hilarious to me because the business community there wants to put lipstick on a pig. 
They want to put out this $4 million ad campaign pretending as though everything in San Francisco is all hunky-dory. It's not hunky-dory. San Francisco is a nightmare. Yes, violent crime went down a little bit, but <laughs> your car's going to get broken into. Okay, you're going to get robbed. So, should, should I just, so if, I, if I don't take Anna Kasparian's uh, um, experience, because again, I don't live in San Francisco, right? And apparently she gets really upset if someone from San Francisco... Or, or in the, like in the, in the California um, state, whatever, um, you know, gives their opinion on her overreacting. But then I see a lot of people online who are also from those areas and also point out like, like you know, different solutions. They point out how like, you know, like, I, I mean, some people will, will just completely downplay any type of crime basically going on. But if there is crime going on, then I personally think that, that, that especially with like how it's being promoted now, I feel like it's being billionaire funded. And you can't say that these billionaires don't have fa factions of under of of different factions that go out and do these kind of fucking things for the purpose of fear mongering and making people fucking scared. So then people like Anna Conspiracy can seem like a hero for it. See, I'll go on the conspiratorial route in my personal opinion. People have the fucking actual facts to shit on her. Those are up, by the way. Both yeah, of those, those are categories are and, and the smashing grabs and you love the smashing grabs in LA because they decriminalized yep. under thousand dollars. So. Keep going. I mean, it's just not, it's not right. There are certain issues that we've had for a long time. The drug war was a failure. And so going back to the drug war, I don't think is going to be effective. But you know what else isn't effective? Mm. Using taxpayer money, funneling it to nonprofits so they can literally buy crack pipes and hand them out at Skid Row. And there, there is video evidence of that. How does that make so sense? anyone on the left yeah. who wants to come at me and pretend like this is just a right-wing scaremongering talking point, you're full of crap. And, you know, and, and, she, and, she said, and she says this from the comfort of hanging out with right-wingers. She just wants to go more, more she doesn't, she doesn't have the ball, her and Jane don't have the ball to say that they're gonna go more right wing. They have to make it look like the fucking actual left pushed them to the fucking, to, to, to the right. Because, because if I'm gonna discredit Anna Kasparian, you, with the cult, clearly have no fucking principles. You'll be, you'll still act like celebrities and because you want to be a celebrity. You think so, for some reason you think you're a comedian. So some reason somebody told Jake and Anna that they're actually funny. Because like they're trying to do like they're trying to do a typical sitcom like will they or won't they type of deal. You know what I mean? They probably create that in their own fucking head. Basically, you'll probably find out that they 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 both fucked each other at one point or something like that. Because, like, you know what I mean? Because cause everything has to be tabloid. Like, the, the reason why they're going so much more right-wing is because when something gets revealed about them, they're going to be like, oh, you see, we told the truth, and now they're coming after us for this. I can already see the fucking play. You should go online, and you should watch the videos of literal... We spent $13 billion in Los Angeles alone last year to combat homelessness. You want to know where that money went? That money went to these trash nonprofits who have a bunch of executives making half a million dollars a year. You're working for a nonprofit dealing with homelessness. That's my money. That's my parents' money, okay? That is the hardworking people of California paying incredibly high taxes that go to what? So yeah, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. And honestly, just experiencing what I've seen on the ground in California has made me question a lot about left-wing ideology. No. Yeah.
So typical right-wingers are, like, defending her. People on the left are, you know... Like, like even, like, the people that are supposed to be on her... Who want to be on her side for the right-wing... She, they, like, they, they, they'll, they'll do it with the right... Like, with like one comment right here. She he says right here, she's still... Pro, he, this person said that she, he, he claimed that she still probably worships blacks and wants trillions of brown people here, by the way. Don't fool yourselves. So even when they dunk on her being, uh, being, being, you know, um, you know, um, unserious about shit, they gotta, like, some of the right-wingers gotta do it from the angle of that, oh, she really likes fucking, you know, like, like she really likes, like, all, uh, uh, like, all marginalized people and all that kind of shit. Like, like, it's supposed to be a bad fucking thing, apparently. Someone right here put, I lived in a poor neighborhood for San Francisco for six years. This has never happened to me. Anna's a freak has never been part of our movement. She should uh, not be associated, and now she's just a blatantly lying to push a right-wing narrative. And the, and the reason why Anna Kasperian can talk confidently and why she feels so confident b- b- talking, with, talking out with her chest out, basically, is, 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 is because what's it called? Uh, is she's being, in my personal opinion, she's getting co-signed. A, a lot of, probably like a lot of left-leaning people have probably seen where the show's going. And now their members are probably like dark, like, you know, dark money type, type right-wingers. And that's why they cater to them. Otherwise, they're going to lose that funding as well, in my personal opinion. And then they'll also have catalytic, they'll get money for their ads on catalytic converters and shit. She's going like the, like the Ronald Reagan route, you know, like, you know, uh, welfare queens and all that kind of shit. But but a lot of but a lot of right a lot of right wingers are, are liking this too though, a lot, of, a lot of blue check marks are liking this. But, but by the way, what the cold? She she probably wouldn't have problem with crackheads, and and uh, and uh, like she 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 probably have problem with crackheads or junkies that are in show business because she wants to be down with those fucking people. She would fucking support Donald Trump, even though Donald Trump's not a president anymore. The guy who's on Epstein's island, she would support his comedy career. It, it just shows you what, what, what level of elitist she's on, basically. This is another one. California, like today, how is your governor? General still has a lot of potential. But there have been some policies implemented that have been disastrous. So Gavin Newsom and the current uh, Democratic legislature in the state of California have engaged in this trend of decriminalizing everything and refusing to regulate things. So I'll give you some examples. One of the things that they decriminalize but refuse to regulate is prostitution. Okay, I think that sex work should be legalized and regulated. Okay. What I mean by that is I don't want to see prostitutes walking around in thongs on the streets as kids are walking to school. But what the Democrats in California have done is we're not we don't have the balls 
to actually... Is, is that actually happening? Is that in front of kids, is that, is that actually happening? Or is she doing another right-wing fucking, you know, talking point again? Well, she's, she'll deny that she's doing a right-wing talking point because she claims to be from there. Even even though she has all the motives, she, she, she's, an, she's an insider. But see, a, 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 a lot of right-wingers are, are basically giving her props for these arguments. So you see where the bread is butter. If a lot of right-wing people are the ones propping this up, then, you know. She's going after a Democrat, one of the most conservative, one of the more conservative Democrats in, in Newsom. But it has to be like, oh, you see, the, le- the, the this, this is what happened on the left, even though these people are more right-wingers than anything. legalize and regulate it and we're lazy as hell so we're just gonna do the super lazy thing of decriminalizing which means we're gonna disempower our legal oh, she's so she's so fucking boring she's so fucking boring oh my god everything everything about her she but she's getting a push though now she probably has people like uh, uh you know people uh, who troll me right because my trolls are opening the subreddit and closing it again. But she, she probably has them. Like, because again, like, anyone who they can get cool with, especially who are leaning more right, they would definitely, like, inform them, like, in their underground factions because the, you know, like, you know, you can kind of smooth with some of these people. They, you know, they're doing that for the purpose of, uh, they're doing that for the purpose of, um, you know, she'll probably, she'll probably fucking, you know, have me under her radar. So she'll probably, like, you know, try to go at me. Even though I, I'm not really going at her. I'm going through her to the people that are fucking controlling her. Because her and Jank are fucking controlled while they pretended that they're independent. The thing is, in the system, even if you spread the good opinions, right? Like the, the good takes. Yeah, but the cold, there's a control over that. Because, you know, there's some control over that. Definitely. But you can only point that out. When you're also now taking right-wing fucking money, in my personal opinion. So while they're putting tr- truth about some of the fucking backstage shit that goes on with some of the, on the quote-unquote democratic side. Because if you do it under the guise of it being democratic side, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then you can get away with it, right? But like, you know, but they're clearly taking right-wing fucking money. Anyone on the left that wants to come at me, come at me. No, what they call you hide behind your new right wing fucking audience. You sent your, you sent your new racist fan base to go harass the shit out of Ole. That's just my fucking opinion because you guys are are sociopath, are sociopathic like the Howard Stern fucking crews. That's what you guys fucking do, and you guys pretend that you guys are progressive. You're not. I hope uh, some people, the good people at TY, I, I don't know if there will be. Right now, Ravana seems to be the only one. She she was doing a better job. Uh, what's it called? They let ben, the, the, her and Ben Glebe were hosting. They let Ben Glebe go off on the Palestine-Israel story more. And then Ravana wanted to um, you know disagree, but they didn't have much time for her to disagree. And then even when they gave extra time, it still was dominated by Ben Glebe. He's the one that's helping deny ge- genocide. So fuck him. 
and he's an opportunity, dude. Here's the thing: if you're associated with fucking the the the, the uh, um, TYT at this point, I I I I I, I got a question. I got a question, especially the ones that are that seem that like like they're happy to be the like 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 Ben Gleam is. You'll fucking use your fucking rel- you'll use your um relatives um pictures about them dying in the Holocaust to own Kanye West, but but you're still aligning. With fucking, uh, you, you've been aligned with fundamentalists in show business for so fucking long. You've been aligned with Chelsea Handler, who's also a fucking super pro-Zionist Israeli. With those shit that she's been saying, especially with her and Amy Schumer. A, a, a lot of you comedians are in that fucking category now. Because, quite frankly, a lot of you are fucking pussy. Comedians, especially who pretend like, oh, I don't, I don't like, like Bill Burr goes off about. I don't like how anyone says, oh, it's one party over another fucking party. But here's the thing: even if it's the Democrats, a lot of the fucking super bad ones are normally undercover Republicans. While they'll pass some fucking Democratic fucking shit, like they'll pass some fucking progressive type shit, they'll pretend to embrace some type of shit. Ultimately, they're all fucking conservative. So yes, it'd be one type of party that's actually running shit. But they make but but they make it look like it's fucking even actually. It's not. Um what else? It's, Trump has been fined ten thousand dollars for um, you know. Um I guess he was. I I I get what he said, but like you know, what I mean, like he 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 made he made he made he made threats, obviously. I guess to like the the coworkers or the judge, or whatever. But he denies it because he couldn't say it because he's been fined ten thousand. But thing is, even if you get fined ten, it's like a kayfabe fucking fine, basically, to show you that some rules are being fucking put in place against Trump, even though it fucking makes it look like he's the only one that's going through all this, even though he's willingly doing all this stuff. On camera to be, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it just shows you the rules don't really mean a goddamn thing if this guy's allowed to do it. But now it's getting so out of control. Like, you know what? People are noticing that, like, for someone that's supposed to be, you know, under, you know, uh, under investigation for all this stuff, him and his, his his entire fucking ilk are still, like, somehow profiting by the entertainment dollar by doing podcasts and interviews non fucking stop. Um, we better, like, make it seem like we're actually going to put some rules on him. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know. I was trying to find the clip of it, but you know, of, of of how he was trying to get around it. But I, I, you know, it's two. It's like eight thirty p.m. I still have a lot of fucking discourse to talk about. But I think I'm going to fucking save that for the next fucking podcast. Because it's just too much to go through right now. Alright, it's, 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 like, it's like six hours long already. So uh, I'll come back with like the other recaps and other discourse. Peace out.